Presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. The Pop Mech Show is presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, March 11th, 6.04 p.m. Pacific. And uh, show number 374, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thanks for coming along. Thanks for joining the ride. Uh, really appreciate it. Fun show tonight. Daytona is in the rearview mirror. We have Cole Seeley, Ryan Villapoto, Dustin Pipes all coming on and calling in. Uh, looking forward to talking to all of those guys about uh, Daytona and everything else that's going on. RV maybe filling in for Monster Energy Supercross Yamaha. We'll find that out as well. Uh, 702-586-7857 is the phone number to call. So uh, feel free to do that if you want to uh, chat about something or maybe perhaps win something. We've got some giveaways tonight as well going on. So plenty to talk about when it comes to uh, Daytona and motocross, supercross racing, and all of that. Jason Thomas will join us at some point. Uh, I want to thank you people for listening. I want to thank you people for going to sponsor deals on com to uh, get the, the codes that we have for our different sponsors, our different partners, and you can save with those codes and uh, really appreciate it, man. It's been going well. You guys have been doing a great job with it. So, uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, something new and exciting coming from X-Brand real soon, EVS Sports, Michelin Star Cross 5, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA Pro Filter, FMF. Thanks to those guys for the 4.1 system that I just put on my Yamaha YZ450. Uh, really, really nice. Fit, fit good, uh, looks good, and works well, too. Atlas Neck Brace, the official neck brace of Marty Davalos, who is eight points behind Alex Martin. 
Just want to point that out. Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA, Eagle Grit, LA Honda World, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Ride Engineering are all on board with us, as well as Intense Bicycles. And you people, of course, as always, uh, I'm Steve Mathis. With me in a studio, all show, to help us break down Daytona, talk about uh, his new venture in life, and uh, a lot of other things is uh, Michael Lindsay. What's up, man? How are you? Good. I almost said Vital Max's Michael hey, Lindsay. I, I did almost... a couple of videos the other day, and the first thing my video guy laughed is he was waiting for me to be like, hey, is yeah. this Michael Lindsay from Vital? And I had to like check myself and be like, yeah, yeah. look at my jersey. No, no logo. <laughs> No hat. Okay, okay, we're good. Uh, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Hey, Thank thanks. you. Thanks to all the people watching on RacerX Facebook right now. Uh, is it, are we good? Yeah. Okay. Face, Remember, Facebook. red light means record. I, yeah, but maybe something's going on. I don't know. Um, producing the show, holding things down over there in the corner. Fresh off of his vacation in Mexico, and it's showing early on. Sure. V. Four minutes. Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Uh, I don't. I can't use my averages excuse this week, can I? No. Um, no. How early was tits last week? Uh, twenty minutes to. Oh yeah, we're good then. Uh, Plenty of time for you. Averaging. Came in at five fifty four. I said five. Mine said five fifty six. Five fifty six. So you go to vacation. Why? Who? Yeah. You who go, side are you on? You go to vacation. Unbelievable. You go on vacation hey. to Mexico, and now shit's just going downhill from here. He gives me gas money, so I'm on his side. Yeah. You're lucky I came. Are yeah, you, I, I, just, I just hey, I said that. I'm surprised you came yeah. back. You How came was your vacation? How was show? it? It was nice. Yeah, it was good. Just just UTVing in the desert. Any dune gooning? Uh, no, no dune gooning. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to limit that. Yep, it's been going great so right. far. But yeah, it was nice. Uh, you know, cruising up and down the coast of Baja, ocean breeze. You, got, you know, you got shook down by some cops. Got shook down by some cops, and I was not <laughs> pumped on. <laughs> How Dude, much we were coming back. It's like 12:30 at night, coming back to cross the border back into California, and. Uh, we got stopped by some cops and like how far from the border? Not even two miles, probably. Oh no, dude! Way. I was not. I was heated. How much? I was heated. Uh, two hundred bucks. So and they just said you were speeding. That's it. Yeah. Oh yeah. They were making shit up on the fly. Like right. you didn't go under a bridge, and you were supposed to go under the bridge, and then you were speeding, and then there was a red light, and it was actually my brother behind me. They got pulled over, so I had to flip around and pull up yeah. behind him. And I, I, I speak Spanish, so you know I was back there helping. You speak Spanish? Yeah. So. uh uh-huh. Learning new things every day here. But yeah, so that wasn't cool, but the rest of the trip was was fun. Oh, good. Yeah. Did did you I didn't didn't miss you one bit. Uh well, Tits did a great job. Yes, he did. Tits did a great job. Yes. Uh and he, he battled Pookie in a in a in a Tits versus Tits and <laughs> it was glorious. It was glorious it was. and we all are losers for hearing that. Uh, I just wanted to point <laughs> out that I'm looking at his paper here. He uh -huh. actually wrote down Dunger. <laughs> Before crossing out the R and putting the Y. Wow. <laughs> he must have been tired. Dunger. Dunger. That must be what he calls him like in his dreams. <laughs> when they're married, like when they're together. Wait. In his dreams. Wait. Sounds gay. Yeah. Mm, there it is. Right. So uh well, Travis Marks is here. He's in the house. Bulb Mix Fantasy. Uh it didn't break while you were in another country. Yeah, thankfully. I worked hard before I left to make sure that you guys could do well, all I, the I, administrative things that I normally do. Yeah, um, I don't think we screwed it up. I think it worked. And I my code didn't screw up either, so that was it was quite nice. Your code, what do you mean? Oh yeah, the things you did. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. So it was um, it was nice. How'd you score? Not great. Not oh, good. No, I don't want to talk. I didn't about score it. over two hundred while I was gone. How'd, so how'd you do? Um, I was this close in both classes to having the best, probably would have been best score of the okay. weekend. I got six guys in the main, 
both of my other two, one of my two fifty riders and one of my four fifty riders were fifth in the LCQ each. Dakota mm. Alex got punted by Champion at the last second. He had a, he had Alves. a good lead on Champion. I don't Dude, know what. I uh, yeah. could, I was just sitting there just because I picked. I went high sixteen handicaps yeah, yeah. this week. I got Did you go Starling? Starling. Yeah, because yeah. Justin's buddy of mine. Right. I knew he'd throw it in. He literally texts me after the main. Hey, so did I do you good? Because yeah. I was messing with yeah. before. Yeah, Alex and Alves screwed me. End up with like a one ninety nine or something. Oh boy! Uh, if it I, wasn't for that, it would have been a I solid was two, high two hundred, two twenty four or something. I don't know. I had Starling yeah. too though, so it was it was sweet. I had Jace Owen who was gonna kill it, and then he actually killed oh, himself. So I took him last week, yeah. and watching him right. the whole time, I'm just kicking myself in the butt. Like yeah. I should have listened. You guys should have saved him. And then I feel so bad. I see that he goes to the bottom of the order, but I didn't realize he crashed a split second. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. like, ha. And then they oh, pass him. Yeah. He's like, oh, sure. I'm like, I'm a dick. Yeah, you are. So yeah. Um, lots to talk about when it comes to uh, Daytona and uh, Michael Lindsay up here. Uh, we're going to talk to you, talk to you about what you're doing, what's going on with you. We went mountain biking today. That was fun. What'd you For, think uh, of the of the trail? I got warned by Kiefer it was going to be rocky. Uh-huh. Um, it would have been better off if he would have told me you're basically just going to ride through rocks and you'll see the occasional speck of dirt. Yeah. Welcome to welcome to the Dez. It was good from all the rain, though. It was pretty tacky. Yeah, Float yeah. trail down it, was fun. It was, yep. Strava Steve is uh, back and strong. You rip on that thing. E-bike life, bro. I don't, like, Paul was the same, Paul was saying the same thing. And, and, and were, It's an e-bike. Like, I don't rip on it. I have a motor. Like, I mean, I'm still pedaling. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, but you know what I mean? Like, but I, that's I don't I feel like, a, like, I don't feel like you can compliment someone on an e-bike. Hey, I well, just, I got to say, though, it's fun, though, like. I'm able to go out on my, on my XC bike. I'm going to try race one this year, a little bit some XC uh-huh. races. So I'm actually able to go out. I'm running like 175, 180 heart rate the whole time, pushing myself. Were you that high? Yeah. I had a couple of the sections. Right. Yeah, I was between 160, 180 the whole yeah. ride. But yeah. So I'm actually able to push myself, and we're able to ride fairly together. You were always a little bit out front on me. So it's like we're able to have an enjoyable ride yeah. together and yeah. both actually yeah. like do work. Right. Um, Taser life. I like it. You had one for a little bit early on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a specialized guy at heart, but no, the, the Levo's good. I just stoked either brand, just like support of the sport's awesome. They do do a lot of cool stuff, and definitely that bike specifically is I'm getting, probably one of the most moto as yeah. because of the different wheel size. Um, I, and I'm getting really used to it. I'm getting uh, uh, more comfy on it, and it's got a really stiff, rigid front end that res- that re- responds to yeah. ch- to like turning real easy. Like I yeah. like that part of it. Like yeah, and you got a little bigger bigger fork up front. The Levo's yeah. a little more like trail built. That's more enduro yeah. size, so that's yep. definitely like you could see a big difference in the rock sections. And yeah, stuff. you know that one switchy that we went back downhill where that the the taser was really good through there compared to the levo the levo like exactly feels like a stretched out longer sort of more of a you know so they call it trail bike it's a little shorter yeah. to travel a little more like flow trail but you can't you know, it just doesn't have the travel and the slack right uh slack field times right um yeah it was fun thanks for coming up thanks for going mountain biking it was fun um Amazon, there's an Amazon widget on pulpmex.com. Click on that. Go to Amazon. Uh, buy your lube. Buy the, everything that you need, and uh, we'll get a small slice of that and, uh, and able to have guys like Michael Lindsay come up and, uh, and everything else. Pulpmex Fantasy, of course. The Pulpmex app, uh, you can listen live on the app. You can get all the archives on the app, so it's really, really fun to do that. I just want to point out, you said that lube, buying lube pays for me to get here. I'm, I'm having a... Yeah. Well, whatever you purchase, I'm just I just threw that out there. I just that, that I'm was sure Kiefer's excited about that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, we went to Capriotis after the mountain bike ride, so you know he was pumped on that. I'm just not gonna. Last time we had a conversation about Capriotis, he told me I could walk home. 
Yeah, he's very, very takes it very seriously. Um, okay, so Cole Seeley's coming up. Uh, Ryan Villapoto, Dustin Pipes, all coming up here tonight. And seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Feel free to give us a call. In uh, Chris Reisenberg from uh, Reisenberg, Reisenberg. Reisenberg from uh, Racetech is in, too, and we're going to talk to him later on. So big supporter of our shows for, uh, I don't know, a long time now. So looking forward to talking to Chris about everything that's been going on at Racetech. Racetech.com. Pulp19 is the code to save. Motor work, suspension work. They can certainly dial you. And as I said, Jason Thomas will be on later, too. So, All right, Michael Lindsay. So Eli Tomac won Daytona again. He was great. Um, Baggett led for a little bit. Marv was fastest all day. Uh, Kenny looked good. Webb's, you know, doing well, but Eli won it and rode great and had a nice comfy lead. And after Detroit, I'm like, he, this is it. This is the role. This is what's going to happen. This is He's getting on the role. I don't know if he's going to yeah. do it, but this is the role we're waiting on. The role is coming on the role. Here comes the role. Here comes everything. And then he pooped the bed in um, wherever we were. Severely. Uh, what was it? Last, what, oh, Atlanta. <coughs> Atlanta. Pooped the bed in Atlanta. Um, which you know did got a bad start, which was a huge thing for but why did he did not that. Come through but the pack. didn't come through. So now he wins again, Daytona. But I'm I am now pulling away from this is the role. Here comes and everything else. Well, I mean, he still could, but even like somebody your, just did the, up a little bit. J- somebody did go. just the basic math. I mean, let's say Coop gets second the rest of the year. Stop that! Stop uh, that math. That that math is dumb. I know, but just to say it, like Eli literally would have to dominate the rest of the season to get back into this. And that math yeah. is dumb, though. There's. You yeah. got Roxy, you got Marv. There's so many. That's you know, what I'm saying. That's yeah. how far out of mind it realistically is. And I don't know. I definitely could see him going another win after this or something, but I don't see the full season roll coming. And I got to admit, I, I'm guilty of it. I looked at the statistics of just – or looked at the lap times and said Marvin was great all day. Eli was so-so until the last practice. He finally kind of stepped up. And still, I'm like, ah, I don't know if he's got it tonight. Yeah. And no, I thought honestly thought it was Marv's day all day. I'm like, Marv's going to get it today. He looked yeah. so good in practice. He just looked – but the start was pretty unfair for anybody not on the inside. And Marv had a bad deal in his heat. So he only got 10th gate pick, you know. So yeah. But um, this Tomac season, um, I don't know how it finishes. Maybe he goes on this roll and wins a title. Maybe. Um, but if he doesn't. This season, like, we're going to look back at this season and analyze it forever. Like, what happened? 17 wins in two years, the last two years. Now he's got three. Uh, I don't know. We're, we're just going to look at this season and be like, what happened? Giant question mark. Because, I mean, you go into the season. <clears throat> I know a lot of people have said the words like they didn't expect this from Coop. I did and didn't. It was, it was, I thought Coop's year could go either end of the spectrum. Like, you knew he had to be make or break either wasn't going to do good KTM, and not to say it would be the end of his career, but it was going to go oh, pretty... Oh, two-year deal. Yeah, he's got a two-year two deal. Two-year deal, but yeah. still, is either he wasn't going to do good, or I thought the opposite end, he could do really good as good as he is, but I mean, Rocks Musk, it's just been such an up-and-down year, and just looking at what everybody, like Marvin coming off an injury, coming in, uh, Roxon still being questionable, Coop wasn't even in the question at the time, mm-hmm. everybody probably felt like, oh, Eli, Eli's going to... Yeah. Well, this is Eli's year, the and only, it's not even close to his year. The only thing that I was hesitant on was a new bike. All new bike, too. Like, And you know, I know how these jerkies work with new bikes. Text them a while, even though they say it's great. Oh, it's the yeah, best yeah, thing yeah, I've ever yeah, touched. Yeah. We're doing less to this bike than we've ever right. done. And then by uh, round seven, they're like, still working kinks out! <clears throat> and you're like, yeah. So... That was my only question, like all new bike, where I was like, you know, how is this going to go? You know, but, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, Eli came with an injury too, you know, but the by back. San Diego, he was telling us, hey, look, I'm 100% now. Yeah. I feel great. So I'm ready. I just think it's like what, what we saw at Atlanta. It's just so weird to see. Uh, we, and I'm, it's been being to 
like a dead horse is the whole how can somebody be so on on their good day and so off on their bad day like yeah. in, like how can you be first one weekend and running around 12th not being able to pass a dude the next week it yeah. just yeah we we just don't i've said this a bunch you, we don't see elite riders do what eli does well somebody elite you, riders have an off weekend and get fourth you you label like uh, a Chad or Ricky or James. That dude on a bad weekend is gonna come from last Dunge, to at Villapoto. least fifth, Dunge, third. Dungeville. Yeah. Right. Those guys on their bad day are still inhuman, and that's what it takes to mm-hmm. win back to back titles like that. You have to be inhuman well, even on your worst day. He rode great, launched yeah. the wall. You know, looked amazing all day. Well, so. I thought it was funny that Baggett in the main Baggett's the one launching yeah. the wall, and then the one lap Eli gets a run on, and Baggett checks up on the wall, and Eli sends it for the yeah. pass. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was weird how that worked. Um, but uh, so Tomac rode great, took the win. He's got to get on a roll, and we'll see what happens. But on the flip side, like Detroit, like okay, so you could make a case. Roxon was better than Webb in practice. Roxon looked great. Marv was definitely better than Webb. <coughs> looked great. Tomac, two-time winner going into the race, you know, loves the place. Is absolutely shredded. Looks great. But just like Detroit, where where Webb was off, and but still got a second. This week he still beats Roxon. He still beats Marvin. You know, he loses only three points. Like, it's just all going his way. Uh, even, like, it was kind of funny. A few people were questioning how his line choice was. I thought during the May I saw a few conversations, like, when Marvin got behind him, they're like, oh, he's, like, sketchy there. Uh, me, personally, watching Coop through the race, there was a couple of the li- corners where he would almost stop in the corner, check up early to, like, square up and get away from ruts. Mm-hmm. I thought the way he was riding was super manageable and yep. smart. Some people yep. were trying to say, oh, he should have let Marvin by. That wasn't smart. He can manage the championship so much better for third. Like, yeah. I, I think it, it, no matter what, if you follow somebody for a full lap around that track on camera, you're going to see a sketchy moment. Yeah. So some people are like, oh, well, that. I thought he still- You need to be careful with calling guys sketchy. I already got in trouble for that today. You did. You did. You already got in trouble with friend of the show, Alex Ray. I, I, so, I apologize to our text. I'll publicly apologize. I, I called him sketchy in an Instagram comment yeah, section. If you I say Caddy Wampus, he, he's okay with it. He's okay with Caddy Wampus. Yes, is yeah. that official? He used it himself. He doesn't use sketchy. So if you okay. say Caddy Wampus, okay. I think you're in the clear. He did okay. go onto the pavement this week in practice. Oh, well, DB tweeted that right off, off the yeah, bat. Yeah, right. So anyways, go back to Webb. So yeah, um, I think if you're Coop, or if you're Marvin and Roxon, you're like, man, we should have beat Webb this weekend. But we didn't. And just like Detroit. Hey, those two, speaking of that, preseason, if I told you we were to Daytona and either Rock, which would be a bigger surprise, you Roxon not winning a main or Muskan not winning a main, let alone neither of them uh, have. Which- I think they're tied for amazing feats that I never would have thought happened. Yeah. By the way, too, I was talking to this guy in the, in the pits. In this the, guy. This guy. This fucking guy. No. No, it's Mark. Jerky. Is that not true? No, that's that. That is not true. Oh, okay, my bad. Mark's just hit me up before with, Daytona. Mark's just hit me up with Muscan hasn't led a lap yet. Oh no, he won a triple crown. No, those don't count. Yeah, those don't count. He won. Gangbangs don't count. We're just no. too fucking stupid. We are not here for the gangbangs. We to keep <laughs> keep track of any stats. And I feel bad we saying that because I forgot that. <laughs> Cannot uh, keep stats. What have I done? Not possible. <laughs> we don't know who whole shot those. We don't know who <laughs> led any laps. We don't know anything. Not possible. Sorry, AMA is just the emoji guy. Like sorry, like fuck me. Sorry, I so, said Marv did lead laps, but we cannot keep it. Kick out of it. It's not fucking impossible. Impossible. Okay, so back to what I was saying. Hold on. What? I got to ask Checkers. So now that you've witnessed a race tech rant to the night, are you happy? No, it's, hold on. I'm, he's That's not, not even it? He's not on the. I don't care. Mic. I just want to. No, oh. Was it nice witnessing it, or is that even going to be the race no, tech? No, that's not the race tech rant. God, it's, it's going to get better from here. It's so real. It, <laughs> it's so real the emotion. <laughs> listen, I just. I cannot. Listen, here's. Here, 
I was talking to a guy. A guy. And fuck it. Like, look. Web's, had, Web's great and all that. This guy tells me, it's Roger. Roger knew the coster. I fucking, it's all I can do to just not punch this guy in the face. Like, fuck me. Like, do you know how many misses Roger has had well, in and, his career? And, other- and what do you think he's really doing with Webb? What, what, you think Roger said, oh, yeah, I, I see this. Uh, he looks like he could do uh, win the title on a, on a KTM. Like, fuck off. It's when not did Roger. Roger become French? Same as when Daniel Blair, (laughs) Jacob Hayes became Cartman. Um, I'm just saying, like, it's so dumb. Stop it, everybody. I think we forget two years ago, everybody wanted him. It was a bidding war for him. Roger, yes, wanted him. JGR wanted him. Yamaha directly wanted him. Look, the guy guy moved from North Carolina to Florida to train with Alden Baker and ride with Marvin and Anderson and Osborne, okay? He admitted he didn't practice that hard, and Alden's... He's got this bike that's radically different than the one he had. Steel frame, lower, you know, t- totally different than the Yamaha. And and he's a multi-time amateur champion. Now he's a national champion, supercross champion. Yeah, Roger did it, bro. Roger did I mean, yeah. out of all the things that you'd want to credit Coop for his success this year, I would put Roger 84th on the list. Right? Are you with me? Or, uh, and, and yes, I know. Like, I, I chalk it up to a lot of little things. Roger I put Carlos has- ahead of Roger. Like, I give Roger credit in the sense of what they've built at KTM. No, no, but not that's as, not yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about. No, 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 and that's what I'm saying. Like, you people could point a million different directions. Oh, well, it's Alden. Well, right. it's the bike. Well, it's this guy. It's this but, guy. But it, it's all of that. But it's all, Roger would be 84th yeah, yeah. on the list. Like I said, that list of what has helped him confidence-wise is, like, yeah. this long, and they're all little things that have racked up to Coop, per se, I, I getting his groove back. I, I just, stop it. Yeah. What did Roger see in Ben Riddle? And Brian Gray and Matt Lalos and Mike Larocco in '96 and McGrath who couldn't win on a fucking Suzuki but could win on everything else. Like Rogers had so many misses, so many. So I, I mean, oh fuck, like you know, yeah, he just he, he knew he knew this guy was telling me he knew. Yeah, boy, he knew. All right, Rog, fuck me, God damn it, I can't be these people. I can't handle it. I just can't deal with it, uh, Lindsay. Uh, Cole Seeley coming up here shortly. Uh, let's go to some phone calls here. Curtis, what's up, man? How are you? Yeah, Steve. Hey, uh, I was calling. Um, I uh, made the mistake of listening to the latest episode of the 447 uh, Real Talk, whatever they call that thing. Um, and uh, I uh, tweeted you and mentioned that uh, Ricky went on a six-minute rant about how his job was to uh, – report things that he saw and he didn't have to care about uh, pissing people off. And I just thought it was ironic because that's exactly what he's uh, pissed off about you, with you about. So, um, I I, I, You kind of lost me. Okay, he's pissed off at me. Why? No, but he's not a fan of yours because right. you call it like you see it. And oh, okay, I see it. Random. So then that, that's what he was saying for him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Right. I, yeah. Look again. He's terrible at the job. It, it's. I'm sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. He's not good. He needs to learn. He needs to get in the pits. I, I watched the race back again today, and like at any point when Lorenzo Lucrecio was leading the LCQ, at any point you can mention that he's not from America. He had good results in a 450 national last year. He's going to Europe uh, next week to ride for Bud Racing. Um, he has been in three LCQs, or I think, out of the last four rounds. He uh, rode with motocross the nations. I, there's so many things you can say about Lucrecio instead of being like, yeah, 
Looking good. Yeah. Yep. Over the whoops, he goes. Like, there's so yep. many things to to educate people on when it comes to Lorenzo Lercurcio or anybody else. I'm just like, uh, I don't know, man. So, yeah. You know. I just thought it was ironic. That's, right. Yeah. Um, he went on a no kidding six minute rant, and it was like, oh, man. So. Honestly, hey, listen, if he. If he did call it like he sees it and, and drops some knowledge, I mean, how could you criticize him as far as like a line selection or a pass or anything else? I mean, he's done it all. He's you know he's won everything. I, I think you'd you I would love to see that. I'd love to see him be like you know that's what I think. Yeah, but, I, but. <clears throat> going off. I think you. I think you guys talked about it last week. I just and not even him. Just anybody that's ever done the job. Period. Is I look at like football and how and NASCAR drivers that have switched to the box. How much research they do every week and I understand the aspect of, oh the, you know it has to be easy for the general viewer to digest but there's so many other large sports that reach a general audience that do yep. such a good job with the reporters um, passing on information more than just about what's moving around yeah yeah I, I just I don't think he puts in the homework I, I don't think he does I don't think he knows what's going on outside of three or four guys you know so that's all thanks man thanks for the call yeah I feel like these people just bait me with these questions. You know, I mean, I, I you are like, very baitable. I, I, I agree. Taylor, what's up, man? Sounds gay. How's it going? What's up? Hey, I just wanted to say I was watching uh, first year playing fantasy. Uh, love it. Thank you. Um, I tell you, I've never been so much into an LCQ. Oh, yeah. It turned me into a monster. I had Alves this week in the 250s. <laughs> Same as me. Same as me. It turns me into a monster, yeah. he said. Hey, well, were you? No, I swear, I'm, I'm watching and he... And he gets caught up in that first corner in the LCQ. And I'm like, man, it's over. And I'm literally red flag, and I'm literally cheering at the TV because there's a red yeah. flag. I'm like, come on. Yeah. And then it's just a roller coaster. Like, he ends up fifth, bound right on the door. Yeah, no, that's what that's what Pop Max Fantasy does for you. It, it makes you hate people yeah, no. or love them. LCQs. Thanks, man. A lot of fun. Thank you. Um, really, really turning the season up. Thanks. Thanks for playing. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, that's what we... You and your guys, dude. Uh, Minneapolis, me, uh-huh. you, Cade, all those guys up yeah. there were screaming at Pennington. I think I, I feel bad in the moment saying this. I turned around to Cade and I said, hey, can you take me down to the pits and introduce me to Pennington right now? I want to ask him how he forgot to how to ride a dirt bike two times a lap. <laughs> if some of our group texts ever got published during the fantasy races, during the races, about fa- <laughs> yeah. we'd be all fired. We'd be all fired, all of us. We'd never get a job in the industry. Uh, yeah. Craig, what's up, man? How are you? Oh, not too much. Hey, I got a question. I was uh, watching the Daytona Supercross. I listened to the um, review uh, podcast, and I'd, I've never heard anybody talk about the fact that Marv just like stopped in that corner. And did he stall his bike, or did he? Yeah, pull he stalled over it because he felt like he went too fast on the side of the track. Stalled? No, he stalled it. <clears throat> he did stall it. Yeah, that's yeah. what they said. But I was wondering if he kind of second guessed whether or not. He went a little bit too fast because he was just off the track. Nah. And yeah. you, you would, in front of the rider. You would yeah. roll at that point if you felt like where he jumped back on front of a guy, you would roll. He he stalled it, and a few people I saw were questioning why it took so long. <clears throat> yes, the bikes are electric start. Built race bikes, they're hot, still don't start the easiest electric start. And I guarantee going in that corner, he was probably still in probably third gear and was trying to punch the button. It probably still wouldn't quite fire, so he had to finally stop, take a second to punch it back down and get the to fire back up okay there you go thanks craig thank you thank you appreciate it um coming up with andrew uh coming up with uh cole seeley andrew though wants to talk about daytona what's up andrew hey how's it going steve good what's going on 
Um, what do you think about having more, a couple more rounds like Daytona, say in like Charlotte or Talladega or somewhere? Sure. It's not going to happen, though. What do I think about uh, having a unicorn and a money tree in my backyard? I would Why is that going to happen? Because Feld's not going to do that. Isn't a good idea? No, nah, Feld's not going to do that. They want to have a, a stadium, you know, for comfort, for comfort, for comfort for a traditional Supercross. You know, they're the promoters and everything else. Like they're not, they don't want to do that. And the other thing, I mean, you look at Daytona itself, and I, I'm guessing this would happen if they played with other NASCAR tracks. You would have the NASCAR entity that owns that track wanting to do the promotion. Like if you go to Daytona, what is there three Feld people yeah. at Daytona because yeah. they take care of all of it and that's kind of probably what would happen well, if believe me if Feld, could, if Feld could kick daytona out of the series they would they don't own it they don't have anything to do with it it's a sort of a you know it's a legacy event what's that i think it's the best race of the year do you really oh i don't know i would I love I, I honestly would love to see the first east west shootout be daytona instead of it should be right do you like Daytona? Is it the best race of the year? Uh, I don't know if it's best race of the year, but it's consistently good every year. There's other rounds dude, I prefer. We've seen some terrible shoot. tracks there. Terrible tracks. Even with terrible tracks, though, it's still interesting. It can be like there's mm-hmm. other tracks on the series that are bad and they're complete Snorfest mains. Even a bad Daytona track, I'll watch the whole main and right, be happy. Right. All right, cool. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it, Andrew. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Vertex Pistons. Michael Lindsay, did you know that every two-stroke KTM and Husky comes with a Vertex Piston in the engine from the factory? Yes. 65 years ago in northern Italy, the factory was founded. Small technical workshop. They're an OEM supplier at KTM, Husqvarna, Gas Gas, mm-hmm. Beta, things like that. TM, did you know that? Yep. I uh, said yes the last six times you've asked me sales this. Sales at Pivotworks.com <laughs> for a promo code Vertex Pistons. Two-stroke pistons, four-stroke pistons, high compression, replica ones, uh, GP-style configurations. VertexPistons.com. Sales at Pivotworks.com. Mention Pulp MX. Get a discount on a top-end kit. Uh, two-stroke or four-stroke. Uh, Vertex Pistons is pleased to, pleased to bring you our first guest of the night. This guy had probably a frustrating Daytona, but it's nice to see him come back and win some heat races, and uh, we're happy to have Cole Seeley back on the show. Cole Seeley, what's up, man? How are you? How's it going, guys? You're back east right now, huh? I am. I'm on the uh, I'm on the Florida time zone right now and struggling even harder now that the daylight savings is here, so... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> got hit with a four-hour change in yeah one we'll, week. we'll keep it short all right we'll yeah. keep it, we'll keep it short no, it's, all, it's all good i'm good <laughs> uh how long are you there for i thought you would just go before daytona but are you there for a couple of weeks or no I've, I've had an apartment here since november so I, I was coming back here and testing a little bit and oh, then, okay. uh or before the season oh okay and yeah so I just kind of have the luxury of coming back and forth and uh yeah, I'm going to be out here till from about a month from now oh right okay nashville i'm gonna come home oh yeah nice nice yeah. um so, all right. So, yeah, you're down in the you're down in the second turn. You look over. There's the number ninety four with you. You're like, ah, oh, this is great. Yep. <laughs> great, great way to start the race. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was it's tough that that first turn is or a second turn, I guess, yeah. is sand and, and a complete one eighty, and it was pretty tight. So, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I think Reedy got into Kenny, like came over across them. I don't obviously it wasn't intentional, but um, came over across Kenny, and and he was already pretty much falling by the time he hit me so um yeah first thing i thought of was well this sucks and i want to get up now and uh second thing was like holy shit my header's on that side like i got to get him off my bike as soon as you know yeah as soon as i can yeah because uh that could have been bad yeah uh yeah not 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 easy and not a fun track to come up from the back i think i want to say two or three years ago you had came up from the back also and rode really well at daytona but it's not a fun race to do that at no it's it's 
it's tough. It's, it's kind of gotten like skinnier over the years too. Like yes. I feel like it's harder yep. to pass there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what it was about this year, but I could not see like at all. And I know a lot of guys were complaining about that, but the dark dirt, it was so hard to see the transitions of the, of the track. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was kind of sketchy out there. So how are the shots like- to just survive and get through it? Yep. That uh, that long rhythm, like kind of, I keep showing like mini straight rhythm. You have that long section. Was the lighting pretty tough through that whole rhythm area? Yeah, and the pockets were really like um, they were like g'd out from you know everybody going so fast through there. I, I actually complained about that rhythm like three times, and and they made very small changes to it. But um, yeah, and it, I don't know. I didn't. I really didn't like that rhythm, anyways. In the, in the light, and then yeah, when you, when it was dark out, it was even harder to hit. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It was just kind of like like obviously you see what happened to Plessinger. Like yeah, kind of. Why I was like, hey guys, you might want to change this. You know, at first we were doing three quads through there, and then then they changed it, and then we we're jumping like table over single over table, yeah. which is really bigger than a quad and we don't really need to be going that big in the middle of a rhythm section. No, and, that's and, a lot of air time. And it was sketchy. Yeah. Like it was sketchy. Like I'm surprised there weren't yeah, more guys. It was not. It, I know it wasn't, it wasn't a smooth one either. Yeah. You'd like double into the face of a triple. Right. And hit a, <laughs> a, like five basically. So a lot of times on the way out, it just looked like you guys end up treating the last couple jumps, like a rhythm sometimes and just bounced off the top of everything. Faulkner was unbelievable in practice. Faulkner was just, uh, skimming the tabletops well, and everything. Just, I think DV said. Yeah, oh, I did it. I did it in my heat race too. Did you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but then I was talking to Osborne after the race. I said, "Hey, how sketchy was that section? Like, it looked scary. It looked sketchy. It was dark, black dirt, everything else that you just mentioned, Cole." And Osborne was like, "You know what? He's like, it didn't get that bad. Like, it, it was. It, it, it. I thought it would get ruddy and you wouldn't be able to do it in the main, but it didn't. In, in the main, it stayed doable the whole main." You know, which I didn't think would be the race line for the, for the main event. Was so. Osborne going table to the table, or was he no. jumping on? He was, go, he was doing both. Oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. They said that that straight, all the way from the one end to the other, was the same length as a straight rhythm. The straight rhythm, which I... <laughs> I seriously, I know, it's crazy. I, I didn't see, I, it didn't seem that long, as long as a straight rhythm. But Yeah, it, it didn't, I guess. But yeah, yeah I mean, it, it was long. You're on the thing forever. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, uh, hey, so you're back from injury, as we know from last year. You've had a couple heat race wins. Um, we have. I can't believe you haven't got a top five yet. To be honest, Cole, I saw that stat and I'm like, what? Uh, but it's true. Yeah. Um, Kill me. <laughs> but, but honestly, when's the last time you got a great start? I know. I've I've been getting like good starts in the heat race, and then I just kind of I don't put it together in the main event. It's kind of been the story of my season, like just not being able to really put the pieces together and like i'm i feel like i'm riding really good like, and i'm getting better and better mm-hmm. as the season goes on and more comfortable it's just yep. i can yeah I, I need to get a start the my best race was probably uh dallas this year and i didn't even get a good start there i just like hustled on the first lap and passed like five or six guys so mm-hmm. um yeah that's that's mainly my what i need to figure out right now um like i said i, I get them in the, in the heat so right. I, I know the strategy is somewhere in my mind i just need to pull it out when it's a uh, when it's the right time. Yeah. Um, overall, have you been happy with it or has it been, I mean, we're 10 rounds down. So what's your feelings overall on your, on your season so far? Um, I've had ups and downs. Like I'll be, yep. I'll be happy some weekends. Like um, the first three weekends, I was actually surprisingly like happy with just, like, I was so uncomfortable. Like at first, <laughs> like a one yeah, and, yeah. and Phoenix, I was just like, 
you know, like you, you're off the bike for so long and I, and I had lost so much of my base and like, and like, you honestly question, like, do I even belong out here anymore? You know, like, <laughs> it, like, especially this year, the class is so stacked. So like the first three rounds, I, I was really happy just because I was like, all right, you know, I can do this. Like I fit in, you know, like I'm comfortable racing again. I'm, I'm comfortable with, you know, a lot, a lot more comfortable than I was when I went into the season. So yep. once that kind of like, I got over that, you know, joy of being comfortable again. And I'm like, I'm like right back into it. Like I need to like be up there and I need to be, you know, contending for podiums and yeah. top fives and all that. And so, so since then I, I really haven't been happy at all. I've been like, you know, just chessing out and trying to, trying to put the pieces together and, yeah. and, uh, make it all work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, we were talking about you in one of the, one of these janky shows I do. And we were saying like, <laughs> hasn't been a bad year. Hasn't been a great year for Cole. Like it's, had some flashes, had some races that you probably yeah, weren't happy for. So, you know, one of those years that kind of just chugs along and we're waiting to see for this breakout moment for you, you know, just waiting yet still. So, um, you know, you got seven races left and, and, you know, winning heat races is certainly pretty cool. That's got to be, even if it's a heat, Cole, you got to be stoked to do that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it, it's, like I said, I just yep. get more and more comfortable each yep. weekend. So that, that definitely adds to that, you know, like, being comfortable again with leading, having the pressure of, you know, the, the fastest guys yep. basically in the world behind me. So yep. like having that, like getting comfortable with all that, it's just, yeah. it's just all uh, an experience thing. And, and something that I really lost, like the, the biggest thing for me, obviously has been meant, you know, the mental part of it, you know, my injury is totally fine. Like yeah. my pelvis, I don't even notice the difference anymore. Actually, I noticed more from my shoulder. I, I oh, okay. separated my shoulder in the same crash. And yeah. I've had problems with that, that right shoulder before, and that irritates me way more than my pelvis does. But, um, yeah, m- mainly mentally just getting that back and and kind of dealing with all that and everything. that And the politics of the sport, you know, that all kind of plays into it too. But, um, yeah, it's been it's been a little bit of a struggle. But, I'm you know, I'm right. having my moments of, of brightness, so I'm just kind of <laughs> being patient and waiting for the, you know, the good weekends to start coming. So what's uh... – What's one thing that you do better or that you appreciate more since your injury? And what's one thing that you're trying to get back? And I mean, I, without saying, you know, just speed or whatever, like what was there, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it, can you, is there something on either end of things that, that, that this injury is as affected good and bad? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think with every injury I've ever had, I, I learned something about my body that I didn't know before. Okay. And sometimes I even like come back better. Like, like say like the first time I hurt my shoulder, I think I got my right shoulder actually stronger than my left just by doing therapy and giving it more attention. Um, this time, you know, I, I was like not able to move a lot for a while. So <laughs> yeah. I lost, a, I lost a lot. I, I learned, the main thing that I learned this time was, about like posture and um, core strength and just the way that muscles, you know, your, your yeah, core yeah. muscles and your, your hip flexors and everything that all the way it works. So I think that I'm probably better off knowing, you know, a little bit more about that kind of stuff, sure. mainly, you know, just for you know, everyday life, just yep. the way I sit, the way I, you know, right. um, try not to be on my phone as much. So I'm not hunched over, you know, like little <laughs> things like that. I, I think I'm better off with that, but um, things that I lost definitely endurance. That was, uh, one thing, like if I have a small injury before, you know, you can sit on a spin bike or you can mm-hmm. do something to, to get the heart rate up. Like I was in a wheelchair for two months, you know, I, I couldn't do anything. And right. I, and then 
I had to wait another two months to get on a bicycle and then another two months to ride. So I lost so much endurance and so much of my base um, where I really had to like really break down how I was training. And luckily my, my trainer, Blake Savage, he was like on top of it with, mm-hmm. um, you know, really taking full advantage of the time that we had before we lined up in Anaheim. And, and that was good. But, you know, obviously with that little of time, you can't, you can't be a hundred percent back to where I, where I was with my base. And right. uh, so I'm still building on that. I'm getting better, but yeah, like I said, that's, that was my biggest loss this year. Okay. Um, Cole, hey, it's Mike Lindsay. I had a, I wanted to expand with you a little bit about the mentality. I had a, I was kind of curious where you went from during the injury, legitimately quit, like considering quitting to go from being up or down if you actually wanted to race again to not only coming back but to actually wanting to win and having that you know like I said you you're actually disappointed in your results now is that just come back naturally for you as a racer or is there anything specifically like from a like anything you've had to mentally train yourself or work with with player somebody to kind of you know keep not getting comfortable with just coming back from what you you experienced and went through um yeah i mean yeah, like like you said, I mean, I'm just a racer, like, at heart. So once I got comfortable, again, I just, you know, then you start, you stop being content, I think. Like, that's one thing that I've really, like, I don't know if being good at is putting in the right term, but, like, I've been really good about not being content with where I'm at. You know, like, I'm always pushing to be, you know, that next step or get on, you know, that next level or, or whatever. You know, like, 10 years ago, I was, I was riding for – uh, fun center Suzuki, <laughs> yeah. you know, and like, like I didn't get here just by, you know, being okay with where I was at. Uh, you know, I worked my ass off and, and had to, you know, put in some hard days and some hard weeks and, and all that. But yeah. So, so once I got past that, you know, like, okay, I belong here, you know, now I'm like, well, shit, like, you know, I won that heat race, but like, you know, why can't I put it together to get a start in the main? Why can't, why am I not getting top fives? Why am I not on the podium? So like, it came back pretty fast, to, mm-hmm. you know, the, being uncontent and, and wanting more and it's on one side of things it kind of sucks because like you don't really enjoy the weekends as much as you know like <laughs> yeah. you should but at right. the, at the, you know you're a racer and it's what you're paid to do and and uh, it's you know yeah. at heart that's the sole purpose why i race is that you know to, to be the best as i possibly can so i want i want to ask you uh how's you and mikey's uh 450 elk project coming along you love it's good. You it's, stoked on it. So. Yeah, it's um, it's been super fun. Like, I haven't really, really worked on a bike in like ten years. So, <laughs> and obviously things have changed a lot since then. Yeah. So, framing that thing and like, really, there's nothing like online or or any videos or nothing that gives you any steps to the process. So I just had to go into it blind and figure it out for myself. Hmm, but it was yeah. it's really fun and it's coming along good. Like. When I left, we we were just about to get the suspension back. Um, unfortunately, it's going to have to wait until you know I'm back from Florida. But uh, mm-hmm. it's been so fun. Like I'm I'm really enjoying working on the bike and and like it's crazy too because I'll be at the races and like probably fifty percent of the people that come through the autograph line or I see at the race are like stoked on the video. So that like makes me want to get home and build it more right, and, right. and kind of broadcast that side of things more. Are you, uh, when you're done, are we going to see you ride to the Supercross track and throw that thing over a triple? Oh, boy. <laughs> you might. You might. I'm, I mean, suspension's getting revalved, so, you know, I might have revalved it for Supercross. <laughs> um, I, well, I have an 89 CR125 here if you want to ride that ever. Come up. It's really sweet. I would love that. 
Yeah, it's 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 done up. Here, seeing a guy ride that thing wide open is pretty pretty cool, um, especially 125s back in the day. Uh, Cole Seeley on the uh, Pulp and Mech Show brought to you by VertexPistons.com, sales at Pivotworks.com. If you need a two-stroke, a four-stroke piston, uh, they can dial you in. Um, how is uh, the adaption, Cole, for you with the new mechanic, Jordan? How's that going? It's been good. Yep. He, he crushes it. Jordan's like, I don't think there's anybody that could have, you know, stepped in to, to fill the shoes of, of Rich better. Um, for those of you that don't know, I've been with my old mechanic, Rich, for yeah, nine seasons. Nine seasons. Jeez, so, was it that long, huh? Long, nine, nine years. Long time, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Two thousand. Yeah, the season of two thousand ten through the season of two thousand eighteen. So Jeez. Okay. It was a. Uh, it was a long time, but yeah, Jordan's been awesome, and I worked with him before, so we already knew each other pretty well. Yep. Yep. Uh, over at when TLD was on Honda, so. Yep. Yeah, that was a. Uh, it was cool. I mean, he, he's he's done an awesome job, and he works so hard. Like sometimes when I'm like at the track, and you know, like. I don't really don't want to do this moto, you know. I'm really tired. Yeah, <laughs> I see yeah. him working working as hard as he does, and I'm like, I got to do this, you know. Yeah. Jordan's busting his butt, so I gotta I gotta do the same thing. Canadian uh, mechanics, bro. They're life lifeline of the sport, everybody. So yeah, just, yeah. they really are. I know it's it, it's amazing. I I did I can't believe I, I did it for 11 years, and I look back and I'm like, wow, that's gnarly. Like it, these guys work so hard, <laughs> like. Now I don't work anywhere near that hard, and I just like I can't believe I did that for eleven years. It's crazy what how much how hard mechanics work and how much there is to do for a race team. I'm gonna say as a mechanic, like yeah. I was talking in preseason, and you know, no matter what, no matter what rider or brand a rider rides for, I'm sure at one point or another, everybody kind of has a dream of riding for HRC. Right. Mechanics same way. I mean, he was stoked to get. I know I talked to him right after he got a job, and he was like yeah. same thing, like pinnacle of teams to work for. Yeah. I mean, Steve, when you were when you were doing the wrenching duties, if if you had your choice, a team to go work yeah, for, yeah, yeah, no Honda. Well, until they got Gothic, and then I didn't want to go there anymore. <laughs> Outside of that, I did, uh, yeah, and Lars too, Lars too, both Lars, Lars and Gothic. No, I'm kidding, I'm joking, but yeah, absolutely, no, that's cool. I can't believe I knew you'd been with Rich for a long time, but I didn't realize it was nine years. So yeah, it is it is quite a change for you. That you're absolutely right. Like that's yeah, that's a different. Yeah, guy. I mean, yeah. I had I had only had one other mechanic before that was in 2009, and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the way from 2010 through 2018, right. and literally spent like more time with Rich than anybody you know I've, yeah. I've ever hung out with. So, um, yeah, was, hey, earlier you made a mention about the politics of the sport, and I know that you were one of the guys that uh, was kind of on that text thread that Tyler Bowers has been started, and and he's been doing some meetings in a Saturday morning. I don't know if you've been at any of them or not. Uh, there seems to be like an improved communication going on. There's still a ways to go, and still lots more can happen. But uh, elaborate as much as you want to on, on kind of what you were me- kind of what you meant by that. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the politics with between um, between the promoters and stuff is definitely one. I was more referring to the media side of things, but okay, yeah, right. yeah. Like the yeah. I mean, I think it's awesome what Tyler's doing. I. I think it's really rough to try and do it in the middle of a season but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i mean hats off to the guy he's he's working his butt off doing that and and uh whatever he's you know everything he's he's said to me i back it and i'm i'm really kind of happy that somebody's stepping up with a voice and i'd lo- i'd love to see you know like in between seasons something really happen and, and yeah. really change but um i think there's a there's definitely a time for it and i think that time's closing in and and uh I think the riders are going to, you know, benefit from, you know, whatever whatever changes are made. But yeah, I, yeah, I was so. more talking about about politics with like um, TV stuff and oh yeah, mainstream media stuff. It just it really made me like this this year really made me 
appreciate and really like enjoy my fan base. I'd say mm-hmm. like it's it's really cool to like communicate with fans through social media and right. and through YouTube and obviously Instagram, Twitter, like all these yep. handles that are, are you know platforms that are so cool to you know interact with fans because yeah. directly interact it, with them it, directly too. Yeah. 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 And like I, I was like. I was kind of pissed off, like when, coming into the year when, you know, everyone's getting like, I see all the you know the preseason TV show and stuff, and I'm like, guys, like, yeah, I was literally second in points when I went down last year, and right. I'm coming back from one of the biggest injuries of our sport, and like, you guys aren't even going to hit me up at all, like, right. and people hit me up, and they're like, hey, like what, like what the hell? Why didn't you go on the show? I'm like, you think, you think they asked me? Like, no, they didn't. Ask me. <laughs> <laughs> like. <Yeah. laughs> Um, no, know, I, it wasn't like they asked, and I said, no, I yeah, don't have yeah. time for that. No, it's like they, they don't care. Yeah. You know, they really don't. So and it, it, it really made me, like, sit down and think about it. I'm like, you know what? And, like, I've – people, like, I I appreciate, like, you and, and certain people, like, swap and, and really, like, the the main core guys of the media groups that are, like, there for, for good, I think, and really put out um, quality content. But people hit me up all the time now to do interviews, and, and now I'm, like, second-guessing it. You know, I never yeah, second-guessed yeah. anything before. I'd be like, yeah, no problem. You know, like, right. But now I'm like, who, like, do I really care what this person thinks about me now? Like, you know, <laughs> the, the, yeah. I even have, like, the, the broadcast, I'm like, screw these guys. Like, yeah, no, I, I see a little bit of that. Um, we were just, I mean, yeah, the TV show, in my opinion, Cole, it, it, it can be so much better than what it is, and I don't know. Oh, so much better. I, I Go, don't that's what, think they I care. Once I started paying more attention to, to MotoGP, I was like, yep. really? Like, yeah. these guys make our, whoever runs the social stuff yeah. and the TV stuff, they make them look like yep. complete uh, amateurs. MotoGP like, and F1. The entire being run by interns. Yeah. MotoGP and F1 crush it. From every aspect, what's going on the driver's license, the technical side. Right. It's, I just they kill yeah, it. I, I, I look sh- at their logo. Yeah. Look at their logo. Look at the, ev- like everything that's literally everything, every detail of MotoGP or F1 or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, it, they absolutely kill us. I yeah. think that for our that, sport to grow, I think that that stuff needs to change. This this is an interesting uh, topic a little bit because I just had a conversation uh, in the Honda area this weekend with a rider, and he was telling me like. He's not a fan of doing interviews with the media at all, and I and I was like, "What do you, what do you mean?" And he's like, "Well, it's just so negative. It's always so negative. You guys are always negative." It and, is, yeah. And I'm like, "Well, hold on." I said to the guy, "Like, wait a minute. It, you know, some guys have bad nights, and we have to talk about them. And some guys have great nights, and they and we have to talk about them also." I said, "We can't do you know everything and, and just blow up blow." you know, rainbows up everybody's butts. There, there's our bad things that are going on. And, and he brought up Vital MX as an example. Uh, there was a good, bad, ugly something. Is there a good, bad, yeah, ugly thing? A, yeah, we have feature somebody. Right, writes. okay. So he, this rider was saying, why does it got to be ugly? Like, why does it got to be negative and being ugly? And I'm, I'm like, I get it. And then he was saying, like, that's why he likes social media, uh, uh, talking directly yeah. through the fans. And I said to him, I get that also. But I'm sure you, Cole, deal with this. I mean, there's fucking jerk-offs on social media that make stupid comments. Like, that, Oh, yeah. Right? And, and you're just yeah, like... Yeah, but, it's, but it's, it's, it's a 10%, you know, like... Yes. The, at yeah. least with me. Yeah. At yeah. least with me. Like, right. actually, I, I specifically remember doing an interview with, with Transworld where they had me look up, like, comments. And I was like... They asked me, like, what's the worst comment? I'm like, honestly, like, I don't get that many bad comments. Like, right. Okay. My, like, at least my fans are really cool to me and, like... Right. I, I don't know. Maybe there is like you know, like I said, ten percent of people that might throw like a you know like a 
a little jab that, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. if you call them out on it, then they take it back kind of thing. But, yeah, right. Um, yeah, I mean, at least my social media, like, I get a lot of cool comments and a lot, especially like right now, um, right. You know, when I'm going through a little, or when I was going through a harder time. It sure. Was, uh, well, yeah, so yeah, but yeah, I I know what they're saying. Yeah, sure. and um, I I yeah. was kind of saying, look, look, I was saying to him, like, look, we got it. We're we're doing our job in the media. We can be better, hundred percent. We can be better, uh, but you know, at least we're educated about the sport and we're not going to throw in comments that you would get in your social media about like, hey, jerk off, you don't deserve your factory ride or and whatever. One like, I was going to say, though, know. towards like in Cole's case, like how people respond on social media, I think some of the most negative ones come from, I want to say riders have big followings but don't give that much connection. They just post the race photos and that's it. So yeah. the only thing they're going to get is a comment from a person like, yeah, you did good in your race or you suck, why do you have your ride? Like right. in Cole's case, right. I could see... Yeah, because so his Cole's, fan base is connected. They right, they care right. about because of the stuff he yeah. puts out. And typically, I think you see riders that, you know, that guys want to play all my social media horrible. There's also the end where you can be better about your social media yeah. and be really but, truthful and open. And it, it kind of helps that fan base, like I see. What, like, what I brought up was guys, I brought up Osborne and, and Adam, two yep. guys that the media likes, two guys that are outgoing, two guys, Adam Cincerello and, and Osborne. Yeah. And I said, you know, like those guys, they. They go reach out to the media. They they talk to the media, and if they, if need be, if anything ever went down, they get a little bit of a break from the media because they inform us on what's going on. Because this rider was saying to me, Cole, like, you don't know if I'm hurt. You don't know how banged up I am. And I said, we don't. Yeah, we don't. We I put it out there because you know we can't go out and guess. <laughs> you know, so and I said, but you know what Osborne would do is Osborne would say, hey man, I had a big one this week, <laughs> like you know, shoulder sore or whatever, like you know, just randomly drop that knowledge or whatever, and. It helps me, the media guy. It helps the rider. It helps everybody. And so I was. It's an interesting topic, Cole. Um, that kind of stuff yeah. for you guys. Yeah, no, it is. It is for sure. Yeah, and I, I like, like Michael said, like I try to be pretty personable. Like you know, yeah. like I, do, I've never like tried to be too uniform with everything or yep. too like cookie cutter. Um, and like everything I do, I, I think it's social media is so important because like you're really speaking to like the youth right and i've always thought of that like like you know what what you know we're basically like teaching these kids like the you know the future of yeah yeah how to act and how to yep. you know present yourself and all and be professional and and all that so i always really try and you know i get compliments on that too but um yeah try well, and you know speak to that, that younger crowd I, and, I, and yeah, I think that falls back to what you were saying about your L thing, just guys coming up to you in pits because you are like, other than just being, you know, some riders might every once in a while go, oh, look at this free thing I got, I got a cool buy. Yeah. So, but like you and the L thing, like you're showing off you and your buddy Mikey yeah. building and like how stoked you are. And so guys are interested in it because clearly they know you're interested and you're sh- like, yep. you're being really genuine about it. So you got a like group that's actually going to attach yeah. that and learn a lot. I don't really remember last time, Cole, I saw a social post from a year where you were like, really enjoying this energy drink like or whatever like, you know what i mean like like you just don't yeah, really do that yeah. right yeah so yeah no i don't and that like i'm stoked too because i got the you know health aid kombucha sponsoring me this year and that like that might seem like a you know like i'm putting it in your face and like a product that i wouldn't use these but i honestly found that product because of social media like i i was like found kombucha and i was like wow this, like i really like this stuff and i put out a thing like hey guys what's your favorite kombucha and health aid actually is like hey try ours and like then it slowly evolved oh really like, huh? hey like yeah yeah <laughs> we might have budget to buy your helmet so oh cool it was a yeah like that 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 right there is like uh-huh. i really enjoy that because i'm like i get actually get to promote something that i drink daily and like really do love right so, right 
Um, are we going to see you pound one of those when when we get you up on the podium this year? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm down. Heck yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty funny. Everybody's looking at you like, what is that? Like, it's not a, it doesn't have a fucking energy drink in <laughs> Hey, it's not hand. a metal yeah. can with water coming Right, out, right. Yeah, exactly. Look, it look, <laughs> yeah. looks like it's actually good for you. Imagine that. So, yeah. um, hey, so outdoors are coming up. Uh, are you going to get some riding in at some point for that, I guess, uh, soon? Or what's the plan for that? Do you, what, are you still buried? Yeah, yeah, well, you start... We start testing. I mean, we 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 have Trey Kennard this year, which has been yeah. amazing having him on board. So he's already yep. started kind of testing for us. But, yeah, I'll start testing when the break starts, so in about a month. Oh, okay. So it's still um, a little bit, yeah. Um, yeah, but, yeah, we've our, our bike has evolved so much in the past year, so I'm really looking forward to getting some testing in. Like, um, even the stock chassis this year is, is so good. So, yeah, our what we have on top of that is really going to be awesome to have uh, – and develop. I was talking to uh, Trey this weekend, and I said, you know, obviously you run KYB forks and suspension, and 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 Kenny runs Showa. And I said to uh, Trey, I'm like, hey, what's that like with you? You got to test two for two different guys and two different riding styles and different brands of suspension that has different feel to it. If you talk to anybody who you know runs both stuff, they have a different feel to them. And Trey's like, yeah, it's it's difficult. Like he has to really think about this stuff, you know, and, and it's different brands. So nothing can cross over. Like he can't be like, Hey, Kenny, I think this about, you know, Cole's suspension setup or whatever. So yeah. Interesting over there for you guys to, to deal with that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's been like that for a few years now. Yep. Um, yeah. He's, he's run show or gone back and forth between show and KYB and I've been yep. KYB since 2015. So yeah, but yeah, I mean Trey's he's such a smart guy and so good with with kind of learning mm-hmm. um our riding styles and how how to develop a, a suspension setting or a chassis setting or whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah. For uh for Kenny and I and, and he's done a really good job this year. And it's so cool to have him at the track again. Yeah, like, he, he was at Daytona this weekend and he's a good guy. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, he's a uh, good dude. Well, um where, where where could he finish right now in a main event, Cole? <laughs> He did a he did a twenty five minute moto with me in California one time. He was he was hurting a little bit at the end, but he he's still so talented. Like yeah. he can still go out there and crush it for yeah. sure. Yeah, that'd be funny to see him do it. Well, what's it like working with him? Because I know he's not going to every race, but there's a few in the few rounds I've seen him at. I've wanted to like catch up and say hi, and he he's like hustling. I always see him going back forth the rig to Kenny's Marm to get like he he definitely uh, is not just hanging out when he's he's at the races. What does he work with you guys on? Oh yeah, no, he's he's fully involved and invested in in both me and Kenny's program. So yeah, he'll be if he needs to film, like if one of the truck drivers is busy and he needs to film, he'll go film a, a practice session. He'll sit there and watch me mm-hmm. or watch the footage with me, kind of break down uh, what he thinks I could be doing better or what I'm doing good or, or whatever it might be. Um, so he's he's very invested and in, and in very involved in what's going on both with practice and at home testing and then it's, and you know, at the races and everything. So it's, mm-hmm. it's so cool. Like I got to be teammates with him for two years, you know, in 15 and 16. So yeah. we grew up really close and, uh, to have him back on board is, is so cool. Hey, you know, those, um, you know, those movies like big or uh, that's probably too out of your wheelhouse, uh, freaky Friday, you know, with Lindsay Lohan and all that. Yeah. Okay. So you haven't got a top five yet and you've won a supercross in the past. You podiumed a ton of supercrosses. You haven't got a top five yet, so but you had this injury last year. What if Cole, all of a sudden at like Hangtown, and it's like a Freaky Friday thing where this injury has caused you now to become the greatest outdoor <laughs> motocrosser ever? 
Like what? What, what, what then? What if? The, what if all of a sudden Hangtown you just go one one or something, and you're like, I don't know. I'm just a great outdoor rider now. <laughs> it's like Freaky Friday. <laughs> That would be awesome. I mean, I would not complain about that one bit. <laughs> right? Just, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to spitball here right off the top of my head. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe this has done something to your flexibility. You're, put, you're or, putting it out in the universe right now. Right. Maybe, I mean, it's out there now. So. Right, right. There's some sort of like thing that happened in your crash in Tampa that moves something where now the left side of your brain is now the outdoor brain is dominant. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> so it could, uh, could be funny. Uh, well, hey, man. Uh, but, well, by the way, before we let you go, uh, I liked your kit this weekend. I thought it was really good. Did you like it? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, uh, it was cool. A lot of the kits, like my, my one in um, Atlanta was really cool, too. I mean, it, like a lot of the a lot of the TLD stuff kind of like retro looking to me now. Yeah, yeah cool. it is. Yep. Like, you see the solid color blocks coming back. So. Yep. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm happy with it. I liked it. I thought it looked pretty cool. So, uh, hey, man, thanks for the time. Really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. I'm glad I'm not one of the guys that you didn't decide to to wonder, you know, <laughs> not, not not do anything with. So, uh, you're always an interesting interview. Always always good to catch up with you. Thank you for coming on, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, yeah, thanks. All right, Michael. Uh, yeah, we'll be talking to you guys. See you this weekend, man. Thank you, uh, yeah. Cole Seal. Everybody, brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Uh, Sales at pivotworks.com. He has an interesting interview. He doesn't give you the standard stuff, but that's no, all like talking to him where we're <clears throat> it was kinda like Do a you seg- think my freaky Friday theory could hold water? No. Okay. <laughs> all right. And now I guess I'll just you're where you're going with that. I'm just like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Hold on, hold on. I was like how Marx is yeah. pretty much all the time right. <laughs> in the corner. He's just over there going, yeah, uh-huh. Pretty uh-huh, much. Uh-huh. Uh all right. Um Dark Side, what's up? Hey, man. Um, how you doing, Michael Lindsay? Good. Yourself, sir? Doing good, man. Doing good. So, Mathis, um, I wanted to try to do another one of those uh, match- matching the five tickets for your uh, Pulpamax LCQ Privateer Fund. Okay. I, Sweet. I want our show, the Moto X-Pod show, just bought five tickets. Okay. All right. So, I want to do it. If, you, if you're down, let's do it just like we did last time. The, yeah. The first person to buy five tickets. Um, from the time I get off the phone, okay. it's our five tickets. Okay, so Marks, you're gonna you're gonna keep track of this. Marks has this. He's gonna do. Uh, so first person to uh, match five tickets right now in the Yamaha Privateer raffle gets the Moto X Pods tickets that you just bought. So they effectively Correct. get instead of buying five entries, they now have ten. That's it. That's sweet. That's awesome. Thank you, man. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, uh, man. What's what's the dollar amount right now, dude? It's twenty one k. Wow. So and uh, and the Adi- Adi- and Entignap has this thing on lock right now. So I mean, I feel bad if you joked with Addy if he's uh dude, not going to go for mains anymore. I told Addy, I said, "Look, <laughs> dude, hey, I got to get your tax info because I'm not paying tax on this money." Like and he goes, he goes, "No way, bro." No way. I'm like, no, no, I'm not giving you this money until you fill out a 1099. Like, I, am, I you know, I'm not paying. And he's just like, nah, no way, bro. Cash. I'm like, I'm, you're not getting it. You're not getting it then. Hey, you need to show up at Vegas with your own, like, see-through case. Yeah. Like, the most yeah. case. Pulp MX. You know what I want to, I want to, I want to walk in there like Ted DiBiase used to, you know, the yeah. million dollar manager guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, and just walk in and just be like, you know, full of hundreds and hey. just start doing this. I dare you to show up at the press conference for Vegas. When they serve it and just put that case up there, go, can we, you know, just on the middle of the Feld one, just slap right, it up right, there. Right, right, right. <laughs> so uh, $20, everybody. The link is in my Instagram bio or it's on pulpamex.com. Uh, $20 gets you a raffle ticket for a 2019 Yamaha YZ450. That is 
literally uh, five feet from me right now. It's in the studio. And the winner, and we'll ship it to the closest American port if you're from another country, and you can handle it from there. Uh, Race Tech is stepping up and giving us a reval for that. Uh, Roost MX, Guts, Works Connection, FMF, Michelin uh, are all stepping up and helping out uh, for this bike. So a random draw, Marks, and we this is going to be a big random draw, Marks. So we got to like film this drawing for people or something like however we do it i don't know you have a randomizer random randomizer what's it called <laughs> sure yeah what the hell how do you pick the winner what, what do you do uh you I, i'll just program. use the code that i wrote for the the um the pull kawasaki yeah drawing right and, and, adjust and it just bit. automatically picks somebody yeah we're gonna do a live show dedicated yep. just to this yeah it's gonna be big man Twenty one thousand dollars going to three privateers that's so. where it's at right now yes yeah we still have seven weeks left so, uh, Moto X Pod, though, just bought. Did I get? Nope. Not yet. Did not get one yet, uh, Dark Side. So, um, thanks everybody for stepping in and doing that. And thanks to Privateers. Uh, Herline made a. Herline? Her, her, what, what is it? I think that's how you pronounce is it. Is that how you pronounce it? Herline uh, made a big move this week because Dakota Alex was fifth. He wasn't really in it. Uh, I forget the guy that was in sixth. Herline made a big jump up, though. So, he's, uh, he's getting there, man. Uh, anything else, Dark Side? That's it, man. Hey, I appreciate what you're doing for all the privateers. And yep. I know, you know, Daniel Blair and all these, all our shows, all the podcasts out there, man, we support these, these privateers and appreciate what you do for them. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to Yamaha for making it happen more than anything. Yamaha yeah, and all cool. those companies, man, they, they really stepped up. It's really cool. I could have taken this bike. They told me I could do anything with this bike. They told me whatever you want to do, just, you know, give it away or, or ride it or whatever. And I just said, no, I'm <laughs> going gonna, gonna to auction it off. So that's, that's kind of hard. That's awesome. That's what the heart I have. So. Awesome. Uh, I'll see you, man. And everybody that bad mouths you, man, they just need to look at that kind of stuff that you do. Yeah, dark side, damn straight. Thanks, buddy. All right, see you. All right, see you. Um, all right, let's get into our next uh, guest, our regular guest, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not much. Speaking of your heart, how do you uh, feel? How do you think Weege's daughter feels about your heart? Listen, I didn't know he had another kid. I don't. I, you can't say that's like you know. Anything. Yes, I can. That's unbelievably shocking. No, it's not. No, it's he's, not. He's, he might be your best friend. He is not my best friend. <laughs> he is not my wow, best friend. Wow, that's even harsher. My wife is my best friend. Um, oh, God. And uh, listen, um, there was... Some... He's one of your top three best friends. No? No, no, no. He not, wouldn't make he your top four he doesn't on the MySpace He doesn't even make top, top ten. He doesn't even make top ten. He wouldn't even make your oh, top four Oh, my God, you're so full of shit right so, now. So there was some... You're fucking kidding me. There was some research <laughs> done by some unnamed people... And they said that Weej on his Instagram has never posted his a photo of his daughter. Who do you get to do all this research for you? I'm just saying there, there was what research done. You, you spend almost every Saturday. Well, let's say let's say 30 Saturdays a year. He doesn't talk about his kids. He's not one of those weirdo parents that's like, look but at my you kids. you don't even know that he has a daughter? Come on. Listen. All I'm I know, listen, it's the the, kid, I am. the boy is all that's ever talked about. The boy is on Facebook. The boy is on Instagram. It's all the boy. Like it's not. It's not. But why do? Why does your only knowledge about your one of your closest friends come from Instagram? Is is a okay. better question. How many bass downs do I have, JT? Depends. Usually three to four. Okay. Well, do you, well I only have two, so that you well, know, thanks for nothing. Luckily, and, none of we just children have passed away. And and, so, and, and, and what I are their mean, names? What are my basset hounds' names? Rocky. Yep. Is Annie still alive? No, she's not. <laughs> B- Benny. Benny still alive? No, he's been <laughs> dead for like a like, year. I can't keep up. I know their names. You've had Buddy. You've had Benny. You've had Ro- you have Rocky. You've had Annie. Uh, you got a. You what's the blind one? He still he just passed, right? No, he's alive. His name's Willie. Willie. Yeah, Willie's there. <laughs> See, 
you're terrible at this, and I'm pissed off at you now. Just like, like I can't believe you don't know about Willie. I can't believe it. Where do you two fall in each other's best friend category? JT said I way? would be his best man at his wedding. He said that. Damn. Yeah, he'd be. He'd probably be. In, he would be in the running. Yeah. We'll just probably argue. Yeah. We'll just spend the whole time arguing, though. Yeah, he would hate. He would hate. Is, is Chad back in the running? Uh no. yeah, Chad's probably back in the running for JT. <laughs> for best man, no. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um. Michael, put the freaking thing I down, broke, okay? I'm okay, trying to fix your okay, but I'm sorry. Stop, stop pay, pay attention. Uh, JT, 2019.5 Kinetic Mesh launched this week. Uh, which stuff do you like the best? Uh, I'm torn. I really like the red because it's so bright. Uh, but I'm so business-minded now that I really like the black stuff because I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to sell the best. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about you, Michael? The black. Black? black? I, I, I did like the blue on the KTMs this weekend, though. I like I like blue and orange a lot for several reasons, but uh-huh. I like the contrast of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought uh, Blake looked really good this weekend in that blue stuff. Yeah, I like the blue stuff the best too. I thought, anyways. But so available now uh, in dealers. Twenty nineteen and a half kinetic mesh stuff that came out uh, debuted in Daytona. Uh, five different color styles, I think, or something. So, um, yep. yeah, uh, absolutely. Four Rockstar. What's that? Oh, the Roxon. Four and yeah, Roxon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, JT, who gets a win first, Marvin or Roxon? We ask this all the time. I, I'm going to say Marvin for sure. I, man, I, I think Kenny is so good, but he's just not. He's not in a good rhythm right now. You know, he's, uh, you know, can't help crashing in the first turn. There was obviously a crazy setup with the sand and all that. But going back further than that, he really hasn't been on his best form. And I think Marvin is. He just needs to. He needs to. You know, kind of put the rest of the puzzle together. But Marvin is riding spectacularly well. Maybe, maybe the best out of anybody when you average it all out over the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, Webb Webb is just doing a great job of kind of managing it and not letting uh, Marvin cut into the lead. I know people want to get into this, I don't, Michael. I don't know if you've seen this on, say, Vital Form or, or anywhere else. People want to get into this Webb Marv rivalry because Marvin was the number one guy, hasn't got a win. Webb's got five and winning. I don't see either guy doing it. I know they did. I don't did. see it either. I don't see yeah. it. I don't see. I mean, last year it was even though they, everybody wanted to play it down, it was a little bit obvious between Marvin and Jason that was going on. But I mean, Webb. We all heard kind of how the preseason went. That Webb was like, "I'm the number two guy." But even since that shifted, I don't see anything happening between them. I don't see any reason to call it a rivalry. There's no issue. No moments of it happen. Nothing. Well, it's funny though because you would think that it could it could really be rekindled easily because these guys did have a rivalry yep. when they were they were battling for the outdoor championship on 250s they really did not care for each other at all and French don't want none yeah. what's that the French don't want none that's what I said <laughs> yeah but I, I've been surprised at how even keeled they've kept it and I give them both credit uh you know they're obviously teammates now and they practice together somewhat I don't know how that dynamic works 100 percent but they're they're in the same program, let's say, anyway. Uh, but, yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen one iota of any of that uh, coming to the surface yet. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I just – I don't see it either. I don't see it happening. Um, I think got, it could. I think it I mean, could, no yeah. doubt. I but. think, like you said, one big kablam between the two could set it off. But, when I mean, they haven't had that many chances on the track to be next to each other. The last couple of weeks it's finally getting there. But I haven't seen either of them try to do anything to the other yet. But, I mean – one moment could turn it, but I don't yeah. see of them trying, like, going out of their way to make it happen. Webb is, I think, okay, go ahead. Sorry, I think if uh, Webb gets into some rough riding, like, he he was uh, going at it with Savachi this weekend, and if Savachi could have caught back up to him, Savachi would have gone for the takeout 100%. Uh, 
uh, because Webb got really aggressive with him twice. And uh, Savachi, you could you could see it in his body language, like he just wanted another shot at him because he was going to go for the go for the kill, basically. Uh, so if Webb lets his emotion get the best of him at any point, I think it could happen very quickly. But I just haven't seen anything like that yet, and they've been as close as you could possibly get to each other for for several weeks now. Publicly, Webb's been really playing this well, like. One race, you know, just doing what I'm doing. He's been he's throwing out all the cliches. Mm-hmm. He's not making any pronouncements or or anything like uh, that would be controversial. Like Webb has been really handling this. Yeah, he hasn't reverted to, I guess you would say, his championship mentality. Two fit like two right. fifties are much different contender for the title. Yeah, I wonder if that's uh, Alden. I think Baker. that's just Alden. Yep. Yeah, uh, I think Alden is uh, Alden's mental. Uh, his influence over these guys mentally, I think, mm-hmm. has been really, you know, uh, underreported over the years. We've talked about it, but I think it's it's just not uh, given the credit I think it's due between, you know, kind of keeping Dungey. I don't always think Dungey was the most um, self-confident at times. I think he really relied on Alden to reinforce that. Mm-hmm. And the ability was there and everything was there, but I think he questioned himself, and I think RV beat him down so many times that he needed a guy like Alden to kind of reinforce just how good he really was. And um, I think, you know, Alden can be different things for different people. And I think right now he's keeping Cooper grounded and even keeled and kind of saying, hey, we don't need enemies. Things are going really well, but let's just let's just keep our head down and try to, you know, before, this, before anybody even realizes what's happened, we're going to win this title. Well, I think uh, it's impressive from a two-prong approach. One, getting Coop back to a confident point, having everything – around him to the point he doesn't question anything anymore mm-hmm. and he puts himself back in the mentality that I can do this, but then also reeling it in at the same time. It's kind of a, a two-prong. He's had to help him get up back to the confident point. Mm-hmm. Him, the whole program, whoever. Yeah. Like, we did the list thing yeah. we talking about earlier. But no, then at the JT, same time, containing that. JT, I heard that DeCoster knew this. That's why they picked Webb. DeCoster knew this. I'm just like, <laughs> right, oh, my right. God. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. No, that's crazy. I mean, he wanted him two years ago. That's you know, what I said. So. Like, everybody wanted him two years ago. I think yeah. people yeah. forget that. Right. Yeah. I would put the coster, I said, 84th on the list of things that why Cooper is doing what he's doing. Right. No offense, think, but, you know. I think there's uh, another part of this, too, is Cooper was one of the only people that are really contenders that had a clean off season where they didn't have injury, they didn't have time off, they didn't have something – kind of screwing up their program and yeah coming into the season i don't think any of us thought that that would have mattered for cooper as far as right. well you know Webb will be a title contender because he had a good off season yep. i wouldn't have said that but when you're looking at reasons why you know maybe eli's been off here or there uh marvin was certainly off to begin the season uh he was the one that was there every day putting in a time and i think maybe osborne would have been in that group too but obviously he he got hurt just before christmas there uh, silly season 2020 stuff's already going. It's already interesting. Um, Adam Cincerillo's probably holding this whole thing up. I can't see Kenny switching. I can't see Eli um, switching. Either of them could get the money to yeah. swap. And then I, I Yamaha's can't... full lockdown. Husky's full lockdown. Is yeah. is KTM full lockdown? Is Marvin up this year or next year? Uh, next year, I think. I th- I'm sure. pretty sure he was locked. I just can't see any of those guys switching teams. No. I just can't. Marvin, uh, I think Marvin's up because he yeah. signed uh, the weekend that he and Dungey we're in that whole melee. Yeah. Um, he signed that weekend in, in, in New uh, Jersey. In New Jersey? So, okay. Yeah, I think he's um, But I can't see any of those guys switching, right? Well, like, Kate, I think... So, is it Savachi and Adam Cincerillo that's holding things up? 
I mean, I think they're the two biggest players to move if AC ends up wanting to move up um, between Cowie and Honda there. Um, Joey's options, I'm guessing, would be placed a little bit more between JGR, Kawasaki, somewhere in right, that range. Right, right. Hmm, yeah. Um, I wonder... Uh I wonder if there's not talk going on. I, I've heard that there is, but I don't know how much how much faith to put in those those rumors or those reports um, between you know Tomac and Kenny and putting the feelers out and people asking if they're interested in moving and you just never know. I, I don't know for sure that's happening, but I've heard from people that would have some insight to it yeah. that there's been conversation. Um, mm. I'm a little bit skeptical. I think they both stay put, but I, yeah. I, well, I would be a bit remiss if I didn't say I've heard it. My my biggest question, and I agree, I mean, anybody in a contract situation, I'm sure they're going to reach out, but what I've hit, I thought about a lot today, and I just can't see a situation where either of them are going to move and get paid what they want because I said, yeah, I'm all locked down, Huskies locked down. Um, Don't K, you- KTM in a situation, they're – you know, it's been talked about a little bit is how much they've reeled back their off-road U.S. budget, and mm-hmm. it's supposedly, from what I heard, going to get reeled back more next year because well, they're moving that money into MotoGP more. I, yep. I just don't see Kenny or Eli getting their their worth that they get right now almost anywhere else. Right. I wonder if Kenny gets a pay cut. I mean, let's say he doesn't win the Supercross title. He doesn't win the outdoor well, title. It, I might be wrong on this. Maybe JT can uh, clarify on this. I thought I remember when his contract first went over. The most solid rumor was that it was a three-year deal with a two-year option. My guess would be the two-year option would be an extension at the current price, but that'd be Honda's to take on. I'm sure they would want to renegotiate that right. down because he really hasn't per se paid well, off. Well, it would to be that a amount. mutual option, wouldn't it be? Yeah. Or it would be Honda's option. I mean, guess who has first ride refusal in that? Right. I yeah. can't imagine him not wanting to exercise that option because he was the hottest free agent in a long time at that time, and I'm sure he got top dollar. So for him, I can't imagine him going in and saying, yeah, I, I, wanted, I don't want this option because I deserve more money. I yeah. can't see that happening. No. How no. often, JT, does a contract come up like that where um, the option is only the OEMs to enact that the rider can't, can't have a say? Is it, is, it a, is it always a two-way street, or if it's an option, is it the OEMs to uh, enact? Well, usually the, they're... You know, the option scenario doesn't happen very often in our sport. It's usually really cut and dry as far as like a two-year deal with first rider refusal. Um, I have not seen many in our sport anyway. Obviously, they're in other sports all the time. Uh, but this is a pretty unique one where there's an option to renew at that same number without any real negotiation, if that's the case. Um, that just doesn't happen very often. So uh, I can't speak for sure because I don't think there have been many, many cases like this. Okay. So I got. So I I think Adam will stay down. I I think he stays down. I think they write him a huge check and be like, listen, dude, just stand out another year. Let's get us some more wins here, here. Here's my question though. With that is, can we see in, in two cases? Once one point from just having them both on the same team. Secondly, the price it would take having eventually AC on with Eli because at least from what I've heard over the years is like Cowie's budget. I I just don't see how they can afford both of them from what i've heard they're what they can pay um, Dude, monster can afford both of them i well i mean okay That's, once again i'm gonna ask you guys both this if you've heard similar to what i've heard is i mean you look monster is pushing a lot of the branding on a yamaha because yamaha is giving them in one deal a really good worldwide exposure similar to a rockstar husky deal a red bull mm-hmm. ktm deal um i heard maybe a rumor floating around that the cowie monster 450 deals up this year and there might be renegotiation is there any anything i've like why i haven't heard any of that i have the monster guys and i don't talk a lot 
I, do, I am a, I am a, <laughs> no, really? I am an owner. I am a stockholder. You don't get to but, go to stock but, meetings. You don't get to but go they to don't parties. Seem to, they don't seem to acknowledge this. They don't seem to care. So, JT, anything? I don't know. I, I will tell you just for the sake of sake of a radio show, and it's all rumor anyway. So who the hell knows? But I did hear that there was interest in uh, HRC going after Tomac. So hmm. that could be completely false. So if you're you know if you're HRC or you're Ken Roxon or anybody, I could be way wrong. But that's what I heard. So don't mm-hmm. don't shoot the messenger. Uh, but I did hear that you know their their passion to win is not faded. And you know in the recent struggles, and they are still basically, hey, we have money and we want to win no matter what. Uh, so. It'd be interesting. Uh, Mike Williamson has left Cowie, so that's something. That's a bit of a shocker. I think he's he was there 16 years, so. You know, he's working with Tomac. He was a crew chief for Tomac, and I don't think everything was going well there, so they parted ways. So I wonder if that changes anything for yeah, Tomac. I was going to say that that could have been a it could have been a thing, some yeah. sort of requirement if you want if you want me to stay here. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know. Right. One one more. I think they'll be fun to see. It's a, a possible transplant. Um, I believe the way the GP rules are in, if Prado wins the title this year, he would have to move up. Um, originally, there was all that push for him to come over for TLD a couple years ago, yep. and then he got pretty happy with his MX2 situation, moving over to technically the uh, DeCarli effort being in Italy with um, Crowley. But what, he would be 18, I think, then pushing him MX1? Um, They'll just change the rules. Well... That's all. It's some, a KTM couple will ju- just be like, "Hey, just have do asked this. that question. That question did get asked, albeit by the communist newspaper. Um, it was claimed no, but once again, it was from the communist newspaper. <laughs> I'm, I'm using that one because JT coined that the last time. I was oh, on. did he? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. But, but over under might might see um, him with TLD possibly if it if it had to happen. Do we see Aaron Plessinger again this year? Broken heel. Ugly Heels crash, tough, man. I know. Tough. T- tell me I about know. the big one five. I've broke both. I've broke so. two and a half. One was super mellow, and one was bad. So yep. I don't know. X ray. <laughs> Gotta see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting to see if he comes back. Uh, we just had him on last week, and he talked about staying healthy. He talked about riding within himself and everything. And, and look, you love jinx. Yeah. Pulp X show jinx on AP. Get well soon, AP for sure. Did you see his post, his tweet, yeah. uh, Instagram about spirit animal? Yeah, is the eagle. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, he was flying through the air. Um, who beats? I mean, real, oh, go ahead. Realistically, realistically, if it's a, let's say it's a three-month injury, which is pretty extensive for a heel, just depends on how bad it is. Obviously, how you know rough the break is, and how much surgery he's gonna have to have, if any, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But three months, he's he's back in June. Um, I could see him wanting to race. I mean, that's two full months, July and August of racing. Uh, but I think if you get back, if you're if you're already in July and you're not back going uh i would doubt that he comes back yeah. right um, especially so i mean rookie who, he needs the experience i could do they you if he gets back early it, it could do him good do they fill in i would think is J- josh grant's phone ringing he's in the dunes i don't know his phone might not be working <laughs> in glamis right now <laughs> the three three it's tough I, I i don't think yet um i don't think there are josh grant's obviously a great option but uh, I, it depends on where Barsha is. If Barsha is any day, you know any day now, which we think he is, uh, I think they would definitely go racing with one guy first. 
But I, I don't. Yeah. Then again, I don't know what monsters requirements are. Yeah. You know, a lot of times there's a, a two rider minimum, or they have to hit a, a certain number of races with a certain well, number of riders. I would think you know we've had the Cali, the Cali guys have had some injuries, and and they've always had Tomac, but they put another guy there, which makes me see think that they need two guys, right? Because yes. um, they don't have to; they can just go with Eli, right, and call yeah. it a day. But I mean, it's easy when you're HRC when you're all OEM per se, but that's kind of, once again, what I said about Monster stepping up, I kind of look yeah. at how heavily their brand Yamaha, I'm like, kind of, I'm like, okay, they could go a couple rounds, mm-hmm. but I think, way how long AP's out, it's going to be big chunk outdoors. Um, somebody's got to get on there soon. Maybe Dean Ferris just found his spot, finally. For Soupy? No, for outdoors. Oh, outdoors. For outdoors. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. There was a couple of people who were like Aussies on the uh, valve form, they were like, put him on Soupy. I'm like, if you guys are really supportive of his, I would not say that. No, this no. is no offense to Dean, but I'm like, if he wants to have a good outdoor season, do not take do not right. take a Supercross felon. Don't do it. Uh, I could see Ferris going to replace Febra. Oh, that's an interesting one. I didn't think about because yeah. Febra's, uh, yeah, that yeah. was bad. Right. Um, to me, I, to me, it makes more sense for him to to fill in uh, starting at Hangtown. I mean, we're we're already in the middle of March. You know, we're two months out. Uh, you get him over here sometime in April. He starts testing, uh, and you go into this. And this is all dependent on how serious, mm-hmm. how long yeah, that, with, uh, with, uh, with Plessinger. But it's I, that injury is not a good one. But I, I think, you know, obviously if he wants to go to Europe, great. But I think in the U.S., he already proved that he can go the pace. Like He was fantastic at, at Mount Morris in that one appearance. Um, for Yamaha, that's a pretty appealing possibility to me. Well, And then the other side of it, I think no matter what, you kind of go with him with the thought of him. Like you said, if you know AP, even if AP says he wants to come back halfway, last third, I feel like you just take on Ferris, no matter what, just of the contingency if something else happens mm-hmm. the March or the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, but and it takes it takes so much pressure off of Plessinger to come back at that point, too. You know, they're, they're on a long-term play for Aaron. And, I mean, he was riding better and better. He'd come off of one of his best races in Atlanta. Uh, and, you know, they I think they know they have someone special in him. So to have Ferris fill in, which he's hes going to be pretty good, I think, uh, takes the pressure off him. And he can take his time and come back and be 100% ready instead of having that lingering feeling where, man, i got to get out there. You well, know, what if Justin goes down? We don't have anybody. hes He's got a Suzuki. They're trying to get him on JGR, but I don't know how that's going. So that's... Mm-hmm. That's yeah, what's going he's on. He's been right riding now. a basic one, but so. I mean, he's one of the guys. He's clicked really good on the Yamaha, and um, right. I mean, Dak's team down under, they had full works KYB. I mean, you could at least take some chassis stuff right over for him. Yeah. There's not that huge of an adaption period to begin with. Uh, if you're if you're Ferris, what are you angling for? A day off. That's that's a good call. That's a good job there. Um, I mean, I would lean for the Yamaha deal just because of the past yeah. knowledge. If yeah. if both are evenly available, same price, yeah. everything. I'm, I'm I agree. I agree. Deal. I was just curious. Hey, so who beats Forkner first? Uh, Sexton? Do we all agree on that? Cooper? Alex Martin? Marty? He's going to have to crash. I don't think anybody's going to beat him unless he crashes. <laughs> I, I, I say Chase, but also on the end of what Jade. I see Chase when either he finally blows a star or falls down. Something happens. Something right. has right, to happen. Right, right. And even with it, like, I could see, the only way I could see Chase getting it somewhat heads up is Chase whole shot and Forkner with, like, a ninth, tenth place start. And even then, I still see him getting to the heels of Chase at some point in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, JT, before we let you go, uh, live podcast shows in Denver 
and Vegas. We're doing those. Racer X and, and Pulp of Mechs teaming up for that. Uh, mm-hmm. Go to pulpmechs.com. That'll be fun. You'll, you will be there. We're doing it at the Oriental Theater in Denver on Friday night. We're doing the Space in Vegas on Friday night. Same place as last year. Tickets on sale now. Tickets are 20 bucks and up. Um, so really a, a good time. And we're going to have special guests. Probably RV. I think Denny Stevenson's coming out. Will Hahn might be there. So, um, yeah, it'll be a fun time. So, people, check it out. These things are fun, JT. Yeah, they've been really good. Uh, you know, when we first came up with this idea, it was like, oh, you know, it'll be it'll be good, but what are we going to talk about? Is it just going to be like a normal show? But, yeah. I mean, we're, what, we've done two of these things now? Yes. Uh, they've been awesome. I mean, RV, obviously, has, has been a highlight. Uh, but just getting us all in a location at an event, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the Friday night before the race, I think, being on you know on on location is pretty cool because it's a it's a new environment environment for us we get a lot of uh interaction from the crowd you know there it's a live live audience there so we get get some questions going and get mm-hmm. some reaction from them uh but yeah i think over it's been an overwhelming success so yeah. far so I, i'm super yeah. excited to yeah. do some more of them it's 20 bucks big I mean, who doesn't have twenty bucks? I'll well, and it's Denver, cool because everybody's in town anyway. Yeah, that's that's the best part. Yeah. Whether you're a local or whether yeah. you're driving in for the event, uh, I mean, what else are you going to do on Friday night anyway, other than go to dinner, right? So right. it's uh, it's a pretty cool experience. Um, I know some people like to go to you know the autograph signings, and to be honest, with the start times of these things, you can even get to the autograph signing and still get over there. Uh, there yeah. there's there's time to fit in both if you really need to. Kiefer's going to be there. Uh, Wygant will be there, and uh, and uh, me and you, and yeah, maybe Michael Lindsay. It'll be fun. So, good times. Uh, pick yep. up a, pick up a ticket on on pubmex.com, everybody, and uh, we will see you there. Anything else, JT? That we you're, you're back east, so it's it's like yeah, I'm in Florida. Um, I go straight to Indy, so uh, mm. not really. Just um, yeah, I'll be out selling tomorrow. Anybody. Any pro racers that are out there listening, I encourage you to go very fast because uh, real jobs are hard work. Uh, I love my job, but it's uh, it's hard work. Uh, how'd you so. do in Paul Beck's fantasy this week? Terrible. Okay. I hate all right. I hate all the riders um, okay. very much. Yep. Yep. I uh, <laughs> I I don't like myself. I don't like any of the riders I picked. Um, yeah, I don't I don't have much many thing, good things to say about it. Well, I, I literally punched my steering wheel. I currently hate two different people for two reasons. I hate Alves for not qualifying, and I hate Champion for punting Alex out of qualifying because I had Alex. Yeah. I yep. I just I don't like Zach Osborne. Have you ever, man? I, isn't there something in the in the thing about contract flight riders? You're like not allowed to say anything bad about no, them. I'm I, I love Zacho. He is. He's. Honestly, one of the best humans I know of, but man, he's really he's really taking it out of me this fantasy season. <laughs> he's really uh, taking it out of me. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. He's really trying my patience. Yeah, absolutely. Remember, oh. just treat him as a number. Don't associate with the person. <laughs> the best, the best is every week I tell him what place I need him to get. Like last week, I told him I need him to get fifteenth or worse after after practice. Yeah. And I I know he gets to be so pissed. Right. <laughs> Who tells someone that? Yeah. You're just hey. like 15th or worse, Zacho. Hey, here's the thing. At least you know him and say that. I, I've asked how many riders have told me people have come up in autographs line and said stuff like that to him. Like, you got to give me a 15th or better tonight. I know. Yeah. What are we, and what and are we... he knows. He knows I want him to win the damn race, right? Like, I'm. That's yeah. Not really the case, but yeah. I need from a fantasy team. I need it to happen. Yeah. No. Absolutely. What What have we created here with hey, this thing? One One funny one for you for fantasy. I found out I've got a. A friend of a friend that does very well at these. I'm not going to say what league he's currently leading. He's okay. won, I think, five bikes in the last ten years across these leagues. Has won. He says averages he wins over ten thousand dollars in prizes a year. 
He takes it so serious that during the length of Supercross this season and last year, he quit his job so he could focus on fantasy. Jeez. That's, wow. You only that's need how to make $10,000 a year? Yeah. I mean, the guy wants somebody. I don't know. I guess I don't know what his real job is, so I guess he must think it's worth it. But uh, I, I heard said person quit his job this year to focus on fantasy. Oh, that seems, that sounds like a bad financial decision. <laughs> it, it does. It doesn't seem smart. He, he's good with numbers <laughs> on uh, winning this, but apparently not good. <laughs> now, that's, I mean, there is skill to it. No doubt about it. There's a lot of luck involved, too. But uh, There is a lot of luck. I mean, let's yeah. face it. There, there, there oh, really shit. is. <laughs> Mark says no. All right. Uh, thanks, buddy. Appreciate you calling in. Flyracing.com. Please check them out. The new Formula Helmet is out. The Kinetic Mesh, 2019 and a half Kinetic Mesh, available now. So thanks, JT, and I'll tell right, I'll tell Willie that uh, that you, you thought he was dead. <laughs> all right. See you guys. So, all right. See you. Later. That's Jason Thomas, everybody, from Flyracing, flyracing.com. I, I just want to say, like, every week I've been listening to the Fantasy Podcast mm-hmm. just because it cracks me up that you guys are all becoming so miserable every week. I'm not. I'm not. I'm okay, okay but Paul, okay. Dan, Paul, and JT are bad. Hey, so Paul was driving up for the show last week. I called him. I started talking about fantasy. He's like, I don't, like, no. I think he was going to hang up on me. Well, <laughs> this this jerk off in the corner came up with this idea of, of if you pay five extra dollars, you see the expert picks. I said they are weak. You need the to The expert picks it. aren't working out, Time out. Don't point that finger at me because I had nothing to do with it. It was that. your idea. Absolutely not. It was not my idea. Well, I didn't work it out. Hey, the week you guys did triple crowns and none of you put your picks in early, that was the first it, thing I tweeted. I'm like, did you guys finally remove the expert picks because they're pretty much bull crap? Yeah, that we started doing better. But, I mean, that ain't – like, I'm doing okay. I'm leading. I'm happy with my lot, and I'm 54th overall in Idiots or something. So The expert picks are yeah. – I don't know. Hey. It's it's tough because there are times when I feel like it's it's definitely helpful. Um, but then there's times where it's like you go on there and see like all four of you have the same person. Yeah. And now I'm and then it makes me think now I don't want that person because now everyone <laughs> else is going to have him. So I, oh, I got to yeah, yeah, yeah. well, right, you guys are right. thinking I'm going to zag. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then it either goes really great or or really, really, really bad. Yeah. Here's the thing. I vote. I, I told you this one the other day. I feel like the guy, either somebody that does like top five this year overall gets to replace the worst expert in the fantasy podcast next year. Honestly, I think Paul <laughs> might just be quitting everything altogether. So <laughs> we could have an opening. I think Paul just might just totally uh, um, speaking of fantasy, by the way, Andres, you there? Andres, yes. what's up, man? You got how's a fantasy it, idea? How's it going, Steve? I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to run something by you. Uh, first of all, I, I'm from Guatemala. Mm-hmm. And uh, a few weeks ago, you had some guy that called in, and he was from Guatemala, too. So just letting you know that you guys have at least two fans that are from Guatemala. Fantastic. Um, I like that. I know JT is a fan of Guatemala, too. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got that great story <laughs> about racing down there, right? Yeah. Right, right. Anyway, I just was wondering, uh, I had never been a fan of any fantasy anything. I just thought it was silly. And then this year I started playing Pulp MX Fantasy. And, dude, I am addicted to it, but I hate it. Yes. Just like you guys. Right, yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, we get that. You, yeah. have, you, have you considered uh, seeing if you could have on the show, like the person that wins the overall each weekend, and just get their insight, see how they – pick their picks why they pick them and how in the world they do it um no because what honestly we'd have to line up a time for everybody like already getting everybody 
is a hard enough deal, you know, to get everybody on the board with the podcast that we do, and we never know what time we're going to do it, and like it would be a pain in well, the ass here, to try to find the find the winner, get them on, line up a time, and all of that. You yeah, know? here's my theory: the winner would probably so, be happy to do it, unlike most you guys that are miserable don't want to do it. Well, we did have well, we did have Kyle Bentley, Bentley on. on. Kyle Bentley. Yeah. I got like eight the one week and you didn't have me on jerks. Yeah, yeah. That's the only week I've done. Um, good. Yeah, Andres, it's not a bad idea, Andres. It'd just be a pain in the ass, you know, to, to try to line it all up. But, you know, it's not, not that bad of an idea. Gotcha. So, all, all right. right. Thanks, Sounds man. Good. Well, can I ask a, a quick question? Sure. So, you you guys always talk about the guy, that the goggle guy, and who builds the goggles and all that. Mm-hmm. What what exactly do you mean by building goggles? I, I you uh, you put a, you putting put a, the tear offs on. Yeah, put a fresh lens in and put the tear offs on. And sometimes you need Vaseline if it's the outdoors. Uh, you you know you want to put some Vaseline on a on the foam and and different parts. You'll you can increase the venting in different parts. So there's small stuff, but basically a lens and a tear off. Yes. Ah, okay. I mean, gotcha. different different riders have different lens preferences. Some brands, if you're a like top level guy for them, they will even have a lens color that's maybe very specific to you. They like I know. Uh, a couple of brands have done stuff like that. They have some pretty specific products, especially if you're Supercross, dealing with the different lights and the temperature of the lights in the stadium. I've seen a couple of unique lenses that only get used in SX. Yeah. So there's different stuff, Andres. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Cool. Thanks, man. Sounds good. Well, thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Uh, Will, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, what's going on, boys? What's up? Hey, so uh, I was watching uh, live qualifying uh, Saturday for Daytona. Uh going pretty well and then marv just lays this heater down almost a full second ahead of like everybody mm-hmm. but like where is he making that time up at daytona because the entire time the broadcast was on there the camera guy was following uh uh i think it was macaras riding the 250 mm-hmm. and had him labeled as uh, marvin Muskan. so i'm just trying to figure out where he was you know putting the time in to you know make up the almost that full second uh, well, Daytona is one of those tracks where you can have lots of seconds uh, and make them up. The lots of places you can uh, you can find it. Uh, Marv to me was just absolutely killing the rhythm uh, where the finish was. He was just flying through that, soaking up the finish and uh, coming down that next set of whoops or whatever holes or whatever those things are. Uh, to me, yeah. Marv looked unbelievable right there. Like I thought it was great. So Daytona, you'll see that. You'll see a lot of, of variety in the times that the riders have because the track changes from lap to lap too. And maybe they find like a little breaking bump that you can jump and then, mm-hmm. you know, do it one lap and then the next lap it's gone. So I think the moguls sure, are like sure. that a lot. Lap to lap, you look yeah. some laps, how much range somebody can get when they time the yeah. mogul section really right. well after that big rhythm. Yep. Yep. So, a lot, a lot, yeah, you'll, you'll see that for sure. Um, thanks, man. Gotcha. Thanks for the no call. Problem, thank you. Appreciate, appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Firepower, passion-driven, product-focused, rider-tested, power-passed, overpriced OEM battery with Firepower, fueling your adrenaline rush. As a leader and innovator for 50-plus years of experience in power sports, Firepower premium lead-acid and lithium batteries save you cash, offer superior performance. Also, too, they have a less expensive chain uh, that is 50% less expensive than the competition. Go ahead, move forward, and ride with Firepower. Ben LeMay running Firepower chain right now in Supercross. Absolutely. We don't talk about – what's wrong? Your dog. <laughs> yeah, he's an angel. That's, that's, that's straight Ooh. up. It's an angel fart. Um, hey, we don't talk about Ben LeMay enough. I feel bad. Like, that got brought up. You guys were talking about fantasy this weekend. Yeah. That's one of those ones where once I'm like, man, I feel so bad saying that. We don't that. talk about Ben LeMay enough. No. Race tech, motors and suspension, firepower chain. Uh, great guy, and he uses firepower chain. So if you're in the market for a lithium battery, firepowerparts.com. Uh, go there and check them out. Thanks to folks at Firepower for making it happen. That's that's a total fantasy thing between 
LeMay and Chisholm, I feel bad every week. I should pick them way right. more often. Uh, all right, we're going to commercial break. We're going to come back. Ryan Villapoto will be on. Dusty Pipes will be on as well. Chris Riesenberg from Race Tech. Michael Lindsay will tell us about his new venture and what's been going on with that. More Daytona talk. And uh, we're going to give away some stuff, too, at some point. Uh, so stick around. We'll be right back after this commercial, everybody. What an idiot I am. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Living 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Thanks for listening to the Pulpamex show, everybody. 
Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one-of-a-kind. Roost also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. So Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is fucking annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX Show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX Nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance, but I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. 
If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a pro launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, GasGas, and TM. 
from the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing. Cole Sealy on earlier. Ryan Villapoto coming up. Dusty Pipes as well. Michael Lindsay in studio. Chris Riesenberg as well from Race Tech. Lots to talk about. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, we still got people on the phone here. 702-586-7857. So I'm uh, really sorry you've been on hold this long. Let's knock some of these calls out, and then we'll talk to Michael Lindsay and Chris about what's been going on with them. Uh, Travis Marks, of course, in the corner there. Oh, before we do that. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, number one job board in the sport. Upload your resume for free. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, you want to get started in the industry, you want to get uh, your foot in the door. Uh, they're not all glamorous jobs, but they are jobs nevertheless, and they they allow you to meet people and network and get into it, and sometimes some of these things lead to greater things, and you can end up being like uh, like Travis Marks, like just get an inside you know job and, and take it and create your own fame like he has done. So the job this week at MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Hinson Racing, you know Hinson, you know their name. It's an inside sales job at Hinson Racing uh, in Upland, California. Full-time job. Uh, they're seeking experience inside sales, customer service rep, previous motorcycle industry experience, and Southern California residents required. Uh, so go to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com uh, and uh, check out the Hinson Racing uh, job there, and uh, we thank those guys for coming on board. Also, too, we want to thank Michelin, Michelin Starcross 5. Uh, have you tried these? Much? Yeah. yeah, okay. Um, have you ridden with them lately? Do you still have them on a bike? Uh, Do you need a pair? Do I got to get you a I pair? I got a pair. I got a pair. I mean, Randy doesn't bring me pizza like he does for for uh, for Ping, but right. he'll give me tires. Yeah, he'll give you tires. Oh, Michelin Starcross 5s. Uh, I just mounted these up on my Yamaha. I've been uh, loving it very much. So Michelin Starcross 5, please check them out. At Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at MichelinMotorcycle.us on Facebook. Uh, Michelin rider Travis Pastrana raced at GNCC this weekend. From what I heard, he got asked literally the night of the Daytona race. I think Hubert Sipes, somebody goes, you want to race GNCC tomorrow? He said yes. I mean, that's pretty typical with him. I don't right, think he says right, no yeah, to anything yeah. that involves wheels, 
an engine or some sort of combination in the yep. middle. Uh, so Michelin Motorcycle, uh, we really appreciate these guys coming on board. Okay. They're uh, synonymous with quality, innovation, and one of the most respected brands yeah. in the world. Randy Richardson will be here in studio next week. How about Sipes this weekend? Supercross, GNCC, doing Daytona TT at the end of the week. Yeah, awesome. His yeah. program is cool yeah. this year. It is really cool. Uh, Sipes, and he's a good dude, too. So um, I'm super stoked to, uh, to see that. Um, the flat track stuff is... Really gaining momentum. Yeah. No, people, this year's huge. K, Red Bull KTM stepped in big. I know a lot of the OEMs are look. They're kind of backdoor helping some guys looking at becoming full entries. Um, they got a better TV program, uh, especially a lot of momentum on the singles class for the 450s. Mm-hmm. Just a lot, a lot of good there. Right. Uh, all right, Tyler. What's up, man? What's going on, Tyler? Hey, how's, hey, how's it going, man? Good. Thanks you want to talk about Triple Crown? Yeah. Yeah. Um, comment on the fantasy thanks for putting it on it's awesome uh, gives me a chance to talk some shit with the family and friends um <laughs> sure currently uh 18th overall so got some work to do oh nice myself. work good job yeah. though yeah <laughs> uh yeah i just wanted to get your thoughts on because i know the triple crown stuff's been a hot topic um i love the idea of bringing the, the lcqs into the event um bring in the uh you know do two races for each class because uh, i kind of like read you know thoughts on paying points for both but i think maybe adjust the points right like arena cross did that whole thing where they reset the points i don't think that's the way to go that whole nascar chase thing is kind of funky um but what if we had the triple crown spread out throughout the year like they are but it's a chance where guys can really make a chunk of points up you know and so two main events for each class adjust the points slightly um you know so tomac sweeps it Maybe he, you know, gets close to 45, 50 points. Yeah. Um, you know, it's all stuff that's been talked about before. And, um, yeah, there should be more of an reward, right, for these things than just three points, Olympic-style scoring, and then an overall. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. And, and you know, um, two is fine, two two main events. Good, sure. I'm I'm kind yeah, of up there. I cool like thing. the three, but I, I, mean, I definitely yeah, I like would the like to see I like the pay. three, too, but when you do three 17-lappers, which is what we saw in Detroit okay. – that is a little much for yeah. one set of pay and for one point and everything well, else. That's so, what I'm saying. I wouldn't mind three. Is I think a you can automatically say it would probably put in better racing if each main pays out points. It's going to be a big difference in what the guys would. That's guys not. Would I don't think that's ever going to happen. The the teams won't let that happen. Yeah. That's too much of a deficit if you twist an ankle. Yeah. Or Celia, yeah, who I missed think Detroit. The three, so the three mo like three motos or gangbangs, you know, and point, yeah. paying out points for all those right. is, is pretty tough. So I think it's totally doable if you knock it down to two. And then I just think it would bring that X factor to the series, you know, as we right. kind of grow and allow a guy to get back in the points, you know. Right. Okay. So, uh, all good stuff, man. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for Actually, hey, wait, Tyler, you've been on you've been on hold for a while. You called twice. Uh, let's give you something. What do you want? Um, cool. you, you got a bike? Wheels. I do, yeah. Pipe down. What kind of bike you got? Uh, it's a little, it's a little age right now. I'm on an 08 CRF 450, but that's a good bike though. Ooh, that's, that's, that's a, good a bike. Like, legitimate classic. That's so um, anyway. you want a chain? Want a firepower chain? Sure. Yeah. I mean, why not? Chains are good. All right. Stay on hold, man. We'll get okay. your information. We'll get you a chain. All right. Firepower. Awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. No problem. Uh, firepower. What the hell was the website? <laughs> you, think I, you think I should know that? How many weeks have you said? Firepowerparts.com. I don't know, dude. I'm super tired, okay? So uh, thanks to Tyler for calling in. Let's go to Grant on three. Uh, Grant, what's up, man? How are you? Grant? Oh, sorry, I had my, had my mic on mute there. Um, hey, uh, I've got a question about helmets and helmet stats. Uh, some friends of mine, we were talking about, you know, helmet and the new technologies and everything. 
And I would like to see, like, the independent lab test, see the stats, you know, each helmet, different brands, side by side. Yeah, the and, um, the Rion guys, or Rion, how do you say that in fly racing, the Formula 1? Rion. Rion. The Rion guys who did the the uh, Daytona, or Daytona, it's on my, Daytona's on my sheet in front of me. Um they gonna they're gonna apparently release their stats that they they tested the new formula helmet on, um coming out. Well, so. but we asked that question in the intro, and if, from what I'm aware, I don't think it's it's gonna be black and white on the data, but it's more or less they're gonna release it to show what theirs is versus a bunch of them. But I think the ones under the fly won't say what they are. Under the fly. Yeah, like under the fly. I don't think you'll see it say Why? if it's a fly. There's some legalities, I think, involved because they were still paid to do this one. So they kind of, I remember I asked that question. But there was a third, but there was an independent lab involved. But it's still real. The way it works, so it was through the development of this helmet. Like for, And I remember I asked a similar question, and basically they said, yeah, it should be done. And they did quote, there's another lab. There's somebody else working on something similar, but it's not from their tests. Okay. Um, just because um, there's an issue with kind of that same thing. Even though it's an independent lab, you can say that, well, TLD had independent lab build there. Yeah, so they don't have a yeah, lab. Yeah. These guys, these guys, yeah. and they tested a bunch of elements. Right. And verbally, I've heard some numbers and like, oh, well, here's what yeah. we saw, we saw. But as long as these it's, guys are involved with development, it, it gets a little yeah. tricky on how you're going to display that. And, and, and there's different ways of testing a helmet. There's a one drop of like a Snell thing. There's well, there's, 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 other, there's the crush stuff. There's, there's the very simple, the Stell, the Dot, the ECE. Um, there's also, I think some Japan standard. And then there's also the ways a lot of these helmet companies do it is, I mean, there's certain stuff they test that's not related to any standard. It's just yeah. stuff that they have yeah. from data to yeah. test. So Grant, it is a, uh, it is a touchy subject. It's a popular subject. I mean, I, I tell this, I've told this story before when I worked at parts unlimited for that one year, uh, they had a $199 helmet. I don't know what it was. It wasn't a Thor. It was some brand Z1. Z one, Z one, I have. Okay, so anyways, there was an independent test in in a magazine, and I read it. And this one ninety nine helmet legitimately came out ahead because of the way they tested it, and they were very proud of this fact, of course. And, and it tested better than the, the Rise and the Showies back then. And, and I'm just like, come on, man! But you know, it was a softer, pliable shell, and it happened to absorb multiple small little crashes better, or whatever the test was. So there's that test. There's a what if you lawn dart yourself and one you just have a one giant impact in the center of the helmet? Like there's that test. There, lots of things Grant go into it, right? So I will say this though, the the six D technology, the formula technology, the the stuff for the low speed, that is that is making a difference, I believe. Huge. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I just you know all the companies are like, oh, we'll just take our word for it. It's a good helmet, you know. It's a, It'd be nice to see some kind of like comparison. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's coming. Uh, but like like Michael said, it's a touchy subject. Yeah, I mean, wait to see what they come out with. I could be wrong, but based on the wording, I was the way I thought I heard it is we wouldn't see all the names attached. So we'll wait though. They definitely do have something. I saw in. the names. I heard a couple. I um, did. Yeah. But in in here is once again the way everybody tests. Like, look, I from an end of when we did that the intro on this and this is no offense Formula, to any other yeah. media guy this is no offense most questions are sizes pricing i got to talk to um dr plant behind the technology i got to go in a lot more in depth with quite a few questions during the q a um i'm really impressed what they did here i've been to mips's headquarters bell's headquarters i've been lucky enough as being the sole dude for, i've been to basically every helmet launch uh last couple of years so i can at least kind of take my memory and overlay some of the stuff this is up there this is really good 
Yeah. So, cool, cool. All, right, all right, cool, man. Can I, can I ask Michael Lindsay one question, too? Mm, I don't know. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a shorter guy, and I know you're a shorter guy, too. I have a, I have a 2019 uh, KX450. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got, the, I've got the, the peg risers on it, and I've got it sprung. It's stock valving. Um, just as a short guy, and I know you like Cowies, like what else you know, would be the next thing to do to a Cowie? Um, big one for me is I just think the bar height's way too... I was even talking to Cowie guys about this. I wouldn't be surprised if a chain stock spec is um, the bar height's just really tall to me. I feel like dropping it down to uh, good... There's similar bends at. They're about 10 millimeters lower. Um, they really change the feel on the bike. Um, I'm running stock pegs. You said you have riser, so you're running like a taller peg on it? Yeah, it's a flow. It's the flow peg with the mm. flow riser on it, so it gives me about uh, 0.75 of an inch higher. Yeah, stock. big one for me is I, I threw a different set of bars on mine. And it's massive because the stock bars are so tall, you just end up sitting upright so much on the bike. It's hard to get down into it. Um, and then, like I said, just respringing it front to rear balance isn't perfect with the the spring rate, so nailing right. that helps a ton. All right, thanks for the call, Grant. Appreciate it. Yep. Thank yep. you. Thank you. All right, uh, we get some more phone calls here. Let's. Rattle through these things. Tyler, what's up, man? How are you? Yeah, what's going on, boys? How's it going? Good. What's going on? Nothing much. I just want to talk a little bit about uh, Dakota Alex. This past week, I was burning my nails. Dude. I was, I mean, he was on a bone stock, basically. KTM. Yeah. Good thing he was kind of champion, but bro, I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty pretty stock. Kid huh? suspension. Yeah. Forks. I mean, could he have gotten like an ECU or maybe like, uh, you know, maybe maybe pipe? Something, pipe, right? <laughs> pipe was stock. Yeah. I know we had CV forks that um, yeah. a company did because I saw them when I was at the shop. Um, I don't know. Buy yeah. an EC remap, but that's how good stock 450s are. Yeah, it goes are. to show you, right? Yeah, how good a stock 450 is. So. Yeah, but uh, I also want to talk about a little bit about uh, Barry Carson, actually. Bear dog. Um, I know this past, I, I think I uh, the review file, you were talking about his parts in his garage, and I was wondering, when is Weege going to fly up to Jersey and do a little, uh, you know, uh, yeah, we intro need to. with him? We got to do uh, it. I mean, come on, dude. We, or at least have him on a pod. I mean, he, that guy's just a legend. I tried to get him on a pod. Barry doesn't know anything about pods. He doesn't know what... He wasn't, doesn't know what, how to talk. He doesn't yeah. know what a podcast is. I, he's very I frustrating mean, to communicate with. I don't think he texts. I think he's just old school phone guy. Like I don't know. So I'm from Jersey. I see him in town all the time. I think it's so funny. He's still rocking the chest protector. And oh just, yeah, just completely old school, dude. I think it's awesome. Yeah, no, so, he is. He is bare dog, yeah, bro. He's, I, if, he's a legend. If anything, you got to have him on the uh, live show when, when, when we go to MetLife. Yeah, by the uh, by the fly racing WPS rig. Yeah. And seriously, that guy is just awesome. So if you yeah. can have him on or do something, uh, he's awesome. A, he is a legend. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, All boys. Right, thank you. It. Nate, what's up? You want to talk about the Daytona broadcast? Yeah, I know it's like beating a dead horse, but did anybody else catch the fact that Rick Carmichael talked about Alex Ray losing his fucking wallet in Atlanta? Like, why is that relevant? <laughs> We lost our wallet in Atlanta. A Ray lost uh, his wallet on the plane. Like, why the, fell why out of his the pocket. fuck would you bring that up? There's so many other things you dude, can talk about. Dude, they, that's what he brings dude, up. Dude, they're like anchorman. They just repeat. Like they just, if they heard about it, they just repeat it, right? That's, and I think it was one of those things where he finally heard himself fucking talking and he just shut the fuck up <laughs> because he it, he lasted all of maybe 10, 12 seconds and then just stopped and it got dead. I heard it. I heard it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Sorry. Uh, thank man. you. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Speaking, speaking of Daytona, what was your coming to Jesus moment? I thought of all the rounds you would end up sending. Your, yeah, your I hate film. Daytona. I've always hated Daytona. But Wygant, the Andrew is the head press guy there. Yeah. And Wygant, the last two years, has like said, look, can you make this guy? Ha- he bitches about the, the passes. He bitches about security. He bitches about, like, I can't go anywhere with my media pass, right? So the last two years, I've gotten like a private room in the Daytona 500 Club with Wi-Fi and 
a chair and a table to watch the race from because of Andrew there at that DIS. And so it has turned into a race that it's okay. And I told Andrew, I'm like, you've made Daytona go from my hatred to, eh, I'm okay with it now. <laughs> Private room gets him to, eh, okay. Right, right, right. I still got to get an extra pass, and the security guard still won't let you go anywhere, and it's still a pain in the ass. But that part, I enjoy. So, Just pick up a camera like I did. It gets you everywhere. I know. They, they Yeah, I know. Like Lismore, <laughs> when Lismore shot a few years ago, he's like, this is amazing. That they round's don't, they fun don't care to where you go. That round is right. fun to shoot. You don't get the giant yeah. red green card. Right. It's yeah. pretty they, much like don't get hit. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, AJ, what's happening? How are you? Good. And yourself? Good. What's going on? Um, I'm just curious. Um, like when you watch a regular Supercross race versus like the Daytona, which is not cell affiliated or however that's it, or however that's it. Um, does it seem like that with Fell, the commercials are like really like strict and limited versus if it's a Daytona race, you have like Gatorade commercials, USAA commercials, uh, cell phone commercials and all that stuff. Like does Fell like really like put that much of a restriction on what can be shown and what can't? I honestly, I don't even pay attention. I just go, I, I watch it on I mean, the gold Feldman app. I so. mean, Feldman put restrictions. No. That's probably just down NBC. If Daytona has, like, the if I didn't look that carefully, but Gatorade's got the long-standing relationship with Daytona Winter Circle, they might have had those thrown in. And Yeah. Yeah, but, like, when it's just, like, a Feld, like, when it's just a Feld event, all I see is, like, Bro, on, Feld's on not, Feld's not like turning down any money that they can get. I mean, NBC might be able to pitch it a little different to a brand. Like, hey, there's this race going on at Daytona. And say a brand might think NASCAR, so maybe they, they have a little bit different buys for those rounds or something, but it's definitely not felt putting the kibosh on it, on a on oh, an advertiser. Okay. It, that's probably more of an NBC thing and them pitching uh, that round to advertiser, whether it's going to be local or area or not for who's running commercials. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks I appreciate for, it. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, Jimmy Lewis, what's up, man? How are you? Jimmy Lewis? What's up, Jimmy Lewis? I'm, I am I just heard you guys talking about helmets, and I spent a good portion of my day doing a bunch of research on this today because of all the new rotational technology that's coming out. Yep. And I just didn't – I wanted to see if you guys wanted a little more info on that stuff. Yeah, what uh, what did you come up with? So, so the big thing – the big thing – is the rotational impact stuff it's called it's called a uh, angular acceleration so when basically when your head hits the ground and the helmet tries to turn and so that's what all the new technologies are doing and i've been real interested because back in like 2009 we did that big test in dirt rider where it was kind of an anonymous helmet test kind of where what michael was talking about having an independent lab we actually did have an independent lab do some testing it's been 10 years mm -hmm. and Lots of new stuff coming out, and I, so I started poking around, and I kind of want to do it again, you know, right. for just so that people have good information in their hands. And there's there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff out there, um, you know, with you know understanding the standards because in reality, you know, people say, oh, if I'm paying more for a helmet, it's going to be better automatically, and that's not necessarily true. In in the helmet development and testing world they say tell me how you're going to crash and i'll tell you what helmet to wear right so it's uh it's kind of it was kind of interesting with all this stuff coming out and i i got a got my hands on a on a pretty interesting study got done by a guy named terry smith who works at dynamic um research and they they have a helmet testing lab they are an independent testing lab and so they're oftentimes contracted to test different helmet designs and things. So when people are develop them, developing them, they know 
what they're developing against. Mm-hmm. And I just saw the the one, and because I was curious about is like what is changing with all this rotational stuff? Are we losing or gaining any stuff in the just general impacts, which are kind of head on impacts? You would say. I don't, yeah, I don't think you'd be losing anything because there's still an EPS liner involved, still an old school uh, liner and EPS, right? And 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 a shout uh, outer shell. Yeah, it, but you're putting extra stuff in there, so it might be gaining weight. Which in our in our test, the one that we did, we saw a couple things that were that were relevant. The lighter the helmet, the better, no matter what, with the exception of what we call catastrophic forces. But even none of none of the helmets. Pre- protected it against what they would call like a 300g which is a ridiculous yeah. you know catastrophic force that's like brain then, snaps off the stem status yeah or just the jello inside of your cranium becomes um non-functional anymore right <laughs> so so it, it's it, you know there's there's like limits of where everything's at and that's and back then the kind of the big debate was about is the snell standard the best for especially off-road and they had some interesting things where they did a double impact in a single location, which is, you know, when you think about it, that's it rarely it, it's never been proven to happen. It may, basically means you're going to wear your helmet twice and crash on it in the same spot, mm-hmm. which is stupid because a helmet's a disposable piece of, of protective equipment. Right. You have to look at it that way. And so what we found in the, the old test was lightweight was generally better. And then kind of understanding the standards was pretty important because. You know, whether you wanted a, a DOT ECE helmet or a Snell ECE helmet or only an ECE helmet, because at the time the DOT ones were a little bit heavier because mm-hmm. you have yeah. to add a little bit extra layer to the shell and, and all this stuff. And, and you typically can't so, have the giant vent areas because isn't the, the daughters of Snell that has the gnarly puncture test, they'll usually blow through the, the ECE with the big air channel, like the ones that want to run the big air channels. They have, yeah, they have a, well, Everybody knows where the impact locations are in the certain tests, so they just had to move their air, their venting to different locations. Yeah, and and so it's it's kind of like if you know the test, you can build the helmet around it, but that doesn't mean that that's how you're going to crash. And Snell uses, like I said, to double impact in a single location, and they actually changed their standard. Like back in 2010, they went to the 2015 standard. It was a little bit modified, mostly for head forms, the sizes of head forms, and and because the helmets were so stiff that smaller head forms were having a little bit of issues. Um, so they were getting more concussions. There were no, some, somehow we were noticing more concussions in snail helmets with lighter weight heads and they made a modification there. But, um, you know, kind of to come back to it, it's now with all this rotational stuff. And I, I saw this study today which said with all the rotational, the good thing is there's no significant difference in linear acceleration. The stuff that we're seeing, you know, based on, um, uh, you know, the essentially nothing's changing. It's not getting any better or worse um, with all the rotational stuff. And that, like I said, that's MIPS or that's like the 6D thing or whatever Fly is calling theirs and Climb has a, you know, has a straw, literally like straws in their helmet. (laughs) And then, but there is a significant difference between, so if you get a helmet that has MIPS or, or some rotational type of, um, device into it, it it there's a big difference in the rotational impacts. So it generally it's it's yeah. really good. Yeah, I I think we're gonna see every helmet have something, you know. And actually, I I think about hockey. Like I I love hockey. Their helmets haven't changed. There's nothing going on. With hockey helmets uh, like 
Yeah, it's, there's it, a little something, and you're actually going to see it come into Moto in just a couple months. There has been something that popped up in hockey hmm. that a Moto company is bringing to the market here. I don't think so. Yeah, there's yeah, the cool. The I cool thing it. is, with all this all this testing, is everybody is starting to look. It's not just let's just make another helmet and yeah, worry about the right. shape and the design and all the different, yeah, yeah, you know, the colors. They're looking at the insides and saying, hey, you know, we can use some of this kind of memory foam. Different, different. There's so many different um, materials and technologies and yeah. stuff. And, yeah. and football, football is the same really way. I think football is going to have well, you know going to have two, things going on with it two th- as well. Two things I so. think it's interesting is talking to people. They're involved in multiple helmet projects, Moto Mountain Bike Cross Board. They do feel like Moto is surprisingly as as archaic as we are on some things. That motocross Leading is there. towards the forefront yeah. way more than talk to guys. Oaken, they're like, dude, fo- football's super behind the times. So yep. Certain. Certain aspects. Another one. Another one is him talking about materials. Just like with the Rion material, different things you're seeing in helmets. They're trying to do non-destructive materials, basically materials that can disperse or absorb energy or redirect it without losing their form. That's a problem still with EPS foam. While it is the most base general thing that can absorb energy, it typically deforms and has a destructive quality to it. And a lot of what we're seeing added is either for rotational reasons or guys moving to materials that can absorb or move energy without losing or are able to rebound to their original form and be reused if you, again. If you're making a helmet with just an EPS and a, and a shell, you're mm-hmm. behind the times. You're, you're behind yeah. the times. You've got to, you've yeah. got to get a MIPS. You've got to get you know what the Fly guys are doing here. You've got the Flex at Bell has Flex. 6D, of course, yeah. has their, their little Once thing. Once again, like you're just you, trying to eliminate, ang- like he said, yeah. angular um, Yep. And, and I look at some of these older style, co- older helmet companies that just aren't doing anything. Yeah. You're like, you're behind the times, man. You got to, you got to fix it. So it's getting there. It's going to be yeah. funny because you see more brands are going to want to do something proprietary yep. for their high end. Anybody can basically be put MIPS in their helmet and it can literally be bolted. Even the MIPS guys, whenever they're yeah. like, Hey, the base we can tell you is that our helmet with our system. And I think they told us like, they won't let somebody put in their helmet unless it makes at least like a 15% difference. They're like, it can make more than that, but yeah. our system just kind of bolts in. So it also depends yeah. kind of how the helmet's built inside. And that's, you know, that was an easy per se quick fix when they proved that their data work. A lot of people went out and bought, okay, we can stick these in our yeah. existing helmets. It's something. Now we're a generation yeah. beyond that where people are able to, okay, now we can think about this. We're able to retool helmets built around. You're going to see a lot more proprietary stuff. at The, the only bad thing, $650, $700. <clears throat> For yeah. a helmet, and, and, you know, and that's the that's the one thing that riders everywhere need to understand is that your helmet is disposable. If you if you crash in it and you get a good hit hit, especially if you see some stars or get knocked out, you need to have somebody. You know, you need to look at the foam, especially the EPS layers, because most of the helmets still have an EPS layer in there. And I and sixty has like a rebuild service because their helmet is so expensive. They have a rebuild service so they can go in there and put a new EPS inside of your shell, and it's, I don't think it's all that expensive. But, you know, when you start looking at the price, if, if you can't afford to replace your $600 helmet and you're going to wear it again, it's it's worse yeah. than the yeah. cheapest helmet you can buy if you hit your head yeah. in that same spot again. So Yeah, you know, it, uh, it's it's interesting. It's, uh, it's a very big debate. You know, all of the JT's on here and gets questions, and Kiefer gets questions. What's the best helmet? It's like... <laughs> Yeah. Where do we start, right? Where and, do you where do you start? Like, still tell, one tell, me, most, tell me how tell me how yeah, you're gonna crash. Exactly. And right? still yep. one of the most basic yep. arguments. One of the best tested helmets that is one of the highest price points may still not work for you. If it doesn't fit right, you're also yep. pissing into the wind basically. Yeah. Uh Jimmy, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, Thank you. No, I appreciate it. I'm glad you guys bring this stuff up because I mean you, all the all the people that listen to the show are, you know, riding and in mm-hmm. they I hear these questions all the time and I thought I'll just kinda call in and, and poke yeah. the poke the bear a little bit. No, you know? fantastic. Thanks, man. <laughs> So cool. Appreciate it. Have a great night. 
Thank you, Jimmy. Uh, all right, uh, Dusty Pipes coming up here. HEP Suzuki uh, coming up here shortly. Uh, Michael Lindsay, so how long were you at Vital for? Vital MX. Uh, as an actual paid employee over five years, uh, contributing before then, just kind of getting my foot okay. in the door, nearly six. And so you branched off, you left. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? What's going on? Uh, starting eight months ago, I kind of decided I want to go a different direction. I started doing testing only with them because mm-hmm. I feel like as much as I talk, the best thing I am is being on front of camera. So I did that to kind of explore some other options. And uh, right before Christmas, I just had a coming to Jesus moment. I was like, you know what? Um, look, I like what I do, but I also there's a lot of other things I want to do. So went to my boss, told him like, hey, I want to head out. And, you know, honestly, it was cool. Like they really wanted to keep me. They made me mm-hmm. a good offer. But. I remember having a conversation with us. I'm like, look, I can take your money and make more money for the next year, but I'm still going to think about leaving. So I'd rather just not screw everybody. Like I'm just going to go. Um, I, I just wanted to do something a little bit ever. You know, there's so many options now with the ability to outreach to mm-hmm. an audience. Um, yeah, basically I just launched it last week. I have a YouTube channel. I'm doing pretty much only video content. Um, the channel is under my name. It can be found on all my social media right now. Links to it. Um, admittedly, my name, Michael Lindsay is, uh, was previously used by a vlogger on there that's no longer active. So my stuff isn't that searchable yet. Mm -hmm. So I did a URL. It's, uh, everybody knows me as ML512. So it's 512testing.com as a redirect for now. Mm -hmm. You can put that in, it'll land you into it. But, uh, I went to all the OEMs basically said, Hey, I don't want to deal with building a website, dealing with like general advertising. I just want to make videos. I want to do bike test projects, shootouts. Mm. I want to expand beyond what I do with moto. I love off-road. I love adventure bikes. And I want the opportunity to do that more. And I was kind of condensed in my previous job to moto. what I was allowed to test. Yeah. Um, I wanted to do just more like comparisons real quick, stuff like that. Um, just the way we did so vile with videos, like it was, I just couldn't commit the time I wanted to it. And honestly, it's just something I really want to do. And there was a couple brands in the industry that stepped up and are allowing me and able to help me basically chase this idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the guys is staying right next to me. Yeah. Thank you, checkers. Uh, uh, Risa, but uh, yeah, a couple brands. So basically I'm just going to chase all video stuff. And I, and honestly, I also have to kind of thank Kiefer. Um, I mean, him stepping out of his own and proving that it can work in, in his platform has mm-hmm. helped a lot. It wasn't that hard of a conversation with the OEMs. I mean, I've done everything for my last six years. My yeah. face is on everything. I approached him like, Hey, this is what I want to do. We're into YouTube based. I think they liked it because there's a lot of really strong. If you go to mountain biking, cycling, all these different industries, there's people that do it individually branded and do really well at it and get a big audience. Um, so they were kind of in the position like, yeah, there's, and, and not to design best. They're like, yeah, there's some like non industry or kind of your guys doing stuff like that. We'd yeah. love to have somebody really professional coming from media to do it. So um, we're starting. So like three, we're trying to do between like three and five videos a week. Um, like I said, a mix of product unboxing reviews, testing, just kind of uh, ramp it up over this month. I just launched with like KTM, FE and RE um, writing impressions and tech. Um, I've also got a podcast I'm doing called off camera. It's a mix. Oh, another of podcast. Moto. I know as we joked about this ahead of time, <laughs> another podcast, another podcast, mix of moto, mountain biking, cycling, yeah. road racing stuff. I like, cause there's well, so many need, moto need, only ones. If you need an e-bike guy on there. I'll vouch for, I'll vouch for the uh, yeah. intense taser. It's fantastic. E-bikes. Pulp Mix 10. So, yeah, go get yourself one. Hey, uh, I support e-bike life all day. Right. Um, well, that's interesting. So, yeah, so you haven't fully got it going. You're just It's like starting. it was supposed yeah, to yeah. be a little more heavy today. I was hoping to have about 10 to 15 things up, but last yeah. week got really slow. I mean, you guys ran into a couple problems, so we got some stuff done. Um, yeah. Like I said, first thing up right now is KTM and Husky. So this um, is going to be your sole income source. I do one or two other little things okay. on the side, but yeah. even the way I'm trying to do it, it's it's just branded against my name. Like I was talking to 
Dom made a few minutes ago about a swap moto project and like I might work with them a little bit, work with, uh, I was talking to Cudby about doing some stuff because I want to get more into adventure bikes. Yep. Uh, kind of like, I guess it's the closest thing to freelance while still having a home for projects right. I want to work on. Right. Oh, interesting. Well, that'd be good. And you won't you you don't have to um, uh, go on the vital vital message boards and like moderate that and deal with that stuff. It's actually open right now on my laptop, but no more right. moderating. I lost my yeah. I lost my power. Right. Got taken no, away no, I'm saying that's a good thing. Like where you don't oh, got to yeah. go in there and be like, yeah. hey man, someone said this and go in and <laughs> yeah, I'm still super involved with that community actually because I I've been on there for years and it's it's good. Like kind of like in Kiefer's, I love dude when we do shootouts between YouTube comments section, personal mm -hmm. messages form. I think 450 shootout, I'd answer something like two, over 200 questions. I quit counting. So yeah. it's everything, open line communication. Anybody has questions about my stuff, hit the comment section. Shoot me an email. Hit me up on Instagram. Throw a topic on vital. I don't care. I, I look at it all all day, and right. I try to answer as many questions as I can. ML512 testing. Yeah, if, if you right. want to find, if you don't want to go through the effort of trying to right. find on YouTube or go to my, if you're not a social media guy, because right. they're on all my social media channels, the link to the YouTube right mm -hmm. now, you can just put in 512testing.com. It'll just auto drop you into it. Biggest thing anybody can do to help me is just hit subscribe. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Well, good luck with it. Yeah. Thank you. It should be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. I, I basically say even when I wanted to do this, this sounds really dumb. I mean, I'm putting every my whole heart and effort into it. But if it blows up in my face in two years, in a sense, I don't care. It's just because it's something I really you want it to do. do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd rather I'd rather do it now and have it fail or go right. good than just sit around and twiddle my thumbs all day well, and wish I did it. I started problemx.com um, with uh, uh, I started talking. I wrote a column about Ross Peterson and how much I love him, and that's how I started problemx.com. So it goes to show you, like, I didn't exactly, you know what I mean? I started it with, like, just like, ah, I'll start this little website yeah. and we'll, we'll go from there. You know what I mean? So yeah. you, just, you just never know, like, like yeah. unless and I you think, try it, which is and, what you're doing. And I give you props when you did it when you did. Like I said, I mean, now, like, Dawn's kind of doing a, a semi-self. It's still going to be a, kind of a media outlet, but a semi-self-branded project, what, what Kiefer did. And um, it's just yeah. kind of a cool time because you can have such a, you can access a large audience yeah. so much quicker. Yep. Um, these day and ages, it makes it possible to do projects like this. I mean, you know what? I mean, we need another podcast. We need it. So I'm going to focus on some sign guys, some moto, some tech. Uh, I'm kidding. I, we joked about it earlier. Right. I am not doing any old school dudes because I would literally ask him the exact same question you did because I'd probably have to listen to your podcast first right, to right, test right. <laughs> 40,000 downloads. Heck uh, yeah. All right, everybody. Well, check that out, please, if you can. And uh, yeah, well, you're you're welcome to come up here and come to the show and, you know, uh, you're a great co-host for us, so uh, hopefully it works yeah, out for you. So. Time. Uh, even one of them, me and Kiefer, have I think me and Kiefer can finally sort of aim towards pulling some group shoot-off stuff we've talked about doing. Yeah. I mean, that's just the fun part of it, total total freedom. I won't even get in trouble for coming up here anymore. <laughs> yeah, really, right? Uh, hey, hey, Maxima USA, uh, go there for more information to find out about oils. SC1, they now have it in a spray. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like oh, it's great. I'm SC1. surprised you haven't. Do you like actually spray yourself down with it? I'd like to. There is people. That I wonder would, if my wife would find me more attractive if I smelled like SC1. I feel like they need to like do as a joke product like a deodorant or something. What was that? Whoa. I haven't heard that one before. I still got a few new ones over here. I'm, I'm <laughs> oh, waiting to pull the trigger on. Yeah, if they, if they did like a deodorant, I feel like it actually right. could catch They have on. an air fresher. They do have an air freshener. Yeah. I've seen those. Uh, MaximumUSA.com for more information. They're, they're designed jointly with top race teams to ensure maximum performance while providing maximum protection. 
Under the most severe MX and off-road conditions, the extensively de developed formulations produce more horsepower and torque while providing excellent clutch feel. Pulp MX35 is the code to save at MaximaUSA.com. And we had Trevor Reese in here last week. Pro Filter, Pulp MX35 code at checkout on Maxima's website. Sold through Power Sports dealers nationwide. Pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use air filter or high-quality premium air filter for your next service. Uh, there's a real option for riders to not have to clean an air filter ever again. Profilter.com, MaximaUSA.com, Publimex35, a code to check out for, to save with those guys. So we want to thank them for coming on the show. We Trevor do, is a bad dude on a mountain bike. We said that last week. He came up here. Yeah. He was on me, bro. I'm like, hey, Trev, like Paul and I are going, was it last week's show? Yeah, it was. Yes. Uh, we're on e-bikes. We'll I said, keep, we'll I said hey, you. Trevor, we're on e-bikes, just to let you know. like It's going to be a rough ride for you, bro, because Paul and I are on e-bikes. And he's like, Trevor's not it's okay. And then we lo unloaded, and I'm like, hey, so, you know, what's going to go up this way? And I said, it's, you know, a little bit of climb. I'm good. Yeah. He's very, <laughs> he was very confident, and then he was all over me. And I'm, yeah. I'm looking at my e-bike. I'm like, it's on, right? Like, it's, it's on? Like, yeah. it, this guy is still on me? Yeah. He was gnarly on and, a bike. Trevor's had a uh, – I talked to him earlier. He's had a very mellow winter on the bike. That dude in, in Schaefer X, he's, he's good on a mountain bike. I would bike. hate to see him if he's had a good winner on a mountain bike. Yeah, he hasn't had one. So. Right, right. <laughs> you got Montemello. Unbelievable. Yeah, he was great. And uh, so profilter.com, MaximaUSA.com. Uh, I love Maxima stuff. I need to actually change my oil in my Blue Crew. Um, I have. Well, you finally changed I your have, tires. I've changed tires. I changed bars. I have uh, my race tech suspension dialed in. So works connection, easy uh, clutch pull. I think I'm done with the modifications on the motorcycle, on the Blue Crew. You got everything you need? I FMF system on it now. Like, I don't want to work on it anymore. I don't even want to change the oil. How many hours do I need to put on? How many hours for an oil change? I mean, I'm poor. I'm beyond the other end of the spectrum. I do every two to three hours. But doesn't Yamaha's manual say you can do like seven or eight or something ridiculous? Now? I want to say it was four. I'm at like six. <laughs> I need to change it. been putting in some A. So as all this mountain biking, can you now catch the, the Silver Fox? <laughs> the Silver Fox is in love, and he has been avoiding any... Any, like, dirt biking. He's Go bailed on me. Off. Yeah, no, fuck you, Berluti. It's true. <laughs> he, 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 I don't know, man. I, he's bailed on every time but one. He's gone with me one time out of the last seven or eight that I've asked him. Dude. But that one time we went, he still had me. He still had me. So, but uh, no, I am feeling better, absolutely, uh, from the mountain biking and um, soaking poke. Yep, and uh, <laughs> I, I just I got to get the silver fox out there. Maybe I might ride this week. Actually, uh, should be fun. The weather's been better here, so at, over at Western Speedway, uh, intense cycles, zero uh, percent APR on a, on, a, on a taser. Everybody that I announced that last week. So uh, APR, if you got the improved credit, uh, you will get zero percent for one year on a, on a taser. So that that'll help people if they want to do that. And uh, Pulpamex ten is the code to save at intense cycles. Dot com and uh, you can uh, you can save with those guys. So if you want to pick up any bike for Intense, they're big, putting a big push on in Moto. They're trying to get back in. So um, we're gonna have the owner coming in too. John, John Eric will be up too as well. Oh, you're gonna have Jeff on. The, yep. Ooh, yep. that's some good stories. Yeah. You can ask him about Palmer. Some good Palmer. Yeah, Palmer was an Intense guy right forever for right? a long time. So. He's been on and off with the brand multiple right, right, times, right. but he had some OG right. moments. There. What do you think of you're a mountain bike guy a little bit? A little uh, bit. What do you so think of the 29 front 27? I mean, I mean, is that just a? It's a. Little, I like it. It's for me from a normal mountain bike standpoint. I think it's a, a tiny bit gimmicky. What's funny though is in 
from a really extreme sense, like there are some downhill guys that might run it this next year. So in UCI World Cup downhill, there's always been a rule you have to run the same front and rear tire. Okay. Um, a couple riders complained last year because the 29er wheel's big. You have some small guys at down, uh, downhill World Cup, and they've been kind of going back and forth between the 27.5, 29er. A couple guys had tested 27.5 rears, 29er front, so they get the playfulness to bring the rear round small, but the front runs over the mm -hmm. rocks easier. Um, this is the first season they're unlutting the rules, so that can actually be you raced actually legally. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess if you're a moto guy, it definitely comes to play. I don't think if you play around on trails much cross-country, it would be a big difference because there you want full 29er. Um, but if you definitely a little more downhill, it, or if you're a moto guy and you want it, eh, yeah. it's an interesting difference. It's It's noticeable. Right. Um, all right, everybody. Hey, uh, Vortex Racing, email Jake at vortexracing.com. The official uh, bars, uh, official sprockets are supposed to have Monster Energy Yamaha with AP and uh, and Justin Barsha. And um, so email Jake at vortexracing.com. The V3 bar, it's an oversized bar that they have. It's 29% uh, stronger than the competition. They have uh, uh, sprockets of all sizes, all colors. Uh, like I said, they're official uh, sprockets of the Monster Energy Yamaha team, Vortex Racing. If you want a deal from anything Vortex makes, email jake at vortexracing.com. They will dial you guys in. Great company, great products, and they are pleased and proud to bring you our next guest on the show. He is a co-owner of the HEP Suzuki team, former pro racer, Dustin Pipes. What's up, Pipes? How are you? Hey. Hey, what's going on, Steve? What's going on, Michael? Hey, yo. How's it going? Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem. Um, so we're over halfway of the of the year on the debut of the uh, the team you have this year. Um, debut? Yep. They hit the team last. Well, yeah, the riders, the new riders. Oh, uh, not get technical. Um, it's fine. New team. How is it? Um, it's good. I think we're building. Um, I think uh, we're learning each uh, week. Obviously, we're only one and a half years into this thing, so there's things that we learn the uh more more we get going so it's co so it's constantly a, a process for us and um we knew um e each of our guys were hurt on the way in uh adam with a femur um alex with a back and then kyle with a knee so we knew that we were going to build throughout the year mm -hmm. and uh we're just ready for the second half to get going so right um are you still enjoying the process you raced last year and try to uh, try to manage it. Now you're uh, you're no longer racing. Are you enjoying the process of trying to wrangle a bunch of monkeys every week and and uh, and get the best results out of them? Um, I think the only ones that are monkeys are probably Adam and two of them. Okay, two of them. Yeah, yeah but, Kyle's uh, mellow. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, Kyle's, Kyle's mellow, but uh, no, I no, I uh, think it's great. Um, obviously, I'm in a little different role. Um, last year it was more. It was stressful, and then I could kind of put on the helmet and say, okay, right. the stress is gone. I need to do something else. And, you know, someone would kind of take over certain duties, and now it's uh, I don't have that luxury. So it's a little bit different, but um, I think I'm starting to grow into it. And uh, we also brought on Clark uh, Jones. Um, so I'm sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure you guys know who uh, yeah. that is, and uh, he's been a big help to the team. So uh, I think we're growing in the right direction. Cool. Um, what's the thing – that you're spending more time on than you thought you would. What's the what's the job or the the, the phone calls or whatever that you you're spending more time on than you thought you would? Um, just already with sponsors for next year and stuff like that. Just putting yep. things out that are so far in advance that you would I didn't think that would be what it would have happened. Excuse me. Last year I kind of got a got a dose of that when 
Vegas ended, and then that Monday people were call, were giving me calls. Now it seems to be a little <laughs> bit sooner. And, yeah. Uh, so it means we're doing some good things, and you know we're hoping to keep on growing. Uh, it's an interesting job for sure to uh, to be a team owner. Um, Antignap, our buddy, the seven deuce deuce, the ninety seven, hasn't gone yeah. as well as we thought. Uh, he hasn't ridden that well, to be honest. I've told him this. He had one weekend where he looked a little frisky in Minneapolis, but dude, what's been going on? What's happening? What do we got to do to get him back into main events? So I think we have the cure all right now. He's actually sitting right next to me on speaker. Okay. So um, he he uh, heard that all, but um, <laughs> we, we I'm, uh, yeah I'm fine. I, I, basketball. I, right. Oh, okay. So, basketball. So, so that's it. Yeah. Yep. We just played basketball, and he just kicked our ass at twenty one. <laughs> um, I did beat him two on two two games in a row. It wasn't even fair. It wasn't even close. But um, that's awesome and all. But honestly, you guys race supercross. <laughs> so that's okay though. We okay. like basketball, and you know what. Okay. Um, Adam's not having the year that he wants to have, and um, he's going to be better for us, and we're going to be better for him, and that's that's the main thing, just having that positive outlook. And uh, we have, what, seven or eight more rounds to go? Yeah. So, um, you know, we just got to get on a roll and just um, – well. How are we going to do that? What what do we got to do? What what do we got to what do we have to happen? Does he got to work with his mental coach some more? What what, what do we got to do? No, I think he uh, just needs to put himself in a position to do good, and I think that's the main thing. When you put yourself in a position to do good, good things come. And um, I don't know what that is. If it starts, if it's doing certain things different, mm-hmm. but uh, we're going to work on it together. We've had some meetings. We did this past week, and um, things are getting better because his times. When you look at practice, his times he should be in the main events. Mm-hmm. It's just um, you know getting a top five starts and certain things like that that should be a little bit better. But um, I know everyone on the team believes in him, so um, we're excited for when it does start to click. Well, we still believe in him too. We oh, do. Yeah. So uh, tell him thanks, Kyle Chisholm. I love you guys too. Well, thanks, <laughs> thanks, bro. Uh, Kyle Chisholm, another veteran guy like you said, one of the guys that. Uh, you know, you kind of know what you're going to get. Uh, I use Chiz an example as an example plenty of times of a guy that's just solid, getting you results, gets overlooked. Uh, what's it been like for Kyle's season so far? Um, you know, I think with him, he's coming off a torn up knee. Yep. And so we knew we were going to build with that too. Um, he got a late start on testing. I think he didn't start riding till the second week of November. And coming into a new team and a new bike, we knew it was going to be a learning process for him. But um, – as we're growing together and stuff like that, things are starting to click. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the main thing. Just keep on building with him. He had, I would say, sort of a breakthrough this past weekend. He's been hurt a lot. Um, Anaheim, too. And then Detroit. Detroit, he took a really yeah. bad rep, too. Um, and he's starting to get a little healthy. So this past week, he got 15th, which doesn't look that good on the on the, on the re, re, result sheet. But if you look at his times and stuff, he yeah. really came – came uh, through in the end there and had some good times. So um, just got to fix his first two uh, laps. I think he went from 13th to 19th and then <laughs> came back to 14th or 15th. And so yeah. just got to iron those things out and uh, we'll kind of get, get uh, rolling. He's uh God, he's just solid. He's just solid. Um, it, it's, it's so funny to watch him out there. Um, so the last guy on your team, Caddy Wampus, yep. Alex Ray, um, he makes it exciting. He makes it interesting. Congratulations on having that rider. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, Alex, uh, 
he's a good guy and he has a lot of heart and we're uh, proud to be there with him. Um, each and every week we know he's going to he's going to give it his uh, mm-hmm. all and um, do you team manager or team owner I don't think you can ask for uh, right. anything more. There's there's obviously some things he's got to work on uh, mentally just kind of um, staying in line past mm-hmm. four or five laps and then once he clicks that together I think it'll be good. Yeah, he you know he had a lot of results uh, at the Cycle Trader team and Christina there. I know had to really work with him to really focus, calm down, don't be on your phone, don't be like really trying to just calm him down. Do you do you find that um, like focus a little bit? I think I should probably do that more now that I'm hearing that she said that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go go ask her about it. She'll tell you all about trying to manage a Ray. No, he's a uh, he's a uh, he's very high and low. Right, so, right. <laughs> uh, kind of got to get him staying high and you know being happy with the day and stuff like that. Because if something goes wrong, he'll be like this, this, and this, and then he kind of hangs on that. So, right, kind of got to just get him in the right state of mind and make sure things are clicking for him. So, sorry, I I didn't help with that today. Yeah, yeah. Michael Lindsay did not help today. Called him sketchy, and then he got really mad on Instagram, and he. <laughs> So. I don't care. He should probably just delete his, delete his Twitter or something <laughs> like that. Honestly, how how can he look at photos of dogs then? That's if he if he deletes his his, his social media, it's not going to work. He, he only looks at stuff of his own dog. I know, right? <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, no, it's been uh, it's good. So, look, listen, you don't have uh, a race winning team. You don't have a team that can consistently you know put in the top five and all that. And you know that I'm not. This isn't a big surprise, but. When you look at Entignap and Ray and Chisholm, they have strong followings on social media. They're good guys. You got an older guy in Chisholm who, you know, everybody kind of respects in the pits and 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 is a real professional and and Adam offers, you know, all the things for his fan base and and the rapping and things that people love him for and just his general love of life and an A-Ray is, you know, the privateer done well and and really improved a lot. This isn't mm-hmm. I, I can't help but think pipes you pick these three guys because like if you're not going to win on the track and you're not going to get all the highlights that way, you, you're going to have a following this way. And I mean, how much of that go, went into your decisions and your 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 experience, and how has been the experience of having three popular guys on your team? Um, I think it came in a little bit on that. Honestly, a little bit more of it was that we wanted to do it with with these guys as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, but they are very popular and they have a lot of fans and. I think it's good having a ton of people um, in the pits, and um, mm-hmm. they take the extra time to talk to the fans and talk to the little kids, and that's something that um, I think a lot of people don't do. So um, we're glad that our guys do that, yep. do do those things well. Adam, geez, um, we did a signing in front of the stadium this this past weekend, so we had to drive the golf cart back, and the amount of people that said seven deuce deuce right. was just insane it must have been every quarter mile so um it's just incredible so um he's doing well for himself Mm -hmm. Uh, obviously we all wish the results would come with it and they're going to here soon so we can't wait for that to happen uh michael that's i mean if i had a team i would like if i didn't have you know eli tomac and these guys i had a team and i would seriously look at getting good guys if I had a guy that was 14th and had no social presence and was maybe a bit of a dick and had burned some teams, but the guy in 16th was Alex Ray, like I'm hiring the 16th place guy. This is important. I think we talked about it with Sealy quite a bit earlier is the importance of social media, not just 
it's getting to the point. I feel like if you're a good Supercross rider, you have a decent following just because because you're of good who you are. Yeah. But there's ones like in in Addy's case that have committed fans that really care, and that's definitely as a, in a team's case. Like mm-hmm. for Dusty going to sponsors, it definitely helps quite a bit when you have a ride. It's like, hey, we've got guys that can make mains in here, but we also have guys that fans care about that you can definitely say like, hey, this guy's going to drive sales or drive interest in your yeah. brand. So yeah. yeah, I would pick somebody like Addy and A Ray all day. Yeah, I think I think there's some jealousy in the pits. When some guys beat one of the HEP guys and, you know, they're like, I want that ride. I beat him all the time or I beat him most of the time or whatever. But it's like, dude, nobody knows who you are because you don't market yourself and you don't talk to anybody. And like, you know what I mean? So I don't know. Pipes, what do you think? I don't know. I haven't heard anybody saying things to me about it. So um, I just know we're happy with the guys we have and uh, we have a good time with them and we stand behind them whether they have a good race or a bad or a bad race. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to build uh, together, so right. that's our plan for the rest of the year. How, how's George Holland? How much do you talk to George Holland? Uh, quite a bit, actually. Um, more, more, more now lately. Okay. Um, so, uh, he's not quite as busy right now, so uh, George's got a pretty big little thing going on back in his neck of the woods right. or neck of the vineyards. I don't know whatever you want to call it. <laughs> neck uh, of the almond <laughs> forest. Yeah, so uh, he he's uh, doing all that and stuff, but uh, we've we've been family friends for a, a long, long time. So uh, I'm happy him as well as Billy um, is in it too mm-hmm. as uh, well. So, right. So I know you got Addy can hear me. I just want to know when am I getting a HEP song with Chisholm's deep voice somewhere in there? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, bro! Where's I'm, I'm, I've been working on a lot of stuff right now, but dude. Chiz's voice is like no other. That's you gotta get him on. You something. haven't been working on the freaking subway song, part two. No, no. Hey, I don't have a beat yet, Steve. You've never sent me the beat spot, the beat website. Dude, yes, I have. Like fifteen times, I'll screenshot it and text it back to you. You've never send me the beat thing. I want subway part two. Send me the screenshot so I can blow him out on here after you get off. I will. I'll, I'll send you the screenshot, Mike. I'm Thank not you. Even I'm just saying, like, dude, I'm on board. I want you know. I'm on board, bro. I Let's, thought we wanted to go. I thought you even said you wanted Pulp MX Part Two anyway. Well, whatever, Pulp MX. Yeah, like <laughs> like Chipotle Part One, Subway Part Two. Like I'll check. I'll take any of that. I want. Yeah, we. Hey, I hate to tell you this, bro, but I don't know if I could rap about Subway. I haven't been to that place <laughs> in so long. Bro. Yeah, no. Is Subway off the program. Like, seriously, dude, that place went down. Oh, dude. I know. Like, yeah. Way off. Started the with Jared, and it's all down. It's like forever. Okay. For everybody out there that still says Subway's healthy, it's not. <laughs> it's not Off healthy. The program. If you eat Subway, I don't care if you go there and you have a Subway salad. I don't care, bro. That place has more preservatives and more, like, dude, That the chicken comes out of a test tube, bro. Guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. It's a little sketchy. Uh, I'm with you. So I'm just going to reiterate my request. I just want to hear Kyle in one song. That I, I just we want to hear that voice. Yeah. All right. It'll just be listen to Bogle. Well, <laughs> just <laughs> pick a beat. I'll pick a beat. Okay. I'll I'll get a beat going. All right. I just feel like right, Feld please. needs to let you in opening ceremonies once to come out to one of your own songs. Can we just can we can we arrange hey, that? We're kind of we're kind of doing something. Uh, with Feld here coming up soon. I don't know if I can like. Ooh. I don't know if I just spoiled the beans, but. I'm doing just, just let all the beans out. Just let it all out. Spoil the beans or spill the beans. I, I can't, whatever. I can't, yeah, Nobody cares about this janky to... radio show. Does anybody from Feld listen to this janky radio <laughs> show? Nobody <laughs> listens to this thing. 
Oh, shoot. All right, I'm going to give you guys back to Dustin. I, I might have said too much. Let's make some mains. Let's make some main 97. Let's do this. Hey, Let's pull this thing together we're gonna, here. We're going to work starts, and we're going to put myself in a better position. Yes. And I guarantee you once it clicks, it's going to click, and you guys are going to be like, Good, yes. good. Everybody's I can't wait. Everybody's going to be so happy on fantasy. It's going to be a fun, fun time. Man. I see so. some of these guys making mains, and I'm just like going, what the hell? I have one last question for you, though. When you step up and start making mains, I mean, does Addy have to give you a cut of this purse that's coming for this this Yamaha I'm looking for here? Yeah, you might lose out on that cash. You might lose out on the cash on the Yamaha thing, Adam, if you start really getting good. honestly, I'm to the point right now where, like, I don't care about the money. (laughs) Right. Just wants to hear that. He doesn't care about the money. Well, here's the thing. He's being smart about it because Tyler is in second. These two jerkies, Tyler and Adam, have probably worked something out. Hey, I mean, what if they go one-two? That then they get paid. I've already made a deal. There we go. He's already made the deal. Can you can you get a third brother to get yeah, in there to start yeah, right? Can yeah. you cha- have somebody legally change their <laughs> yeah, name? Yeah, no, yeah. George Entingnap is eighth in the points. He's coming up, George's. So, uh, all right. Hey, let's let's let's. Uh, yeah, you like that? Let's talk to. Yeah, wrap, it uh, up with, wrap it up with me. Yeah, yeah. That quickly turned into a seven deuce deuce interview. Yeah, uh, always. <laughs> Pipes. Yeah. You there? Welcome back. Yeah. Hey, so this Friday, Indianapolis Supercross, you're signing at a Ford dealership. That'll be cool. Um, we're not signing at a Ford dealership. Okay, my bad. On Saturday. Um, Troy, who used to work for you and stuff now, is a marketing guy over at Hag Ford. And uh, we're going to have them out, um, sending out some swag and whatnot. And. Um, we're going to have a good time. Wait, I thought you were signing there this Friday. No? I got my information wrong? Uh, yeah, faulty info. Okay. Uh, it's weird that you have faulty info. Honestly, you kind of break a lot of news. So yeah. Get with the program. Okay. But, so um, Yeah. <laughs> so what are you doing? Tell us Tell us again. I'm sorry. So they're going to come to the fifth on Saturday, obviously, with the Fan Fest. And um, we're going to give away a ton of prizes and just kind of have a meet and greet with the fans and uh, – Host the company for a uh, for a uh, weekend and give out some ATP Hagford shirts and koozies and hats. Oh, cool! Signed the whole thing, so it's going to be a good time and um, networking. Yeah, we're going to have fun. So. Uh, can we get the three guys in a Hagford flatbed or tr- or pickup truck just waving through the pits like a like a parade, <laughs> just slowly driving uh-huh. through the pits? That was part of the plan, but we're not it's going to be cold outside and we're going to have their shirts off too and I don't know how that's going to be so (laughs) I I have a slight addendum three riders back of the truck one bike do sonnet singing my bike's too lit as it drives through the pits yeah there we go with the graphics from last weekend (laughs) yep um hey uh so that'll be fun Hagford and HEP Suzuki teaming up yeah so it's going to be a good time and I don't know how happy Toyota's going to be with it but we're going to have a hell of a time Give you know a bunch of stuff. You uh, you ask for forgiveness. You don't ask for permission. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully none of them are listening to it. Nah, yeah, yeah. No don't worry. For felt listens. Is yeah, I don't worry about it. Um, well, hey man, that's cool. Um, looking forward to that. Uh, love your team. Good team. They, if you if they wore fly racing, they would literally be Team Pulp MX. If they had fly <laughs> racing, yeah. Gear. But thankfully we're Thor. So yeah. But if you had fly, cool. if you had what fly, are you, you would about? be. You disowned RM Army. I know, but I, the, I, you know what? It's fine. I'm Blue Crew, but you know. I did have RM Army. I was in the Army. You got your dog tags taken away. I did. I did. Wheeler should burn. I, I went AWOL on the RM Army. What? Do you have dog tags? I have dog, tags. Have dog tags. Yeah. I yeah. tell Wheeler yeah. he needs to revoke those. We're, we're like, kind of like brothers. 
I know, <laughs> but then then I got a Blue Crew, and and honestly, I don't have to kickstart the Blue Crew at all. It's fantastic. If, if you go into Suzuki, he's on the A wall board. Pipes, how many people sent you that that meme or whatever of the guys kicking their bikes? How, how many people? <laughs> how many people, Pipes? Oh. Uh, pass. What? pass on the question can we pass <laughs> no we cannot pass that's so that's that's a hundred then that's a hundred <laughs> over under a hundred texts of the of your two guys kicking their bikes <laughs> all i can say is we shouldn't get in any first term pile up we're gonna get better starts so. <laughs> oh good good job uh hey pipes thanks for the time tonight appreciate it brought to you by vortex racing uh good luck with your team and everything else i'll see you guys this weekend uh, Hagford and Hep, a Suzuki teaming up. Thanks, man. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Mike. Have a good night. All right. See you. See you guys. Uh, Dustin Pipes, everybody. Uh, that'll be interesting for those guys. So, yeah. Should be good. Good for them to get something new. It's I, just nice seeing people doing different stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm a fan of the 97, but honestly, does he just need a red fender on the Suzuki? Can we put a red fender in front of him and, and he'll be so much better off? Or red bike spray paint yellow. Just saying, oh, it's okay clicks. to do the other way. Go the other he way. Put, put yellow plastic on a on a on a Honda. They I don't make know. that. They make I mean, that. the guy literally swore in every single rap song that he's riding red till he's dead, and uh, like I ride red, like I ride red, I'm red, I Honda, like you know what I mean, I bleed like, red. Yeah, yeah, like he was red, and now this has got to be like killing him a little I bit, know. right? I know. I don't know. Thank you, Pookie. I mean, come on. All in one year, his his old school gear sponsor, his brand, his number. A little bit lost identity in one right, year, man. Right. That hurts. Yeah, it's got it's got to affect the guy. But we love him. He's uh, he's he's our Pulp Mex show favorite, and we hope we get to see him in the main very very soon. So, um, it'll be it'll be great. So, uh, coming How up with Ryan Villapoto. How many Villapoto? channels of hockey do you have? I have the coverage, dude. I yeah, that's what I do. Jeez. Um, you ever wore EVS? Anything from EVS? Yeah. Well, you, this is where, the part where <laughs> that's you, the part where I talk yeah, about. Yeah, part where you would elaborate on that. Uh, I think one of my favorite products is under chest protectors. I'm just a fan of any brand that makes a lightweight one that actually conforms a little bit. They've got some paneling versions. They're pretty good that a few mm-hmm. of their riders wear. Um, my legs are pretty weird. I'll be honest. The the knee braces, just I have fitment issues. I have really weird fit legs, though. I don't right. have the, good the, luck. You know what? You were doing good, but just stop it. Just stop I just at have, the I'm, I'm telling people why. Just, I have weird legs. Yeah, but just stop at the underprotector, and we'll just okay. move on. Underprotector okay. is good. EVS Sports. Over the last 30 years, EVS Sports has established themselves as the leaders in innovation and technology when it comes to designing protection gear for today's motocross racers. Riders like RJ Hampshire, Justin Hill, Pastrana all wear EVS when they race, ride, or whatever Travis decides to do. EVS Sports, we are protection. Pulp 19 code to save on anything from knee pads to shoulder braces. EVSSports.com. Uh, of course, what? Well, I'm going to say one cool thing. I have been through their building, seeing some of the crap that they have, excuse me, some of the stuff they have come up with for, for Pastrana when he says, I'm yeah. going to do this, I need right. to cover this, 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 and this, yeah. is pretty freaking unique. Um, EVS. Uh, just, I oh, screwed you up. No, yeah, you did. So, of course, radio, bros. <laughs> I want tits back so bad. I want tits back so bad. Um, Pay raise. Of course, the one race where Justin Hill, you would just be like, oh, he's going to get uh, exhausted. I, he's going to, there's no, no chance. There's zero chance Justin Hill does anything at Daytona. Hey. The guy has his best race of the year. Hey, from a fantasy standpoint, that's yeah. one of my friends goes, Hill, and I just laughed. Right. On the phone. But, but isn't that so, Justin Hill? Yeah. When you say, and all of a sudden he just, he just, I mean, both Brayton and Zach are like, yeah, dude, like, I'm waiting for him to just go backwards. And, and he had a great race. He rode yeah. well. No, that's all, a surprise. All, Zach all caught event. him, and I thought it was happening, and he held on. 
Mm -hmm. uh, good for him for turning it around because it has been – talk about riders who have had rough seasons. Yeah. His is up there with the roughest of the group for expectations. For what he's paid and expectations, it's been rough for him. But Daytona could have been a turning point. Hey, I I don't want to throw under the bus per se, but in the sense of uh, us talking about silly season stuff a little bit, man, do you see him there next year? No. Yeah. About as good a chance as me, I think, signing up. Where's he go? Back to 250s. Does Tony take him on as he a project? Can't, actually, he's got to finish. If he's just in the top 20, you can't go back down, right? So, Well, he won. Ty- oh, he only won. Yeah. Ty- I don't know. Tony take him on as a project? I don't know. Could EV- Tony turn it around? EVS Sports. Uh, we are protection. EVSSports.com is plows- proud to bring you our next guest of the night. Friend of the show. Multi-time Supercross motocross champion. Ryan Villapoto. What's up, RV? Don't get comfortable, Steve. I'm getting. I'm going on the whiskey throttle trail here soon. So don't get comfortable. <laughs> don't, don't call me that much of a friend. Ex friend of the show, Ryan Villapoto, on the line right now. <laughs> uh, Never coming back. Last appearance. I, ever. I, I I thought you couldn't do any any other shows. That was that was our agreement. I thought that was how it was. I I, I you know. Well, this is the first show that I've been invited on. I mean, I feel like I've been left out in the cold with no no sweater, nothing. Oh boy, <laughs> give me a break. Um, never been invited to a personal in-house show with, you know, that's, drinks and, you know, that's going to change know, appetite, hot pockets, you know, roll, rolling around, cookies, holding around hot pockets, hot pockets. On the <laughs> what, we, platter. what have you heard about this place? <laughs> what are we 10 years old or have a hot pocket party? Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, what have you been doing? You've been riding at all? Flat tracking? What's Flat happening? Tracking. Mm, I haven't been riding a lot, actually. Nope. I actually haven't rode any moto. You spent uh, at Blackmore Ranch 24-7? No, I've been there once. So oh, guy was super cool. But, no, I haven't rode any moto basically since um, Halloween. Um, a little bit little bit of that in the last, I guess, I don't know, month because I put new graphics on my bike, and I don't really want to redo them before I was the <laughs> photo shoot that I have to do uh, Wednesday. Oh, okay. Are you doing a photo shoot for who? Uh, answer. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Answer. Yeah. So I, don't, I, didn't, I haven't really wanted to redo the graphics. Just because, you know, I'm doing it myself. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, I like that. That's why. That's. I've been riding the WR. Hey, by the way. You could bring Mathis down. He's grips and graphics. Um. Well, <laughs> I saw you did yeah. a you did a Yamaha road race intro. How was that? Well, how'd you like that? You know what? It was. Um. I had. It was actually really, really awesome. Um. I had. They're like, hey, let's go do this deal. It's it's at Yamaha Champions Riding School, and I was like, Riding School, and I was like, oh god, I was just like, I was like, oh, I'm gonna pound my head against the wall, you know. I was like, geez, but I got there, and it was it was it was complete opposite what what I was thinking. Was of. it? Yeah. It was it was yeah. It was actually really fun and really cool for a guy that's obviously not a lot of experience on road race stuff, mm-hmm. but you know, just two wheels and in general and. And I was like, oh, school. I was like, God, really? Am I going to listen to all this? But it was the information that was given was really good and applied to the track. And you know, for actual track purposes, it was it, and street. Yeah, they they teach both because you do both. Um, it it made it made total sense. Oh, that's cool. Did, um, did Swap awesome. actually do any laps? No. So the one that you so that one that Swap went on was um, the R three intro. Uh, which was a pretty cool ride. A little bit rainy, but but awesome. Two, actually, I think I was there for like three days doing the, the intro of that, which was cool. A lot of fun. 
but the deal that uh, uh, Masters was talking about was in New Jersey. Oh. Um, was actually on a road race course, full, yeah. the full deal, 600. Um, you know, it was, it was awesome, actually. Yeah. I, I would I, put it this way. There's one in Arizona, and I want to go to the one in Arizona. Wow. That's RV, cool. road race if guy that tells, now. If that tells you anything. Let me guess. If you were awesome at road racing, you were incredible. You were the greatest ever. Best retired guy that never did it. Yeah, best retired guy ever. That never did it. Yeah, that never did road racing. How'd you know? How'd you know? (laughs) Thank you. I actually was pretty good. I was actually pretty good. (laughs) Shocking. Um, Don't ask me. Don't ask me. Ask somebody else. You're right. Kyle Wayman or whatever. Wyman. Ask him. Okay, I will. I don't He's know. a road race guy. All right, I will. Okay, I will. Um, well, yeah, you need to get back on the YZ450 for your photo shoot coming up because uh, it's a hell of a bike. It's fantastic. I love it. Tell me, tell me about it. Oh, my God, it's so good, RV. I feel, I feel I, like pretty much Justin Barsha out there every time I get on my 450. Uh, uh, you know, I'm a slightly heavier version. Of, of Barsha, it's incredible. Well, you're 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 over you're overselling it. I think, <laughs> meaning you're you're tr- you're trying too hard. As okay, a, as right. a just because you ride around in first pe- gear does a, not mean you're Justin Barsha. Oh, okay, is that it? Okay. Panagraph in first gear <laughs> does not as, count. As, pers- as a, at, at the race caliber that I was at one time, and I pick a Yamaha. You know, the 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 parts last for a very very long time. The bike is very damn good right out of the box. Uh huh. Um, I mean, it has tons of power. You don't have to do anything. Just throw a pipe on it, and you're ready to go race any local race that you can get your hands on. Uh, Mike Brown joined the Blue Crew. Yeah, he did. Mike Brown, teammate. Yep, he, he did join the – well, why not? It's the best motorcycle out there. <laughs> 702-586-7857. You got a question for Ryan Villapoto? Uh, brought to you by EVS Sports. We have a, we have a guy – we have a calm down, Steve. We have a guy coming from Husky going to Yamaha. What does that tell you? Yeah, it tells you it's, it's incredible. Blue Crew, we're taking over. It it's, it's pretty, pretty damn good. It did win the vital shootout, did it not? Yeah, yeah. There we go. It for did. It. It did. Yep. Hey, so uh, you gonna play around with any flat track TT Sturgis? Uh, was was Sturgis around? You were supposed to do last year, or no? Um, no. So I was supposed to do Hooligan uh, Huntington Beach Classic, and then. We still have a bike built. Yamaha built uh, um, a twin for for that event, but I think the plan is is to try to get out on Costa Mesa Speedway because the dirt's really forgiving. Um, and we'll see. Can you know, I haven't made it actually out. The, on, 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 you know, got my swung my leg over the twin. Can you so. take it to Frankie Garcia? All he's been posting about is rebuilding himself lately in the gym. Can Can you take it? To Frankie? I mean, I'm going to give it hell. To put Frankie down. <laughs> yes i'm gonna give it hell that's yeah. uh, all that's all it is yeah i'm gonna give it hell uh hey how's that so, how's everything at atlas brace uh big part of our show and of course you've uh you've been wearing that brace since it started and they've gone through a few different iterations of it um you, lo- you like it atlas brace yeah it's, uh still i still personally wear it um i the way i think of it as a as an athlete as well ex-athlete the current play rider. Best retired um, rider ever. As yeah. Best retired rider ever, yeah. Is if it gives me a little bit of help, if it's one percent or five percent, you know, whatever it mm-hmm. is, yep. I'd rather take that um than not wearing it. So I I, I choose to wear it. What are you so, doing yeah. with, with Bitus and a pit bikes in Chicago? What is going on? We have a hell of a thing going on. <laughs> That's what I have to tell you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh boy. 
We have we have a big show going on, boys. You might want to show up. Bring uh, your cameras and yeah. your tape recorders. Six, six times going to ride yeah. it. It's it, who else is in this event? Do we have any other names besides Stanton and you? Oh, there's going to be a lot. We're just, we haven't announced them yet. Okay. You know, Stanton's the only one that's been announced. Okay, can you give us any other names? No, no, no. It's, that's black and white. We're going to keep it all black right now, and then we'll turn it white. Okay. Once, well, I, once I, white, we'll, 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 we'll unroll it. Okay. Unroll all, it. all right. All. I can't wait. So no, no, but here's here's the, here's the deal. It's uh, we're 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 doing a, a pit bike race um, at uh, Chicago Speedway, and it's an it's invitation only. And basically, we're getting we're getting you know the TTR 110 all lined up. There's going to be 10, 12. I think uh, I think Rob I think Rob has 15 motorcycles. I think. Yep. But you know I don't know if we're going to have yeah you know are we going to have 15? I don't know. So just call it 12. And we're going to go racing with with guys that we bring in, and and the, and we're going to bring in some NASCAR guys too. I don't know if they're going to actually swing legs over the bike. Yeah, I might have Jimmy holding my pit board and my water bottle in case I need you know, my or my beer. I don't know, <laughs> one of the two Maybe water bottle with beer in it. Yeah, I don't know. There we go. You never know. <laughs> right. So, um, and then we we go racing. So it should be a lot of fun. Well, how much are you getting paid for this? I mean, seriously, what, what what is going on with this? How, how much money is this? A, is this a European Supercross start money type, I, of, type of event? I haven't been uh, fans of Pokemon. I still haven't been paid. This, you want you want to talk about that right now? Well, I, what do you mean? Well, I haven't okay. Been paid. So, all right. So this is what's happening, everybody. So I owe RV money <laughs> for running Pulpamex stickers at the Monster Cup. I never paid them. Mm-hmm. I kind of forgot. <laughs> Kind of yeah, didn't you really. forgot. Kind of for- hey, d- does Lucas got a deal in that contract where this they, they it keeps percentaging up no, every week? You don't no, no, he pay? doesn't. He doesn't. So, um, but, this so, one, no. so I, I haven't paid <laughs> RV, and and the heat's coming down. But RV, you have. This the, is why he's doing the whiskey throttle. You have, you have show. been so generous, though. You you told me to just put the thousand dollars into the privateer challenge for the YZ four fifty draw that we're doing. That's where the money's going to go. Yeah, that's what we decided on. You're correct. I just had to, you know. Really? I felt like he just threw that out on air to put you on the spot. No, no, no. No, it's been discussed. I don't know. We we, we have talked about it. But, I mean, um, but, but, you know, yeah, we've talked about, hey, I'm going to do this. Uh, Okay, cool. Sounds good. (laughs) Um, No, I I think it's it's good for a good cause. You know, it's It's privateers, they struggle. I I know how the industry works. You know, to win the main event, you get $12,500. Right. Um, um, To win Anaheim 1, to win Atlanta, Daytona, whatever it is. Every single 17 rounds, it's the same same purse. So it's it's, it's not a lot of money. So, um, you know. Uh, we're just going to donate that back to to the privateers, right? Our privateers, heart of gold, Ryan Villapoto helping out privateers. Everybody giving a thousand dollars to the uh, to the raffle uh, for the YZ four fifty three privateers are going to get it. So, um. Ryan Villapoto, fastest retired motocross guy, fastest retired, never did road racing. Yeah. Heart of gold, heart of gold, Ryan Villapoto. I I, I want to know. I never got the golden mic award. <laughs> you never did. I, I mean, I know we're. Yeah, I never did. I mean, I know you're behind this, but you're probably only seventy-five percent behind this RV, and the twenty-five percent of you still wants a thousand bucks. Is that fair to say? 
from you, from you, I want no more than more than that. I, I want I want the thousand bucks from you. Right, right, exactly. Hey, you know, Steve, if you're really giving right now, you could tell him you're going to give him a thousand bucks. Plus, you're going to put a thousand bucks in on the deal. No, I'm not doing that. I'm doing enough. I'm doing enough for these privateers. I'm I'm good. I'm I'm doing enough. But we're going to put a thousand dollars in there, everybody, cool. for courtesy of the folks at, at our uh, for courtesy of Ryan Villapoto. Um, hey, hey, sure, shut boys, that down what's quick. going on with the races? Well, listen, what's going on is, has your phone been ringing? Because Barsha's out, AP is out, they need somebody. Um, yeah, they do need somebody. So, I mean, you, you're a pretty good guy, rider. Like, I don't know, I know you haven't ridden since October, but I feel like you could put it in the main right now. Um, should I come back? Yes, yes. 100%, yes. No, I mean, look, Justin's hurt, um, AP just got hurt. I mean, yeah, we could do we could do well on the Yamaha. You gotta get you gotta get you gotta get training ASAP. Call Baker up. Get get some laps on. on how do you know I haven't? How do you know I haven't already been training? I'm just get, taking a wild swing in the dark here. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like yeah, you know, I feel like it's you know things have been chill. Um, so yeah. Come back. Let's jump in. I mean, I mean, you were. I mean, I could do well. I could do well. I can guarantee you, I could do well if I really was, you know, you putting it all out there. You should have got top ten in the Monster Cup if you wouldn't have fucking forgot to take the Joker Lane and cost me money. <laughs> Come on, really? What? Yeah, I mean, you would have been top ten. I, mean, you I, been... I was, I was really trying, like, kind of hard, but I couldn't get. I mean. It, it's, it's kind of hard to go. I mean, it is a little bit. I'd never started on those, those greats before. I mean, yeah, kind of. That's very. Yeah, we'll work on the great. We'll work on the great stuff. You know, we. I, I mean, no, I, I get it. Like, I get it. Like, I, I mean, I started next to Josh Grant, and you know, he was not, wasn't on a factory motorcycle. It doesn't have to be factory. Just, I just wasn't as good on the great as other people. Never I, done it. I, I, I'm, I'm not talking. I think your performance was fine, considering you know you're off the couch and everything. Yeah, that was fine. And then so now no Pastrana and no AP. And a couple of weeks under your belt, we'll we'll see you at the races. Be fantastic. Did you say Pastrana? Did I say Pastrana? Yeah, it was Plessinger. I mean, Plessinger. <laughs> maybe I, you know, I might consider going racing if I get the same uh, money per race that I got when I race it. Race. Oh boy, that could be a problem. That could be. <laughs> Let's hit up I Perry. Mean, yeah. Hey, get Perry on hey, the phone. Here's the deal, though. Here's here, here's the deal, though. They're they're without riders, so I mean. All they can do is, is they either put the truck in park or they keep going to the races and yeah. we go racing. I, the auto, I can guarantee you this autograph line would be pretty long. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Yeah. So, you, so you're going to do it if you get the same money as, as when you were Factory Cowie. Can we cold call Perry? <laughs> yeah. For race? Well, I don't know if Perry makes that decision, but um, let's, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm going to. You would. Well, we can negotiate. <laughs> negotiate. Yeah. Negotiate. Ah, you never know. And, and and right now, I picture you rubbing your hands together, RV, like you do. <laughs> All I want to know is the the truly most important race of this year. Because no no offense, we know we're pretty effed and assin in the in on big bikes, pit bike race, MX Destinations, trying to keep the street. We're supposed is to it happening? We're supposed to be, yeah, we're supposed to be going to, to Holland. Really? Yes. Oh, really? It's, it's it's on again. Rocket Rob pulling yes. the strings. Oh, hey, Bytus is, 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 Bytus is, is, uh, I love the guy. He's, he's always got something going on. He great, does. great idea guy. Um, you know, so he's got the the pit bike race was 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 his deal when it was the nationals. That's when Grandpa was racing it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
at all the nationals and you know and then that went away and now the pit bikes dude the pit bikes coming back is pretty strong yeah um i got people hitting me up dude what is the pit bike this that and whatever i'm like yeah we're, yeah, we're just calm down yeah calm it's, down. it's, it's calm down it's yeah <laughs> yeah uh, it's, it's, it's building steam it's building wow. steam so um so we're going to supposedly we're going to holland for well for, um, i uh, i managed canada to a third uh I, I, I will step back up and take the team We'll go. We'll get one more spot. Can we get you? Well, can, at least can we? Can you show up? What are you talking about? Goes to every destination. I go to every destinations. I didn't see you down there at the podium. I, I, I was totally down there. I was, I was everywhere. I had my. I was. I was flying the Canadian flag for I my was third. Everywhere. You can't be everywhere. You can't be everywhere at once. Okay, oh so boy. Steve's such a kind guy. He just lets his riders take all the. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to take. Yeah, my guys had open face helmets and they were loving it. It was fantastic. Um, I'm just happy to hear that U.S. is gonna gonna you know repeat perfect perfect overall score for the pit bike of nations. Yeah. All right. They were a bunch of ringers. A bunch of ringers. Um, RV. So not our fault. We're good. We just had Daytona. Eli won it again. Um, You won it three times, right? I do. So, um, yeah, yeah. I won it three times at last when I was home, uh, you know, just organizing garage after shit hit the fan. Um, I dropped my, one of my Daytona trophies, the guy broke. So my oh. mom was going to glue them back together, but yes, oh. yes. So I have three trophies, but I have actually three and a half because the guy's broken. Half. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you hey, put it together, can you claim four? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So did it mean something extra to win Daytona for you? Were you one of those guys that, you know, did it, was it cooler to win Daytona than another race? So here's the uh, so Austin's dad was. At, I went to PC today to watch my 110 PCR okay. 110 okay. Yamaha. Yep. Um, we have, yeah, we're motoring down, got a little bit dirty. So I went down to wash it, and then I seen Austin's dad, and I was like, "Hey, it's the only Supercross race that is, you know, like Daytona. Everything else is inside a stadium, or you know, it's inside a stadium. It's either color, covered or not, yep. and it's a legit Supercross track. So to win that one, yeah, it's, it's a statement because it's it's number one, it's it's not a typical Supercross track. Number two, it's it's Daytona Bike Week. Like it's yeah, um, it's 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 like it's it's a pretty cool deal. So to be able to win Daytona, yeah, it's it's it's, it's higher up on the list than just any other one because there's only one a year like that. Right, right, okay, all right. Just checking to see if and it, yeah. if you're a 450 guy. It's kind of like the if after Daytona, it's like okay, here's your it's here's your clutch performances. Like there's yep um, six or seven races left in the series. I don't even know what Daytona. What was Daytona? Uh, ten. Uh, ten. 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 Yep. Okay, so there's seven races. Okay, six. So six, seven races left, um, and you have to make shit happen right now, Coopers. Uh, ahead by 21 points, right? No, uh, 22, I think it's 21, 20. No, it's 19, I think, is what it is. Uh, yeah, it's okay, 19, 19. 19. Okay, which is, it's not a lot, but it's a lot. Yeah. Right? So uh, now we have to now we have to see who's going to step up to the plate. Well, yeah. I can't figure out Eli Tomac's season, RV. I can't figure it out. So if you know, let me know. Because I, 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 every time I think the guy's ready well, to go, I mean, it, it, he can't seem to get going. I don't know. I, I, I don't think anybody can at this right. point. I yep. feel like part of me feels like he's trying to, at first when the season started, he wasn't trying to 
pull another, like he had two seasons of just a crash, either one, within the first three rounds that mm-hmm. set him back. Yep. Um, last year, crashed, leading, crashed, hurt his shoulder. It just yep. hurt, meaning like just improved, hurt, what well, I don't know. We don't know. Um, set him back 25 points right there. Um, this year, it seemed like he was taking it easy, kind of like just kind of working into things. But then it's like, okay, well, let's. Are you going to flip the switch on, or are you just going to ride around? (laughs) Yeah. Um, So we don't really know. So as a as a spectator, as a you're a spectator, you're a journalist, ex mechanic, whatever you want to call yourself, ex rider for me, it's like yeah, we're all sitting here like waiting for something to happen, and and it's not really happening. So we're all questioning that people we think we know what we think we know what's going on inside the industry. Uh, We'd like to think that Um, we and we don't really know. No, 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 we do not. It is uh, it is very puzzling. Um, we got a phone call for you here. Uh, Nash, what's up? Welcome to the show. You want to talk to RV? Gentlemen, gentlemen, I'll tell you, when the most uh, successful retired Supercross racers on the line, I got to call in. It's, yeah. RC, it's RV. The best, reti- the best ret- retired rider ever. He's multifaceted. I know. I've heard, road this, I've heard Nash before. Nash calls in all the time. Yeah. Oh, Nash is a fan. Well, you know, listen, I'm, I'm a big RV fan, and uh, – you're multifaceted. You're road racing now. I like to see you stretching it out. And uh, what else is on the docket? Maybe a sprint enduro, uh, GNCC. Go back to the Baker factory. Grind it hard. Maybe we'll see it. Uh, I don't know. If we're, I don't know if we're going back to the Baker factory to grind it hard. I don't know. Not going there. Um, but actually, I was supposed to go to Daytona to. Um, some um, celebrity track walk deal Yamaha stuff, and then we were supposed to go to race GNCC for the industry class. Really? Oh. Um, some stuff. Yeah, some some stuff fell through, so we didn't end up going. Um, but you know, I Travis did it. You know, Pastrana, and you know, like it, it, I wouldn't mind doing it. You know, it's like, is it something that I'm like sitting here and I'm watching TV? I'm sitting in bed. And I'm like. God, I'm mm-hmm. go race a, a GNCC. I, I'm not going to tell you that, but if you almost, Yamaha says, "Hey, let's go do this," I'm like, "All right, this like, could be what the hell." And then you go, and 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 then you get there, and then you get in, and you get involved, and you get. In, it's like you got all the fans, and I heard GNCC races are huge. You know, two thousand plus mm-hmm. entries. Mm-hmm. So then you you get there, you have you get there, you know, have you know, you go racing, you hang out with the fans, whatever, and it, it's it's probably one of those fields that are like really fun. So. Well, um, especially if I get a chance, yeah, we'll do it. Well, you, and you're the people's champ, you know, greatest retired racer ever. Mm-hmm. We know it, and I mean it. I, I try to be. I, I try to be. I try to be. Yes, I try to be. It, it, it's it's a wonderful thing. And and here's the thing: you get out there, you know how to manage it, RV. You manage many a championship. You know, maybe you get out there, do what Pastrana did, pull over, take a little uh, forty-five minute break, and then when you see the leaders come back in, duck yeah. them right behind them, and woo! It's finished like it scores like time. It's finish line. Yeah, so. just just hang out, right? People love it. That's right. That's right. A hundred percent. Well, RV, I'm glad well, to hear that that you're you're setting your sights abroad to different uh, vacations within the motorcycle world. And again, to hear that designations will be a reality where you will once again answer the call to be America's winning team. <laughs> America, America. What is it? I think I did. So five in a row for me. So hopefully we make it six. Yeah, um, they've never won since you since you left. Well, you know, they haven't won since I left. Right. He's the ma- RV, the master link for designation. He is. Master he is. Link. 
Uh, Love it. Hey, uh, thanks, Nash. Hey, thanks, Ryan. Appreciate uh, it, guys. Cheers. Uh, Have a good no day. worries, Nash. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thanks, Nash. Appreciate um, it. So yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I could be the the master link. I don't, I don't know. I mean, look, here's the deal. <laughs> I could be the master link. <laughs> Even if I was, I, I, I mean, yeah, I could be the master. Right? If if I'm the master link, we go to uh, 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 Athens. I don't know if we're winning. I'm just gonna tell you that. Oh uh, yeah, I, I don't know either. It's gonna be rough. You know what I mean? Um, Lomo, I don't know if we're winning. You know, like yeah. I, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, we give it hell every time we go. Yeah, but you know, as, yeah. uh, from the from the spectator span, uh, fan point, yeah, it, it, believe me, we don't want to lose. Right, none of the guys want to lose. No, no, absolutely not. It, it's not not fun, and you know they get a lot of shit and hate too, which sucks. Uh, you know, but yeah, I mean, no, no one can tr- no one can fault their effort. They just it's not working out. So it it hasn't. No, no, it hasn't. So. So what else we got on the list? Um, what else, Michael? We haven't talked about Hurlings possibly coming over here yet. We could ask him. Uh, I mean, you went I over. Actually did heard the... he was supposed to, I heard I, I heard he was supposed to race. Um, can the shit can that uh, you know um, yeah. uh, GPS because, he, obviously because he's hurt. He did an interview um, today. and they come over and race outdoors. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did an interview today where he said the foot injury is worse than he thought. He won't make it back by, I think his original number is if he can make it back by like round three of GPs, missed two, he was okay with mm-hmm. it. It's not going to happen. Said he won't be on the bike till April. Uh, the interviewer asked him about US. He said it's an option, and we're going to talk about, like he was talking about, it's, you know, transmitted, yeah, yeah. so it's a little rough to read, but right. it's basically like, we're going to talk about it next week. He said it's an option, but he's definitely, he his thing was, he's like, I could race GPs and continue to add to his win list because he kind of talked about not wanting to race if he didn't have a goal of a championship to chase for and that's what's interesting about him wanting to come here is if he, if he gets paid if, if he gets paid what he gets paid over there or and which i don't know what their win bonuses are from what yeah. i was told that win bonuses are less if he can secure american win bonuses and come over here and race for that yeah. He'd be the only, well, one of the only Euros that has that, 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 yeah. that, uh, yeah. you know, pin. So I, that's what I would do. Cause I think he'll win. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. I think he'll win. I, you know, it would be a hell of a, hell of an, uh, a series, man. That's for sure. It'd, It'd be, be cool. Cause the dude would be motivated. He's in currently in a very motivated state and right. one shot at it. Yep. He, he would definitely give right, it his right, all. Right. Um, so, okay. So you got a photo shoot on Wednesday. You got the the Chicagoland pit bike race coming up. What else? Yep, uh, end of the month I go to do a, a turkey hunt and bass fishing competition. Oh, oh wow! Outboard, yeah. We got <laughs> we got side by sides that'll go out and go you know go go kill turkeys, and then we got the the outboards that are you know great motors that we get out on our bass boats and we go catch bass. So, wow! What else could you ask for? I mean, nothing, nothing. Yeah, actually, no. Got- I'm seriously, it's a. It's like I was just on. I was like, I told uh, my coach, I was like, you know what? I think you're gonna need to find one of the side by sides in your budget. I think I need one of those. <laughs> I, think, yeah, I think you need to dig. I think you need to dig deeper, and I need a, a YXD. I think I need one of those. Yeah. So, I think you need to dig deeper in the in the pot over figure, there. To, figure it out, Yamaha. One of those. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I mean, I mean, the boys are the boys are coming around. That like, I mean, they they ride their stay six all over. Right. So, yep. Um, PWs are basically right around the corner. Yep. We need um, some PWs coming up ASAP. Yep. I already have the TTR one ten that they that we rode around the neighborhood today. Um, the WR the 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 the, uh, the YZ four fifty right. So. 
right? Um, oh, yeah. Things, I mean, are, any, uh, things are coming yeah, together for I Yamaha. Mean, just, Do you have a piano? Do you need a piano? Uh, you know what? The great sounding pianos, but no, I do not need Okay, one. all right. Okay. Well. My, house won't, my house won't fit one. <laughs> great products, but no, I don't need one of those. Okay, all right. Yamaha's got it all. Hey, so, the the side by side they do have it all. Yep. The side by side reminds me just about, about like off road racing. So you played around uh Bob I'm trying to think was it Potts or who is it you guys you did the the run in the truck with? Are you gonna do any more of that? Or? Uh Brenthal. Brenthal. Okay. So Sorry, Brenthal Brent. Industries. Yeah, I did um a couple races with them. Um but no, you know what? I, I was just talking to somebody, I said, you know what it would be cool is if to get a to get us uh you know the YXE and then get get it built by a, a you know reputable company and then go out and race either the mint 400 or you know something with the side by side um you know uh and, and go racing so Unbelievable. um we'll see if that happens i don't know it, hey. it's just an idea another another content piece another another piece to get well, us out racing listen, on, on our product so if you tell bitus i'll go to chicagoland i don't know when that is i'll go to chicagoland if he meets my my price to cover it and you know do podcasting and all that. So you tell Bytus to call me. Listen, to this guy paid for content. Your life is rough now. Yeah, uh, you just. You st- I mean, you know, we're we're working on getting a provost for for us for for the boys. You know. Oh yeah. Oh okay. All right. Well, maybe yeah, I'll jump yeah. on board that. That'll be great. We had the we had the country we had the country coach, but now we're working we're stepping up for pit bike racing. We get the provost. <laughs> oh okay. All right. Ah, oh, fantastic. I like you know, I like so. to hear that. Um. So, so what? So when am I? When, when are we coming into? Uh, so Jet X flies right out of um, John Wayne right here. Yep. Yep. And it's about two hundred dollars a ticket. Jet X. Uh, what the hell's that? Yeah, is that the private thing? So yeah, it's it's, it's, it's called semi private. Right. Yeah. Where you buy? Yeah. I, I know. Semi. Right. So no, you don't buy. You don't buy hours. You you buy straight up buy a ticket. Okay. So, so here's the deal with that. Here's the deal with that. Twenty five so seats. Whatever. I have a bet with Mitch Payton that. Alex Martin will beat Marty Davalos in in the points, right? So, if what do you I, mean? well, hang on, what do you mean? Well, I have a bet with Mitch Payton that Amart yeah. beats beats Marty in the points. If I win the bet, and Amart is eight points up, by the way, everybody. If I win the bet, Mitch has to come up here and do the show with me, and show four hundred okay, is okay. is coming up, and okay, I want so I, if, I want you if he. If he if he does it, we come together. Yes, I want you. I want I want Peyton and you and maybe NYK, Ooh, all coming up here. That's a good one for show four hundred. Okay, so 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 show four hundred. It's me and Mitch. Well, uh, well, NYK maybe. Well, and Nick, I'm just saying, but like Mitch is the staple of the whole thing. Well, it's yeah, I I think that would people would love it, right? Wouldn't the people love that? So, and, um, yeah, and you and him, and then that'll be show four hundred. Right there. Uh, so we need to cheer for Alex Martin right now. He's up eight on Marty with three rounds left, I think, four rounds. No. Live show. Show 400 could be a live show. Oh, like a live uh, here in Vegas. Yeah. Right. R- RV is going to join us for the Vegas live show, by the way. Very nice. Very nice. RV. You are? Am I? Yeah, you are. What am I? What am I getting paid for this? Let's negotiate Listen, over. It's part of your Yamaha deal. It's all part of your Yamaha deal. It's worked in there. It's it's check the fine print. It's in there. No Yamaha deals. Yamaha does a deal with you. 
Ryan Villapoto doesn't do a deal with Colton Meck. Doesn't do a deal. It's all so. your Yamaha, I'm Yamaha. It's all in the contract. Okay, so it's fine. I'm, I'm going to give contract? you. Okay. I mean, I'm going to give you a little bit of fighting power against uh, Steve here. The last big show he did, he bought a uh, Reedy a first class ticket from East Coast to here. So there's your yeah. there's your bargaining he, chip. He told me. He told me. He told me that. Yeah. Listen, Chad. I drive. I I I drive out there. He just got to get me a you know a nice hotel. Get you a nice hotel you and, you and Peyton can hang out we'll go for a nice dinner I'll treat you guys right show 400 we just got to really pull for troll train troll train's got to make this happen are you uh, are you uh, are you gonna drink a little bit or are you gonna be sober tonight or is that no yeah no I'll, I'll drink yeah let's 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 make it happen because uh uh you know fans of pull from next uh, Steve doesn't drink very often no no I do not nope no, um, okay, so, are you going to be able to hang out with Mitch till me and Mitch till? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if any six, human can. Six o'clock in the morning. Right, right. I played blackjack with Mitch one time, and I just had to be like, "I'm out, dude. I don't have that kind of money to, to keep playing. Like, I don't. I, I, I'm, I'm out. I just, I don't. Those it, stacks of chips. It, it happens sometimes. It, what you have to do is you have to. Then what you have to do is, as a as a spectator and as a friend, you have to just start taking some chips from Mitch and just. You know, like <laughs> just playing. You know, the, 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 the the dealer has to understand that you're buddies and say, "Hey, I got your back. Like you're not going to throw away all these, and we we just stack our pockets, and in the morning we give it back to him at breakfast." Oh, okay, all right. Hey, I, you I made like some that. Money. <laughs> I like that. That's a good that's plan. How that's how we do it. Uh, before, yeah, that's how we do it. Before we let you go, EVS Sports bringing you Ryan Villapoto on the Pulp Show. Let's do the X Brand goggle tear offs. I really like this segment. We got it for for RV. Let's do this. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. X-Brand Gog is the choice of champions everywhere, RV. Choice of champions everywhere. Ricky Brabeck, uh, Kyle Chisholm, Alex Ray, Adam Knapp, all wearing uh, X-Brand goggles. Uh, Fins Freeze as well. Uh, Pulp Show 19 is the code to save at X-Brand. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know him at all, RV? Moser? He used to shoot or write for somebody, right? No. No, wrong guy. Isn't there a Moser? He's a big, big shorty fan. Moser, Mo, Moser. Yeah, he's a shorty fan, but we, nobody really knows what his deal is. So, um, okay. Have, well, I don't know his deal, but no Moser. I know who Moser is. Right? Okay, he's a shorty uh, fan, right? Same yeah, guy, right? yeah, same guy. Yeah, great radio. He's uh, major, major, major shorty fan. Yes, yes, very, very big shorty fan. Stalker. So these stalker questions, these, these, yeah, stalker fan. Now best friend. These questions are submitted by Moser. You have 30 seconds to answer them. Uh, we have three rapid-fire questions um, for myself and uh, Michael Lindsay and Ryan Villapoto. Let's do this, Marks. Steve. How are we at answering them all together? No, no, just separate. One three, at a time. One at a time. All right. Okay, 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 good. Steve, if Tomek had fallen down in the first corner at Daytona, what position does he make it up to? Uh, Raw. Roxon fell in the second corner and made it to eight. So I'll go eight. Six seconds. You see how I do that, RV? All right. I was, I was going to say fifth. Okay. RV, towards the end of your career, it didn't appear you were having a lot of fun. So now looking back, which year did you enjoy the most? Mm, probably all three. Like, well, actually, 2007 was BT. All right. 6.7. Good job. Michael, why do you think Transworld closed its doors? Uh, simple. They got bought out by a large corporation that didn't want them, so they canned them. An equity firm. You know how that works? Not good. Yeah. Don't sell out. Hey, I want to sell out. I want to sell out. David Pecker's a pecker. 
I want to sell out. Uh, absolutely. So if anybody wants to buy a pulp yeah, let me know. They didn't get paid out on their end, trust me. Right. Steve, why do you think Williamson Williamson is no longer with Kawasaki? I don't know. OMG. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Shocker. Uh, yeah, we got to figure that out. I don't think he was getting. I don't think he was getting along with Tomac. Can you do some reconnaissance for us? I'm working you on it. I'm wor- do your job. I'm working on it. Give me a break. Wasn't that I your just, guy in the truck? Are you going to go talk it, to now? <laughs> I know all those guys are all good. Yeah. I hope they, close they, the door they have the greatest coffee machine though. Big they B do. has the coffee on. Oh, Big walk. B closes the door in your face this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next question. RV, who was the best test rider you worked with, or who helped you the most with bike setup? So the only person I had was Travis at Kawasaki. He worked for R and D. So that's based on. All right. Michael, who's more likely to win their two hundred and fifty Coast Championship, AC or Forkner? I'm actually going to, I mean, both, but I'll lean Forkner just because he's been so dominant. Just never know with AC. I hope it's both, but I'll go Forkner. You said West or East. What did you say? A championship in general? It, it, broke uh, two, it was 250 East or West, and I went Forkner. Um, I mean, I Who, hope both of them get. Which one is more likely to win their respective coast? Was the question. I think they both win, but yeah. I think they both win, right. but I had to lean Forkner yep. a tad bit. I can't answer. I can't answer that question. That's fine. It wasn't for you. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. Steve, is there something you saw at Daytona that Stu would have jumped that nobody did? Oh, Stu. Give me a break. Give me a break. Oh, Stu was so good. The wall to the next rhythm section. Yeah, he would have hit that wall <laughs> and downsided that quad. That's what he would have Give done. Give me a break. Don't be a hater because you wouldn't jump stuff as Stu hey, did. Can any fan tell us, well, unless these guys know, how many Daytona races did, did James win versus me? Uh, I would assume he has more than I do, but I don't know. Mm. No, I think he has. Less. No, no, I think he. I think he has two. Uh, yeah, I think he only has two because Reed picked up a few of them and Ricky during him. Yeah. But remember when he was jumping that wall? Okay. How about the year he okay, jumped I'm the wall in the Yamaha with the fender I, I, facing I still, straight up? I still, I still beat him out. It's great. That's fucking great news. Best retired guy ever that beat James Stewart more times at Daytona. Heart of gold. Listen, best retired racer not do road race. Blah, blah, blah. Listen, the X Brown Goggle Terrell. Great news. Pulp 19 is the great code. news. So, what was the next question? RV, which one of your teammates pulled the most chicks? I pulled the most chicks. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Goose? Little, little Goose? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. All I right. Mean, I got to remember all my teammates. Yeah, you had a lot of them. <laughs> uh, Michael, who taught you the most Not about suspension? Many. Ross Maeda. That's a dumb question, Moser. Dumb question, Moser. <laughs> X-Brand goggles. Choice of champions everywhere. RV, you want to you wear some X-Brand goggles? I'll get you a deal. We'll work it out. It's fantastic uh, goggles. 30K, 30, 30K, we can wear X-Brand goggles. <laughs> That's so insane. Do you have a mask and a gun when you go in there to these to talk to these guys? I mean... It's- Thing. Uh, would, would Paj fight it, for you? It's, really, it's not even that high. <laughs> 30K, would Paj fight for you if we get in a bidding war here? You haven't ridden since October. How would my product, my product would be covered in dust if I, if I sponsored you right now? Better than covered in dog hair. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, dog hair is right. Not dust, dog hair. That's yeah. right. You'd get goggles with a bunch of basset hound hair in it. Yeah, it's a little bit of love is what I think about it. Um, all right, RV. Hey, thanks for coming on. 
Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, always fun to talk I to mean, you. I mean, it's the fuck. It's the only people. It's the only. It's the first show I've been invited on this year. Is there a fucking problem in this industry? What's going on? There's no problem. I think there's a guy dodging, he, paying you. When was he last on? Was it? Has it been that long? Yeah, maybe. You know what? Maybe that's what. Dude, I've been on since last year. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe he was. He was. He was dodging me because he he knew he owed me. So I owed you that money. Well, it's going to the privateers now because See, that's the only reason you're on. You worked out that deal. Now he's in the you clear. Have a harder he gold. You on. And you're going to do the Vegas live show, Pop Max Racer X live podcast show. RV will be there in Vegas. Everybody hanging out. So it'll be great. Am I working Three sixty four. You were on what show? Three sixty four. Ten shows ago. You were on ten shows ago. No. <laughs> well, you mean live? Ten shows ago. Oh, ten. I'm sorry, that's the live show. Oh, that's the live show. He was on three fifty five. Yeah, which is also oh. a live show. Oh, three forty seven. Okay, moving on. Moving, moving on. Moving Thirty on. Exactly. weeks ago. See what I'm saying, people? So I don't know what's going on, but Steve well, obviously does it. He's got you know he's looking. He's just you know he's got a tail between his legs. So here's the deal. Yeah, I did the show. Um, I did Vegas show. I was pretty pretty calm and collected that when I was you know somewhat trying to race yeah. in parentheses. So, um, yeah, Vegas show, if you, I mean, I, I assume I'm going to be there. Um, am, I one of the, am, I, am I the last last man standing to that one? No, you're good. We, we, I'm booking you early. I'm getting you in right now. I want to I want to. No, get... no, I want to be, be the last. You want to keep your fans there, right? They all want to see Oh, you, you want to come on the end of the show. Yeah, yeah, no problem, for sure. Well, like always, right? Yeah. You know, like uh, I think it'd be interesting if you were on the Anaheim one show. I mean, I said, "Hey, RV, thanks for coming." And you're like, "I'm good," and you just stayed to the end. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. I mean, we could be there till we could be there till one in the morning. You never know. I mean, we are doing a meet and greet after the show, so we'll just throw you in that package. Come meet RV. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll, we'll negotiate that one. Okay, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll throw, we got to talk. We got to talk. Know. I kind of want to see him be on first and leave, and just see how much of the audience gets up and goes with him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe we won't let him do that. Uh, probably mo- most of them. People, make sure you leave when I when I leave. <laughs> <laughs> Great, thanks. Uh, thanks, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Thank you for your donations to the privateers. Very, very generous of you. Yeah. No worries, boy. All right, thanks, buddy. See ya. See ya. Yep. Uh, Ryan Villapoto, everybody, evsports.com. You don't even want to know the texts that were going back and forth with trying to get that thousand bucks out of them. I felt I really thought for a minute you threw that on the no, show no, to put no, him no, on the spot. No, no, so no. He, he's not doing it willingly. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> willingly. I, he did it. It's a nice job. But what his, are you blackmailing his him with? His super agent really made that happen. What so. are you blackmailing him with? What, what do you mean? You said he didn't want it. What are you blackmailing him with? To no, get that thousand bucks. No, we going. just said you too bad. You don't have a choice. This is what's happening. You don't need the thousand dollars. You're super loaded. We're giving the privateers. So, uh, all right, commercial break. Uh, last one of the night. Uh, come back, talk some race deck with Chris. Uh, come back, do the BTO Sports tweet at Travis segment. I don't have a race deck rant so much, so we'll just talk about race tech, and that'll be the rant. Uh, what? You don't have a rant. You always have something to rant. Honestly, the, the Coster one got me really mad. So if you want to just call that the race tech round of the night, I'm fine with that too. I'm sure in this commercial break I can come up with something to piss you off. Well, the fucking stats for one, the DeCosta thing for two, the fucking tough blocks for three. We'll figure it out. Daytona fucking security for four. I mean, yeah, a lot. I got a lot to talk about. Uh, so we'll come back. We'll finish up the show, everybody. Thanks to RV, Pipes, Cole Seeley, Michael Lindsay, uh, and more. And we'll be right back after this, everybody. This is Lord Vader. 
And you jerkies are listening to the Pope MX Show. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is f***ing annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance but I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure Tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 Tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. 
If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Thanks for listening to the Pulp Mech Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer. For Talon and Kite Hubs, along with DID and Excel Rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki. Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing, Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels. Hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram, at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company. 
for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, 
AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Not that you care I'm not the only one With whom these feelings I share Nobody understands Quite why we're here We're searching for answers That never appear But maybe if I looked real hard I'd I'd see you trying to To understand this life That we're all going through Then when she said she was gonna like wreck my car I didn't know what to do Welcome back, everybody. Pop my show presented by BTOSports.com. Marks? Yes, Steven. We had a cat in here? Dude. <laughs> Feels. Okay, I, we don't own a cat. We have two Basset Hounds. I feel, feel so. Do you feel dumb. violated like some unknown creature was in your house? I feel so. You dumb. saw a cat? I did, and I forgot to bring it up during the first break. I spun over and I saw the cat go out, and I'm like, oh, nothing's got a cat. I've waited till this commercial break to bring it up. She saw it. Apparently, people on your feed saw it. Facebook people saw it, Marks? Yeah. I remember early in the show seeing something about a cat. Somebody mentioned a cat. <laughs> we don't have a cat. And I didn't think anything of it. Hey, and your, great, now, and your guard dogs that there was were a cat so in here earlier, and so... We got a cat. Came through the dog came door in the, the middle of the show, strolled. and I never even saw it. I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Got I mean, bored and peaced out. Right. So like, the cat uh, can now get even its... The, even the cats don't like your show, Steve. <laughs> right, right. Oh, boy. Does uh, Cat Zaro like your show? Yeah, the cat. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Racetech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles. Big things coming from X-Brand. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you seen uh, it? Rich was telling me about it. Showed me a picture on his phone. Later this year. So X-Brand Goggles has got something really cool coming out. EVS Sports, Michelin Starcross 5, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA <laughs> Pro Filter, FMF Atlas Neck Brace uh, used by Ryan Villapoto. Works Connection. We have a code now, Works Connection, worksconnection.com. Uh, we didn't used to have one. We do now. Pulpamex 20, worksconnection.com if you want to get a uh, starting device, uh, radiator sh- radiator guards. Uh, the absolute best product they make, in my opinion, is the uh, Easy Pull Clutch Perch or Pro. What is it called? Is uh, it called Easy? What is it called? Easy Clutch. I don't know. I just call it their Clutch Perch. It's but it phenomenal. Is, it's awesome. Eric's yelling at my, me right my now. My favorite is their uh, their radiator braces are really good. They're not like giant enduro ones. They're really simple. Nice one right. for moto. No, there's no cat. Okay. Quit turning All that right. way. Um, uh, works connection code. Pulpamex20 is the code to save. Guts Racing, uh, official seat foam, seat products of the Monster Energy Pro Circuit team, uh, and much more. Uh, Guts Racing. Get data. OGO Power Sports. Love the guys at OGO. Uh, if you want a discount on something from OGO Backpacks, I just broke in my new backpack a couple weeks ago. I love it. Uh, OGO Power Sports. Um, if you want a discount, email the show. Use the code. Uh, we'll save at OGO Power Sports. WUSA. Marks. 
They want to give you a wheel for your bike. They want to give you a wheel. Oh, they want to give one to me? Yes. Oh, I didn't know they wanted to give it to me. Yes, they will. But you can't seem to bring yourself to send them the wheel. You, <laughs> you have gear. You completely rebuilt your bike. I haven't been busy at all. No. Or out of town. WUSA, the Wheel days. Choice of Champions. Eagle Grip. Uh, uh, Daniel Blair said he had 38 orders on the next day after he was last in the show. So Henry called and wants his Eagle Grip. He hasn't received it yet. Ooh. Were we giving it to him or something? Yeah, he was the guy that was on hold forever, and he, he goes fishing. Oh. Remember? <laughs> and I, I sent you the info. Shocking Blair didn't figure this out. EagleGrid.com. Uh, use the code PULP for 25% off every order. Uh, the perfect hand cleaner for uh, moto dudes everywhere. Uh, so EagleGrid.com. Uh, it is not made from the beak, the ground-up beaks of eagles. Yeah. I want to clarify I'll give, that. I'll give Blair some credit. I mean, he's had this uh, um, Steve guy doing uh, interviews in the post-race from Main Event Moto. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He sends a, he sends a reporter every week. It's very good. So you switched from MXA to main event. Yeah, and, and then I went EagleGrid.com media one week. <laughs> so uh, yeah, LA I'm a shitty media guy. Never LA Honda World, uh, Honda Ridgelines. So love the Honda Ridgeline and uh, LA Honda World. Thirty minutes anywhere in LA. Go down there. Mention Pulp and Mex. Get a best de- the best deal on a, on a Honda uh, truck, on a Honda SUV, on a Honda car. Uh, LA Honda World. Love these guys, and uh, we've got a lot of listeners who have bought Hondas using them. So that's cool. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Bicycles, uh, Ride Engineering, all on board with us. Ride Engineering, the product of the week this week, uh, Ride-Engineering.com, PulpMX-20 is the code. Uh, so basically the 2019 RMZ450, it's the same as the uh, 18 RMZ450, but it's got a softer, a softer shock spring. Uh, this does nothing for serious riders that get their suspension valved and sprung for their weight and riding mobility. Once they do that, the link that Ride, Ride Engineering has is still just as critical as it was on the 18 model. It balances out the chassis greatly reduces the unpredictable feeling from the bike riding too low in the stroke. So you can reduce your sag, change your fork height, and uh, so this is the Ride Death Engineering product spotlight of the show. It's uh, RMZ, RM Army, Link. Uh, Adrian sent me one. I never put it on. <laughs> I, that involves working on my bike, so I did not want to do that. But Did you have Race Tech do it? Yeah, Race Tech did it. So That's what that BFR needs. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. that, that has uh, not been a hit for the Suzuki guys so far. I mean, when yeah. you see basically every single guy that races one privateer that can't get a workshop has to use that wp show a conversion yeah. thing to yeah. get Mar- one on martinez was telling us he has that on too so yeah uh so ride engineering intense bicycles and motorcycleindustryjobs.com all on board with us as are you people roost mx the official uh graphic company of pulp mx show roost mx uh they make Cobra Moto stuff, Cobra Moto stuff as well. For over 20 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, 48-hour turnaround. Uh, Pulp Nation code saves 20% on RoostMX.net. So we've seen some of you people uh, running the Pulp MX Ramit graphic kit from uh, Straight Rhythm. Looks good on your bikes. Thank you, people. Appreciate it. Do you get a kickback on that? I don't. I need a new lawyer, or a new negotiation skills, or something. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't I'm, You're out of your I mind. I mean, you dude. coined that Ramit. I know. They're going to ram it up the factory's asses. Too bad you didn't come and up with it. And then McAdoo just absolutely ram Peters. Too bad you didn't come <laughs> like, did. What the hell are you doing, hey, bro? Too bad you didn't come up with that when RCH was ram for outdoors. Tickle could just be ramming it. <laughs> McAdoo still says he's like, dude, all the time. All uh, the time. Every race, I bet guys come up to yeah, All the time. Hey, I will say this. All the time I worked at Vital, I have a couple people at every race come up and be like, oh, I like what you do at Vital. I start coming on this show, people just walk up at me and go, I love you on Pulp. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about, about time people realize it. And Mark, that's what uh, that's what we're doing for you and your career, boosting you up. Oh, is that what we're doing? Yep. Oh. 702-586-7857. Like um, who's on line four? 
I believe that was uh, maybe like a TJ or a... If we give you a booster Alex. chair, I'd be able to see you more. Can we boost you up that way? I think way? it's Alex. Who's it? Is this Alex? Yes, this is Alex. Alex. Holy Bro. shit. Bro. Good show. Three hours and 28 minutes on hold. What? Yeah. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> what do you want? Like, okay. what are you giving I, this I, man for commitment? I may, I, I may be an idiot, but we'll, we'll, we'll make that decision after we talk, okay? I'll, I'll end it with a good uh, ex-brand story at the end. Uh, Triple Crown. Why why don't we just reward them like the Monster Cup? I can't maybe I much, can't maybe I can't do Triple Crown like I got an idea for points in a format anyway. I can't do it. I can't I don't care no, no people. Format, no I format, get, just, I get hey, fucking thousand word emails from guys who are like, What if we went three mains, the third main was only fifteen minutes, the first one's thirty five, but then it bounces out to be the same as a normal main. We'll go twenty I don't care about all you people putting all your time into this format. Feld doesn't give a fuck. They're not listening to you, they're not listening to me, they don't care. Look how long until it's it took a, you to get it's, nets. It's not a format question. It's it's not a format idea. The format is fine. If you win all three mains the guy that wins the overall, he gets a uh, 10, 20 point boost in his overall points. You got to win all three. You can't get a million dollars every. You can't give away a million dollars at all triple crowns, but you can give away some points to the guy that wins all three. Okay, that's fine. Uh, you you waited three hours and twenty eight minutes to tell me that. Future headlines: Marvin Muscan. Okay. The stepping stone for his teammate to win the title. He. Had, the coster tells ask him to move over. Or, or, he torpedoes Webb out of the points chase because he's pissed that they asked him to move over again. No, he and moves over. Marv, Marv moves over. He, he, he's a team guy. He's a nice guy. He moves over. Uh, he has to get over. He has to get pissed at one point. I mean, the guy that was yelling in his ear on the 250 line, Cooper Webb, is now in his inner circle. Nah. You think he's not getting in his head? What do you think, Michael? He could be the nicest pulls over. guy. He's- he pulls over. He's a team player. Money, uh, money talks. Hey, bro, okay. He's making a million dollars a year racing your for con- KTM. Your contract is up with KTM. Do you torpedo your teammate uh, that's about to win the title for the manufacturer you ride for? No. Unless uh, you want so a new not- ride the next year. Yeah. He's going to pull over to another team if that's the case, if they ask him to move over again, especially if nah, he'll, web. Do- he'll do it. Yeah, there's he'll no do spots. Yeah. Uh, Okay, uh, I built an RM and I took it to the Sweat Moto Live Series this weekend, the first round, and it just so happened RT comes by and he gets a kick out of how good how good looking my bike was, and he was like Jesus, and I was like blind. I was wearing another brand of goggles, and he made me see clearly, clear vision. I'm switching X brand. Nice. RT is an awesome guy. RT is Shout an awesome guy. guy, and uh, X brand goggles, uh, choice of champions everywhere, including Alex, who's a champion for being on hold for three hours and twenty eight minutes. Uh, the RM Army is a good looking bike. It is a good looking bike. I, I will give them that. I have a. I built the O three RM two fifty, and that thing is awesome. Oh, okay. Oh, so you had vintage stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> R three arms. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. R. Th- oh, that's still a good looking bike. So. Um, all right, well, we're going to give you something for being on hold for so damn long. Can you give uh, like three things? For your RM. Your o, I don't know what I have three for hours. a fucking 03. Three things. One for every hour. What do I have for an 03 RM? Uh, Vertex piston? Yeah, you want a piston? Heck yeah, I do. All right, Shoot. Vertex pistons. We'll give you a piston. Stay on hold. Uh, Mark's will get your information. So you got to wait even longer. All right, Alex? <laughs> Perfect, thanks. All right, thanks, <clears throat> I know your brands and products burn you, do. Vertex pistons. Uh, tr- uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, <laughs> Did I just silence you for no, the first it's time? No. Just, it's just. It's you know. Last week we had a professional over there. He 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 knew his role. He's professional. He did everything's right, and and he's not that professional. So that's all. Uh, all right, I wanted to. Bring, I'm very professional. I wanted to bring in uh, our studio guest. He's been he's been in here all the time. He's been a big supporter of uh, of uh, Paul Bemex over the years, and uh, we really want to thank him and and a really good dude at that. Chris Riesenberg from uh, Race Tech. Chris, what's up, man? How are you? I'm happy to be here. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, absolutely. A longtime fan and longtime sponsor now yeah. at this point as how, well. How many years have you? Five, six. It's been a long it's time. It's been a while. You help, the, you help out with the Racer X podcast show as well, and you do this thing as well, and the Privateer Island show. So you're on board with Pulp. I like it. Yeah, Pulp's good for us. The Pulp Army is good for Yeah, us how's the code well. do? Good? Everything's the good? code does good, and the cult following that you've developed is, uh-huh. uh, I from, hear about it a lot. From guys like Alex on hold for three hours? Yeah, those yeah. guys are awesome. Though. Right, right. No, absolutely, I agree. Um, so thanks for coming in. appreciate it. Um, ben LeMay, killing it right now with Race Tech? Yeah, you Doing were mentioning job? earlier, like, he kind of is under the radar. Like, he's he's not a borderline main event guy. He's in no. main events every main, week. Main events, yeah. But he's not hole-shotting either. So he's just he's yep. right in the middle. He actually got a good start once this year. I would say, like he's the uh, he's the guy in the main event with the least amount of support, as yeah, far as like a full team around like him, consistently you know? in the main every week. So right. let's see, I can think of three dudes on race sec that count this year: Blows, Jerry, massive improvement, Ben. Am I missing one? Carlin Gardner. Gardner's been Gardner's been, been good. Yeah, very good. In there. Uh, Jerry is not pulling a Jerry. Jerry Robin, we're talking about. Uh, Jerry, Jerry, good Jerry got a new bike. Jerry got a new program. Jerry moved to the West. Jerry is a new Jerry. And uh, San Diego didn't go well, obviously, in the mud. Uh, he got a good start, but then ate it. But Jerry Robin, race tech rider, been good. Been good, yeah. Yeah, I talked to him a bit in the offseason. I've known Jerry for quite a while, and he's had some some support through a team and such. We actually yep. hadn't worked together since back when he quit moto and did some off-road for a little bit. Okay, yeah. He rode for uh, Bonsai, which is Levi Kilbarger, the old privateer. He runs mm-hmm. a suspension company over in Ohio, and he did some GNCCs with him. But I hadn't worked with him since then, but well, I've kept in contact and always believed in him. And we kind of had a sit-down over the off-season. and mid- central, mid- Midwest people. Yeah, we're both Minnesota yeah, right, guys, and right. um, we actually rode pit bikes together one night. And yep. I sat down and just talked to him. I was like, look, I will give you the resources to help you. Yeah. But you have to finish races. I was like, I don't care how the results are. Right. But you have to finish races. Yep. Whether it was you know him hurting yeah. himself, him crashing, yeah. bikes breaking. It was. Yeah, a lot it wasn't of always things. Jerry's fault, but Jerry did have a tendency to pack it in when things were going sideways. Absolutely, and I mean, I watched him at Millville. I felt terrible for him. I think he blew three bikes up in one day. Yeah, it was absolutely terrible. I mean, was it that, was a disaster. Was that eleven ten mods. That's Blue Buffalo, I think. Blue Buffalo. Buffalo. Well, that's with the same guy I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Um, but man, yeah, Sanderbilt. he's been killing it. Ooh. Good for Jerry. Yeah, and I mean, he's on. I I have a lot of B riders in the amateur ranks uh-huh. that are not even top ten amateurs that have more money in their bike than Jerry does. <laughs> I mean, he's got a ported head, yeah, and he's on production suspension. He's still on air. He doesn't yeah. even have a spring conversion in there. And uh-huh. I mean, he's he's doing great. I mean, I think he had his best career finish yeah. was a twelfth this year. Yeah, um, he's qualified top ten multiple times, which has never really been a problem for him to right. to go fast. What cat? It went blue. Oh, I thought the cat. I, I wasn't pointing for you. I was pointing for this technical. It's, it's guy. over. Time limits up. It's over. Okay. Uh, yeah. Blows as we mentioned done well. Yeah. Malcolm Stewart won Montreal on race tech suspension. First ride for the uh, uh, Bullfrog guys. So 
yeah, things are really going well for Race Tech. You guys have done done a good job. Marketing stuff's been good. Uh, Privateer Proven has been your your thing, and uh, you've been doing a good job with that. So, um, I, I, Paul Feed, of course, super smart guy, and I like the. I like the idea of what you guys are doing, like as far as, you know, you could go out and spend a bunch of money and sponsor like a top rider, you know, and, and all that. But you're just like, hey, we're just going to help these guys out, pay attention to them. Everybody loves privateers, and, and it works it's worked well. works well. It's super well-rounded, right? Because yep. it allows us to develop a lot of different brands and such. Yep. And it kind of goes along with, so Malcolm came onto the Moto Concepts deal. We knew that was going to be a short program because yep. we were, were involved with their negotiations yep. with Show actually, yep. um, to move forward with that. But he needed something in the interim and he only had a few days on the bike and that was a base setting he went and raced on and won on which was mm-hmm. awesome and that relationship's been really cool yeah you guys have stepped up point, for them a lot right yeah, yeah. it was really good and they were in a point where now they have a dedicated tech at the races they're not even on just kit stuff anymore. yeah they're yeah. on full work stuff yep. and for us it was such an undertaking on a program of that level mm-hmm that sometimes it took away from what we were able to do development-wise on other stuff. So it made sense for us. We're still working with them on the amateur side, and um, we're helping Mike out right now as he's getting Race ready for Canada. Canada. Yep. He actually did that Tampa MX race in Florida on oh, our stuff. Yep. Um, Tyler Medaglia still going to run it? Tyler's yeah, on Cali and Gerke yep. as well. Yep. They were actually um, they based out of the shop when they were in yep. California. We just gave them a little <laughs> shop space. and U-Haul life. I was there when they yeah. were unpacking everything. Yeah, Tyler was in here the, that that time when he was down here. So. Yeah, he was really good. He was on the really show good on the show. Yes, he was. He was awesome. Uh, and Paul Feed, of course. Uh, you you've talked to Paul, I'm sure, Michael. Uh, oh, yeah. Man, what a guy! What a legend! Yeah, Michael God. pretty much lives at our shop. I, every time That's I'm right. out there, I see him three or four times a week. Yeah. He likes suspension more than probably anyone, right. pretty much. Right. And um, him and Robert really tight as yep. well and and spend a lot of time together and motor program going well for you guys you rebuild them you uh, give them perf- you have performance mods how's how's motor stuff doing Andrew for you? does so much head <laughs> you have so much head i mean works on heads uh, yeah, works yeah. on heads <clears throat> uh, it's really 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 strong is it um, good it took a little bit to get off the ground because mm-hmm. we're trying not to build engines in house um, we were talking about jerry yeah and part of the deal with him was we'll do a head for you but we're not building your engine. We yeah. let him build it in the shop. He yeah. built his own engine. Oh, did he really? Privateer life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did Andrew stand over his shoulder on that one? Andrew did answer some questions and whatnot, but Jerry's actually... Where does this bolt go? <laughs> Jerry's pretty good at Is he really? wrenching. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I guess when he rode for Santa at 11.10, he actually helped build engines and oh, stuff. Wow. Some so like, like to get paid to make... T- t- to go racing, yeah, yeah, to or to help out or yeah. whatnot. He's just—I mean—that's his personality too. If there's something to be done, he's going to pick he, up and. I think and he's coming in it. studio here after Vegas. Oh, that'd Jerry. be awesome! Yeah, nice. So. That would be really cool. So, um, and then we're working with the the AJE Gas Monkey team yep. um, through a dealer in Arizona, Casey mm-hmm. uh, MX, and I mean it was really cool. The first couple of rounds, I was out in California watching the races, and I feel like those guys rounded the first turn top three every start they were in yeah. against factory 250Fs and. We're not trying to be a factory it's engine. Shane Merriam got hurt. Like I was looking forward to seeing what he could do on the two fifty. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um and then you, you know, Blos a couple other deals and Blos is Blos has been slowing this four fifty down. Yeah. Um uh I think he's back on I think he might be on a stock ECU and pump gas at this point really? to just mellow it out a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah. But I mean you don't have to do that much no. to the KTM Huskies, you can get a lot out of them without doing much to well, them. Well, we just talked about Dakota awesome. Alex, right? His bike's basically stock. So. Yeah. Um, Pulp 19 code. So mention call there. Mention Pulp MX. Get Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's... It's been fantastic for our, for, our, for our show and, you know, helping our listeners out. So uh, feedback has been good on our end on social stuff. So. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I'd, the engine stuff is it's based around services, right? So like, yes, we can do performance mods, and the cool thing about them is we're building heads. So anything that we're doing isn't changing reliability. In fact, it can actually re increase the reliability because the valves will seat better mm -hmm. um, or seal better. Sorry, marketing guy, not tech guy, by the yeah. way. Um, but also, like, just doing honing when you're putting a new piston in right. will get so much power back, and it's a super cheap service to get done and yep. use the pulp code on that um, or even just the standard three-angle valve job. You don't have to necessarily even go to, quote, increase your power just yeah. when you're rebuilding just your engine, do it right. Do it right, yeah, exactly, right? Um, yeah, I'm always uh, – I don't think people realize how little work it takes for a 450 to be competitive at, you know, the supercross or motocross level. Like, it's it's funny. They're so good <laughs> nowadays, yeah. you know. It's just well, – just I'm, do little things, and you'll be fun. I think it's really interesting is little things like everybody thinks of a head getting done. They think of, like, porting it. Oh, you got to make it open more, make yeah. it flow better. Uh, really interesting one is just watching what – when I get to go down there is what Andrew's working on at the time. And certain bikes immediately have really good port angle stock, and the actual flow isn't that bad. So it's little things like even the way they'll go about putting different seats in, angle the seats to actually get mm -hmm. the way you want the air to taper it, in, is how yeah. much work can be done with just the seats alone. Like the, uh, I think it's the CRF 250 that really, really, um, that Andrew got responding really well from the seats because the port is really big, the two exhaust ports. Yep. So you're trying to fix basically the low air, like low RPM, low airspeed air, and you really can't do that because the port's so, so massive. Big, right. So you use the seats, I think, to manipulate that to get some of that low speed right. response back out of it. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a little thing. The flow bench helps a lot. You know, you yeah, got somebody spends... knows what they're doing on a flow bench, and then it's a, it's a science, man. I've watched people do it, and you just, it's, yeah, it's just, you're just, Looking at it and like, okay, how, how do I do this? How do I get this? Gas tumbles, air tumbles, all of it, you know? Absolutely. Crazy. It's super difficult, right, to do both uh, as far as developing horsepower and yeah. then also building the engines because yeah. it's so time-consuming to build the engines. Yeah. That's why we went about it with the approach that we did is we're doing machining services and then Andrew lives on the flow bench. Um, um, the CRF250 that he's talking about, if you look at it, the last one I saw, at least the, the valve seat almost has a sleeve that drops down into the port. Uh-huh to speed up the air it's pretty pretty cool kind of neat gotten some really good yeah, results out um, of that thing not a great motor on that bike it's okay I mean, yeah yes yeah, so yeah. it is all mid top the bit. problem is you ride them is like even in shootouts we've had chassis amazing suspension's amazing the engine works well where it works but the biggest thing we noticed with it is in shootout a lot of dudes could set either their best lap time or near their best lap time on it but when you looked at like data we'd run through Lip Pro, is the consistency Consist was way yeah. off because if they made a mistake, yeah. it had no, it, no bottom to, to come get, back to, to get life. back. Yeah, to get back to it. Right. Yeah. Um, we're, uh, we're building one of those for Kiefer. Um, it's actually out the shop right now. Oh yeah. Um, engine Ooh. and suspension. So I'll be really interested to, to yeah. hear his feedback on it because he knows that bike obviously extremely well from yeah. his from his work with Honda. So yeah, that should be pretty neat to to hear coming up for sure. Cool. Yeah. Uh, always big things happening at uh, at Race Tech. So before we were talking during the commercial. Uh, you were involved with the the Rainbow guys? Yeah, I worked for Before? MX versus ATV yeah. for five years prior to Race Tech. That's yeah. where I was at. Yeah. So you lived in Arizona? Yeah, I lived in oh, Arizona. Okay. Oh, I and then yeah. um, I, part of the reason I went to Race Tech actually was I wanted to move back to Minnesota. Yeah. Um, I have kids and family and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so I wanted to be back closer to my family and, and whatnot with my kids. So um, when I talked to Rob from Race Tech, who was my suspension guy back when yeah. I raced, I said, I'll do it but I have to be able to work from home and work remotely. I'll come out to the shop as needed, but I needed, I wanted to find a way to move back home yeah. and wanted to work in the industry. Cause I've, I'm a fan first right. and, and um, work in the industry second. So 
Um, I was a track designer at Rainbow Studios for five years, built tracks for the MX versus ATV games, and oh, that's cool. worked on some really cool projects. Uh, you did the Stewart Compound? Yeah, so that was... That's my uh, all-time favorite, like, when I played all those games. I don't play them anymore, but when I played them, the, the Stewart Outdoor yep. track was yeah. the best track. That's, like, the game I swear probably most people that play that game spent... When you take the whole game as a total playtime, people pretty much replicate that just on that track. I know I yeah. did that. Yeah, yeah, it was a really cool experience. We partnered with Red Bull on that project, and um, I got to go to James's house, and I literally sat on his big table in the center and blueprinted the track by hand. Yeah. Actually, the only files I took with me when I left there is I have my hand-drawn blueprints and really? all that stuff. Yeah, and uh, um, where, you put the, where you put the garage and the way the track went by the garage and everything. Yep. I mean, it was perfect. It was exactly how it was. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. And so I overlaid it on, like, a Google Earth image and then drew it out, just a hand blueprint, and I have all that stuff, which is cool. And then, yeah. um, So I went there, took photos, and went back and built it and then james actually came out to the studio to see it the first time uh -huh. and sat at my desk and we were playing laps around it and uh, it made me laugh because we were talking about Stu jumping crazy stuff yeah. and when you build tracks for those games you have to control based on the height of the jumps and the, the lip and how steep they are and such how far you can actually jump and me being an ex-racer i wanted it to ride like a real track yeah so I was like, well, guys aren't going to be quadding through this. It's going to be a triple-triple rhythm section. Right. And James was hurt at the time. This was, you know, during that summer he was off. And Malcolm was riding a little bit. I think he was on the Privateer Suzuki deal. Okay. Uh, Suzuki City Suzuki, or something. Yeah. But he only ran a few laps and, and wasn't really up to speed or anything. So I didn't get to see anyone actually ride the tracks. And so I'd spent probably three weeks knocking jumps down so that you couldn't do these unrealistic rhythms and yep. such. And James is, like, sitting at my desk and he, he goes, man, it's it's cool. It looks really real and everything, except this rhythm. I quad this, <laughs> and I jump all the way over that table, and yeah. and I quad this, and the whole track, all this three weeks of work. Yeah, yeah. I basically could have just left it, and the stuff that we were able to do in the video game, yeah, was what he was actually doing. <laughs> and that's Stu's ridiculous. Yeah, I miss him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. I wish, I wish he'd come back around a little bit. Finding Stu season two. Uh, Adam. Is Adam is uh he's adamant Adam is adamant that we're not doing another video. No, he's way. like it's it that it's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. I'm like, dude, the people want another one. Like, we gotta Season figure this two. Out. Yeah, we gotta figure this Season out. And he's two. just like, no, dude. Season no, two. dude. We looked Season and we couldn't two. find him. And we like, and I'm like, no, bro, we could do more. He's just. He I'm wants telling you, I wanted the clip of you guys getting in the compound and you see the boat out in the lake and you guys think it's him and like the little fishing boat and then he comes in the shore and it's just actually Malcolm. Right, right. Yeah, Malcolm. no, we had an, we had some ideas and, and uh, yeah, Adam is just like, no, we're good. And I'm like, dude, we can't. So we're, you might hear something in the in the press, creative differences break us up. <laughs> oh, are you like a band? You're, right, you're, you're right. going on hiatus. Right, I'm right, sorry. Right, right, right. I, I could have, like, so Jaws was a masterpiece, right? Yeah. Jaws 2, they brought back all the actors, but Spielberg split because he's like, it's stupid, the Jaws. And that might be what happened with Finding 2. Uh, the original director, Adam, will go, and then I'll just try to cobble something together. It'll be all shitty, you know, yeah. but like Jaws 2. So uh, stay tuned. But, no, I do want to do something. Uh, but Adam is just, yeah, he doesn't, he's not down with it. So um, that's interesting. I, I, yeah, that game was awesome. That, that compound was amazing to play. So, um, All right, uh, should we do the BTOsports.com? Did you get your tweets? Hey, you're the Mr. Video Game. Alive versus Reflex. Um, I left my job partially because of Alive. Um, Reflex, oh, for sure. Um, I'm really into MX Simulator now. That's yeah. kind of my jam. I still build tracks for that for fun. It's yeah. a stress reliever Is that the one on me. the desktop? 
Yeah, it's, you, uh, it's, it's gnarly hard. hard. <laughs> it's so hard. It looks oh, like it's it? from the 1990s. Learning but curve. He, is he was fun. all nerd guy in the corner was all pissed off because Feld was, what was Feld doing? Yeah, they were taking down videos of the yeah. of the Supercross races on MX Simulator. Yeah, on yeah. the simulator. Yeah, I'm aware. I maybe might have built some of those tracks. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. not. Yeah, Mark's I actually knew Mark's I, before Pulp from video games. From video games. Do you know when he shut from down like the a, server? From like a decade ago. I know. I have some stories about that that I'm not going to touch on. <laughs> what? <laughs> we go way back, bro. Oh. I, I will just say that it, there was a restraining order at one point put in place by my work. Against him? No. Not against him. No, no. Marks was cool. See, I'm legit, Marks bro. got mad at something that happened and shut down some server for some video game. Yes. Right? Yep. That, that happened? True story. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. I didn't like what you guys were doing, so I guess what I'm going to nah, do. I mean, I I had. It's not like I hacked it. I had admin privileges to the site, so I locked everyone out. So, what's <laughs> so uh, I got to do with the restraining order? Or uh, just the same person. <laughs> same person was involved. Same person that got me mad. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. that's where it all came together. Okay. So this is one guy, yeah. like uh, a, a dark, dark web. He Dark who, web hacker guy. He, he who shall not be named. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't want to touch on it anymore. Julie, Julie and uh, the, 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 the Wikipedia guy. Assange. Assange, yeah. It was that guy of video games. Yeah, yeah. And you guys, yeah, okay. Uh, so, oh, so you knew you guys know each other. Like, we had, the, I mean, yeah. we had played yeah, the game. I played that game way more than I – Reflex specifically, I played way more than I probably should have. Right. Um, and so I got fairly good at it and played with a lot of people a lot. Did you guys know who J-Law was on there? Yeah. Yeah. I played with J-Law on there. I played on J-Law's uh, makeup team on that website that we were talking about. He sponsored a team and oh, would like, really? give jerseys and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, it was serious for a while. It was, dude, it was big time. That, to me, was one that pros played a lot. Because I actually remember being in a room one night with Jason Lawrence, Blake Dungy, and like two or three other guys. We played for Wilbur a played a lot. Yep. I, I, I go back to the ATV Fury days. I love that. Thing. Oh, that game was fun. Oh, that game was fun. That was a lot of fun. For sure. I think uh, MX... Unleashed is probably my favorite. That one was sick. Which one is that? Uh, What's on the cover of that, or what? 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 what is it? It's like a dude on a Honda-ish bike. Number what one tracks on the list. One where you get crazy yeah. boost. But it was well, the MX versus a, like MX Unleashed, MX versus ATV Unleashed. All I remember is my thumb would be so sore because you just held back the entire time. Yeah, basically. it was wheelie everything, and it was a lot of like really hey. jumpy, rhythmy hey. supercross. That was like Stu life. You could go four, four, five, four. I get them all mixed cool. up. I don't know which one is which, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah. You could it's, do cool whips and unleash, too. For what it was at the time, I felt like some of the stuff you could do from a single joystick movement was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it was the first dirt bike game after the ATV Off-Road Furies. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, that one was good. So those two. Yeah, they yeah. were sick. They yeah. were super fun. Don't you guys actually sponsor Simulator? Race Tech or no? Yeah. Well, because of my involvement. There's yeah. not, not a lot of sponsorship that goes on there. I mean, we yeah. do some prizes for some series so, and stuff, but uh, we're involved. Are you guys going to talk about code after we're done on the show? I don't code at all. Um <laughs> Okay. I look at black and white images okay. all the time, and that's how you build tracks. But that's that's about it. I don't know how to code anything. You turn black, white, as RV would say, you're going to turn yeah, what was it with black that? to white. <laughs> I was like, was I it, it was a Michael Jackson said, video or something? <laughs> we're going to turn everything from black to white. We're going to take the black off and turn it white. Or I, I don't know. What's that, man? I don't, I don't know. I didn't get oh, that shit, one. shit, asshole. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, BTOsports.com. Tweet it. Travis. Let's do this. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis.
BTOSports.com. Love these guys. They've been a big part of our show for a long time. I'm, uh, a little bit longer than Race Tech, but not much. Uh, so thanks to the folks at BTOSports.com, whether you want uh, something for your bike, for your body, mountain bike stuff, road race stuff, mount, motocross stuff, BTOSports.com. You call there. You mentioned Pulp MX. Put Pulp MX in the uh, notes section uh, when you check out, and you will get a discount on anything. I just got an email. Hold on. I got Let me read this email right here. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, I just want to thank you. This is from Seth. I just want to thank you for the BTO discount code. I'm just now getting back into it after being off the bike seven years and was able to get me a Fly F2 helmet and boots. I'm going to make Kiefer's head explode because money is tight after rebuilding my RM250 and getting boots and a helmet. I'm going to... Oh, this is the guy who just called. Seth. He's got an 03 RM250. That was not Seth. I don't think. It wasn't Seth? No, that was uh, Alex. Oh, well, this guy's got an RM3, uh, 03 RM250. Good year. He said he's going to have to rock some 2010 moose gear for a little while. Ooh. But anyways, he used I the I hope code. it was Alex. Otherwise, I got his name wrong. Yeah. He, he Okay, well, we got two guys with the 03 RM250 tonight. Mm. So anyways, Seth used the code at uh, btlsports.com, and uh, we want to thank those guys. So uh, these questions are submitted to Ad Pulp Mech Show. Uh, the guy in the corner picks the best ones. They're a lot better than Mosher's. Is it raining? It is, it is raining. It has been raining. Okay. Mm. And the cat is where? Probably out in the rain. Okay. I'll probably get running in here in a minute. <clears throat> From Scott McElroy, what's your guesstimate of how much Stasek sold for? Just how much money is uh, he rolling around in? I don't know, but he's super rich. Hashtag hookers and blow. Right. I have no idea. I, I, don't. I mean, it was a really small setup, though, still, so I don't know. I'm going to throw a million bucks. No, because... No I, way. I looked, at the new, I looked at the news article, and it said, like... How many they were projected to sell? Yeah, and it was like two hundred something thousand, and at like six hundred fifty a piece, like that's a lot. So yeah. he he made and then like but for, he like had the to, rule of businesses is five years of profits or something, right? Like yeah. there's different rules, but but the other end of it, like at least from my heart, I don't like that's what Harley buying. I don't think that was projected even close to what he could do. They don't think they had near that backing to produce that many. Yeah, but it was I mean, pretty small operation. Even if they say, hey, we're going to make this much, then he knows. I mean, he knows what they can do with it, so he can bargain accordingly. Now now there'll be a bunch of two-year-olds running around on Harleys. Um, From Aaron Stancil, for everybody, what's the worst hotel experience you've had? Steve, you've got to have a good one for this. (sighs) I, I mean, nowadays, I stay in good stuff now. I'm not. Um, No, back in the day... Oh, I stayed in a motel in Seattle where I pushed the dresser against the door because it wouldn't really close. And the bed was, oh, my God, the bed was terrible. It was like you, every time you move, you felt the springs, you know, mm-hmm. in you. Um, it was like a prison cot. Yeah. Uh, it was bad. I, I, that might be the best, the worst one. I don't know. I, I can't sp- specifically think of anything that bad. I got one really well, bad. I got that haunted <laughs> hotel in Houston that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> that, nice. that that was you is know. that what happens when you take the Priceline mystery deals you end yeah. up at haunted hotels? Yeah, yeah I I, read, I got this hotel and uh, it, the review said it was haunted and I checked in. When I checked in, I said, "Hey, I hear this thing's haunted." And the guy's like, "Well, I've never seen anything, but I've had people check out in the middle of the night, like saying that they're out of here." And I'm like, "Wow, okay, it's an old bank. It was an old bank, like in the 1920s or something." And uh, so I it was old, creepy. Like you, you expect to see the girls from The Shining there. You yep. know, and everything, long hallways, old school, 1920s. It was really weird. So I, th- I, it was just, I felt like it was haunted. And my alarm clock freaked me out. So, yeah. Mine was uh, Orlando. Uh, went there for AIM Expo. One of my coworkers booked just 
horrible. We got there super late. My room, like you could taste the mugginess as you yeah, walked yeah. in. It was I couldn't sleep. And then they gave room key, our room keys to somebody else. Listen, two a.m. Other people walk in the room. Like what? I just gave up. Oh, see, I I I never I put the safety bar on every single hotel because I know people who've gotten robbed. Yeah. So, so I, I, I every hotel room I'm ever yeah. in the the bars in. Like, couldn't sleep. There was cockroaches running around. Super muggy. People come in. I just finally gave up and went to the McDonald's across the street at 3 a.m. and like, got breakfast. I was so over it. Chris, you got one? Uh, actually, I did. I had, uh, I had a hotel that was so small I couldn't get my OGO 9800 like, in the door. Was it in Europe? No, it was in uh, Rochester, Minnesota. actually <laughs> <laughs> downtown, and the elevator was super old, and I couldn't get my bag in the door. I literally walked down to the front desk and checked out and went and found another hotel. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I'm not doing this. Yeah, you're just, I'm out. From Peelback, Zach. Steve, if you could only save two guys out of three from a burning oh, building. Oh, I saw this one. Jason Anderson, Ricky Carmichael, and Josh Hill. Who are you saving and why? <laughs> I got to save two? You have to save two. You can only save two. One's going to burn. Fuck, I'm out. I don't know. No. <laughs> I won't Come even on, JT. Touch. Won't even touch it, Waffle Waffle. Where is that? Uh, Ricky's Ricky's got Ricky's got kids and you know and all that, so I'll save him. Um, he's the goat after all. But if he's the goat, maybe he can figure out how to get out of the fire. Um, uh, and I'll probably go. I'll probably go Anderson after that. Letting Hill burn, huh? Yeah, pretty much. All right. Ooh, still sour about that part. Well, I mean, I, someone had to burn, so I, I mean, you know, it's like an F Mary kill situation. We're all just proud that you didn't like you answered the question. So thank you. Right. From Rex Easley, any plans to bring Kenny Watson back for a show or two? I love that guy. Yeah. Um, we need to do that for sure. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, we'll see. From Corbin Lenaway, after I seeing... I have talked to Kenny for a while. Have you talked to Kenny? I need to talk to Kenny. You think Kenny talks to me? Good point. Thank you. Is there a story there? Just Kenny being Kenny. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. One time I called him the show... Uh, or he called me for some KTM info. Kenny didn't ask a question the whole time. It ends, and I'm still listening, and he asked him, oh, ask Kenny, like, well, you didn't say anything, Lindsay? And he pretty much goes, no, nah, I don't like that kid. <laughs> and then he goes something, they like, have like one or two back forth, and he's like, have you even met him? Nah, but I've just heard stuff. Next weekend, I go to a Supercross when he was uh, working with Hayes thing, and I went by the rig to shoot the bike, and he was super nice to me. Oh, oh can I help you? Oh, hey, Michael, how are you doing? If you need anything, <laughs> let me know. I want her off. I was just like, yeah, apparently he doesn't know I listen to the show. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. From Corbin Lenaway, after seeing Sexton's speed and consistent finishes this Supercross season, how do you see him performing outdoors? Yeah, top five guy, right? Top five guy. Yeah, I he's got to get his start styled. They, they seem to be a little bit better. I but. think it really helps Geico bikes are quite a bit better this year for yeah. somebody. Even though he's scrawny, still right. tall, but away. Yeah. But he's grown, huh? I think he got taller yeah. again. Yeah. What do you think, Chris? I think he's third. I think he's third. Wow. Chris with a very specific prediction. I would say on the Geico Geico team, I think he'll be the highest finisher for them overall for the year. Hunter impressed me a lot. I don't like. I think Hunter is going to be very impressive. I just don't think first year he can be consistent across the whole season. You look GPs. He was never that. He's he's got some big flashes and some big moments. I could see Hunter having more big finishes than Chase. Right, but but more down the season. Yeah, right. All right. Frame me wrong. We'll see. Tori Nyhog. I've never raced moto, but I love watching the sand sections, especially the ones like Tampa last year and this year, <clears throat> excuse me, in Daytona. 
Can we have one every race, or do the riders hate them? Riders hate, hate them. Riders hate them. It's not as much as they hate sand sections. They just hate them when you're on supercross suspension. Bike does not uh, settle. Tampa corner. was good. Tampa was good. Rollers, and they were developed nice. Yeah. Guys were jumping so them. So if they hate them, shouldn't we have them? I mean, though, they are miserable. They're so dumb. Like, just doing the, the whole jump over wall into a corner is ridiculous. But like you said, the Tampa, where you actually do a section yeah. of it that's laid out pretty well, then it's cool. But just doing the token sand corner is stupid from lax defense coach michael when are we getting the quote-unquote spoke with my wallet thread from you on vital oh yeah i bought a motorcycle i forgot i need you to did this. you yeah. bought a bike yeah i bought a bike wow what'd you buy kx450 it was my shootout winner personal for the year Shout so i bought one blue crew hey blue crew was good it was my second choice and it was close but uh i ordered a lot of cool stuff for the cowie and i really do love that bike this couldn't year, get so a bike from cowie my loaner well problem is when you quit your cushy media job um yeah i'm getting loaners but they're much more short term than i used to and oh. i'm copying keeper i kind of want like well i've got stuff tore down i want a bike to ride so i went and got a cowie okay from jason Gurley, steve do you believe in this yips theory by cooksey when tomac does good he's amazing but when he's off he certainly looks lost sometimes i don't think i know the theory it was one of yips Cooksey's bro article. yips <laughs> That was followed up by his tire theory about if we all ran, like, enduro tires with short knobs, the Supercross tracks would be better. Huh? It's a long version. He basically said that uh, he had talked over if, if we all went to shorter knob tires, mm -hmm. the tracks wouldn't degrade as quickly, but they could make a tire that would still have the same level of traction. But to me, like, the knob degradation would still be high. It, it's, he wrote this long article. One of those ones, like, I, you know, he, he's always trying to stir it up a little bit. That one he got a lot of crap for <laughs> The tire I mean, was gnarly. <laughs> I'm sure the guys have tried it. Yeah. They've played with the depths of knobs. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, like, you, you look at, like, the tires they run in the uh, special, like, the six days and yeah. stuff like that. It is a really short knob pattern. Yeah. But the other thing, too, is the Enduro tires are really flat profile and they're really wide. So my, at least the way I look at why their tires don't tear up as much, because literally FIM, the mandate form is... They ride a lot of areas they don't want to destroy. Right. Um, that tire is a lot wider, and it's the same thing. I think if it was a big, heavy tractor and you put on skinny little tires, how bad it would like dig down yeah. versus a tractor with a big, right. wide track, what it does. Same kind of theory with Enduro tire. Short knob, but a wide platform. It spreads the load out right. more. From Jimmy Roy, with the new Las Vegas stadium slated to be open August of 2020, do we hear rumors of Supercross moving there instead of Sam Boyd yeah, for 2021? Yeah, it'll, it'll be there. Sam Boyd's going to get oh, torn yeah. down. So. Oh, it's going to get torn. Yeah, that's the word. Dun, dun, dun. Hugh Jasshole. Mm. Steve, <laughs> I've heard a lot of people on the show say that Works Connection clutch perches are the best on the market, and I agree. Why do all the pr pros run ASB? Not all the pros run yeah. ASB. There's only one team that runs ASB. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know if there's only one team, but... Only, yeah. Well, beat the... Or sorry, Butler Brothers team runs them. They're sponsored by it, but the majority of teams run ASV, and that's mostly like... Or no, sorry, no, Arc, Arc. Yeah, the majority of teams run Arc, but Bob makes a lot of cut. Like you'd be scared at the amount of custom levers in yeah. Bob's deal. He's willing to make a lever for anybody, and there's way too many of them to count. Yeah, they. Uh, I mean, honestly, the average guy doesn't need one of those. No, they're pretty over-engineered. Yeah, uh, pretty custom, like you said. So, um, yeah, guys use worse connection though. Yeah, a lot of privateers. From Andres Papa. For either one of you, all the factory teams use aftermarket plastics. Is there any advantage in performance or style, or is it mainly a sponsorship marketing thing? I think they use stock plastic. 
Well, some are, it's one of those split ones. Some are sponsored yeah. and need different colors, but I also know some teams that run their OEM one. At KTM and Yamaha, the two teams I worked at, factory teams, we ran stock plastic. Yamaha right now runs Psycro all the way around. Honda runs all stock, except they run the Psycro up front for the plate. But Yamaha's on full Psycro right now. From Jordan L. Fro, J-Law, Anderson, in order who went slash goes harder in off-track activities. Oh, J-Law did. By far. Yeah. I don't think anybody really tops him. There's people who may have topped him when they're done racing and yeah. done some stuff, but actually yeah. racing at their peak and the stuff they did off yeah. track, oh, he wins. From Ben Fuller, why don't you podcast the pit shows? I, for one, would like to hear them. We did one. We, we podcasted one. I'm going to try to podcast another one this weekend in Indianapolis. 5 o'clock it, at Indy Pits. Be there. There's this thing called record. I know you know how to use it. No, it's more than that. It's it's, it's called gotta, a, it's, it's called, gotta be a pain to set up. Exactly. Oh, I forgot you're running all the mic through all that. The I'm, I'm not doing any of that. It. Yeah, it's it's uh, fly guys are doing it, so Okay, never mind. From Ken Dryden. Uh Michael Good goalie. Yeah. What is the most common flaw in the program of privateers who consistently underperform the quote unquote this year I'm gonna make mains guy who isn't even a factor in LCQs? I mean, I thought, actually, me and Pike talked about this one time, and I thought he had a really good point on this. He felt like a lot of privateers kind of settle at getting in or getting close. Like, Pike said the whole time that he was even trying to make mains, his actual goal was, like, in three years, I want to be a top-five guy, so I need to make improvements every... The rate of improvement he wanted to make was high, and there's plenty of guys I've talked to, like, their goal is like, oh, I just want to make the main... When Weston wasn't making mains, he's like, I want to be freaking top-five. I tweeted about this the other day. Some guys they don't care they don't give a shit their fitness is not there I mean, they, it's not there they're they, just good enough to do it somebody's sponsoring them it's yeah. cool for them to get in mains and then you see how there's that kind of group i don't want to name a couple and there's a few when they make mains because they just roll around the whole time at this yeah. weekend yeah you're just like well what i don't get is like their their day ends after their lcq when they make it and the main is a parade lab I don't. What I don't understand is you wake up in the morning. Your only job is to ride a motorcycle. These guys don't have jobs per se. Uh, your fitness should be no like that should be easy to work on. That should be no problem. Like that's part of your workday. Yeah. You maybe you don't have the skill or the talent on a motorcycle, but you can certainly have fitness. I mean, I'm realize I'm not one to talk, but I have e bike. I don't need fitness. Yeah, you're down quite a few pounds. Yeah. Uh, I have one for Chris. What was your favorite track on Reflex? Over under bridge. Um, probably the, I think it was Manchester to Supercross. It's a little tighter, um, all inside one. Um, I liked that one cause you could ride like a 125 on it and still mm-hmm. shred or Kingston too. The one that went outside with the freestyle mm-hmm. ramps was, was really good. good. Honestly, I think that track probably had the, or that game had probably the best tracks in my opinion of just across the board of the, of all the games. I like the one that had Pulp Mex tough blocks. That was reflex. I think that's when we got you in. Maybe it was alive. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but then I wasn't asked back the next year, so I wonder what was happening. Because this I was like, guy oh. wasn't there. No, you were gone by then. I don't know. I can text Dave and call him out for you if you want. I was just like, we're what, still buddies. What, what happened to the Pulp Mix Hot Tough Blocks? Why didn't I sign anything? Why didn't? Why don't I join this game? Well, because they found out you don't pay your bills, like you don't pay RV. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can work on that. I still have some connections. Okay. From Kirk Rogers. Uh, you mentioned at least twice, but what did JT say or do with the 800s kid? Um, I don't know what this is referring to. Yeah, JT was mad because uh, I forget. Well, does Mike, unless he have a girl or a boy? 
I feel girl. girl. It's girl, right? Girl. Right. So Moser said that guy Moser said that Mike had a boy. No, he doesn't. He has a girl. And so JT went up to Mike and said, "How's the little boy?" Oh. Oh. And unless he was like, "Well, it's actually a girl," and JT was very upset that he looked bad because JT JT's <laughs> whole life is like avoiding, how he avoiding looks. looking bad. <laughs> and and Moser just like, "Oh yeah, my bad." And JT's still mad about it. Just like you got it wrong. From Here's the problem. Here's where he got it wrong is he trusted Mosier for info. Right, right. And it's not Shorty's kid. He knows what <laughs> he you know, know. Moser would know he, Shorty's he, kid. He would know Shorty's kid before Shorty knew right, what it was. Right. <laughs> That's creepy. It's true. From mouthful of Chisholm. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, a mouthful of Chiz. These are our listeners, everybody. The Chiz <laughs> juice. These are our listeners. <laughs> the over under is five. The bet is number of career 450 Supercross wins for Zacco. Where are you guys putting your money? Five? Yeah. Over, under, does he get over? See, he's kind of old, right? He doesn't have a whole uh, lot. Like, and, and this is nothing against him. This is based on a conversation I had with him and how long I think his Supercross career will be. I say it's under. Yeah. He's 28? Uh, I thought he was almost 30 this year. Is he 29? I mean, when you're 32, you're probably not winning. So that's three years. Yeah, under. Yeah. I'm not saying you can't win. You just, yeah. I mean, Brayton just did and Chad has, but yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. From Cheesecake Jake, what killed the 350 at professional level racing? 100 cc's killed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a good bike, though. Yeah, it's fine. I yeah, like it. It's just not for professional yeah. racing. It's just like, look at Shane Ryan I, at 250. It's, it's just still fun. a fucking amazing Michael like, Lessie won a moto on it. I'm not too much like outdoors. It's legit. The problem with Supercross no, is just not. the fact. It's 100 cc's down. Outdoors. Let's go back to the Corolla argument. Oh, here we, here we there, go. There, this is from a argument. Outdoors, it can work. Indoors, you're always hosed because the same thing is riding even when you try 250 versus 450. Basically, anybody out there can make a full mistake, come to a complete halt in a corner on a 450 turn, and still triple in. So the 350, s- you have to carry momentum. So the series where there's absolutely no rules and you can build any bike you want. Uh, that that 350 was great. So conveniently, every other series where there was rules, the bike didn't work that well. But the one series where anything goes proves the 350 works. Nobody checks anything. Everything's everything, you can build a fucking custom bike. Crowley won a world title on a 400. Here we go. Um, Come on, they, do you guys talk about Plessinger's injury and what that means for his future Yamaha? Yeah, I mean he's got another year. Yeah, he's signed but, another year. Yeah. Well, um, does that open anything up for outdoors for other other riders? Maybe we discussed all. Alex this. Ray, I was oh, busy. Oh God, Alex Ray, don't be a dick. Oh, I didn't mean. Like, sorry, that was a dick. <laughs> yeah. that dick uh, uh, I just meant like, oh my God, because we've talked. Server, hack his server. Oh, I didn't mean. Oh my God, I'm like we just that we discussed this all earlier. Hack his YouTube. And I can't say the word discussed very easily. <laughs> Your YouTube subscribers are doubled because of this show. By the way. I know they Thank would. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's going to turn it to negative seven like that guy's points score in but fantasy just, this week. <laughs> just everybody's fucking... Can you get that guy a pulpy? This we should send that guy something. Dude, he needs something. Which guy? The, the guy, guy that was at negative seven during the 250 main in fantasy. <laughs> I, I had to do a double check. I almost wanted to screenshot that and send that to you and go, what'd you mess up with the code? That guy can get negative seven. Well, because I saw a comment in the chat. Someone was like, how is that even possible with All-Star? You have to pick an All-Star. So I started looking. I was like, oh, my gosh, he picked Jordan Smith. <laughs> Dude, Jordan Smith, when I looked before the race, I think he had like a 5% pick trend still or something Dude, ridiculous. He, he might have. It was um, ridiculous. He still had a 4 or 5% pick trend. 
yeah, some questions about Yamaha fill-ins and and. Hey, Ray. Uh, Cunningham or LeMay? There was a question about LeMay. For what? For the Yamaha fill-in deal. Well, my my guess was for well out like I said, I think outdoors we talked about first here, but if they need somebody for the rest of Supercross, my call would be Ben right now. Yeah, from sure. Trevor no. Gilfed. Unfortunately, I'd call JG. I mean, I think that bro. makes sense. Ben has some support, too. Yeah. So it'd be hard for him to leave that deal. Those guys have invested a decent bit. Yeah. Like Firepower. Ted Parks has put some, right. some actual resources into it, and they're building a program. He's a fly, X-Brand, yeah. Firepower, What if it was right? And I understand everybody always does that jump on a fill-in thing, and I understand if it was like two, three rounds, no. If it was rest of Supercross season, yes or no? Right. Do you think he would if they guaranteed him all the way through Vegas starting in like a week? Uh, I think you have to, right? Yeah. Well, I say, I know, it's funny how many guys – I remember somebody got really mad on the forum one year because somebody bagged on – I think Suzuki had a rider out for two rounds, and they said, Vince freeze. And I was like, no. And the first guy I thought I was bagging on Vince. I'm like, no. Vince wouldn't take the ride for two races over what he has. That's a waste of time. And he told me I was an idiot, and then I texted Vince and asked him, would you take a fill-in a factory Suzuki for two races? Vince said no. I put the screenshot on the forum, and the guy called me and Vince a moron. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> I had one more, and I can't find it, but... <sighs> I mostly It was mostly because it, the username was like T- JT's list of people to kill or oh, something. Oh, that guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tits that, could find all. it. Tiz probably would find it, yeah, but he's sleeping, so he's not finding anything right now. D- Dunger? <laughs> he's finding he's Dunger. Finding he's, Dunger. Finding <laughs> he's finding the Dunger. Um, Cole Seeley, uh, Ryan Villapoto, uh, Dusty Pot. I mean, Ryan Villapoto wins the best interview of the night, right? Hey, this is the best show you've had me on for, like, list of people. I was kind of stoked when I saw the list oh, of people. Oh, good, good to from. hear. Honestly, uh, people ask me, uh, how do you get your guests? How does it work? Uh, dude, it is, like, seriously, yeah. like... Uh, who hasn't been on in a while and uh, who did well? Okay, let's hey, text that guy. Usually like, when I come on the show, I always get text a week before. Uh, so who who do you want to talk to this week? And yeah. I didn't get that. So I'm like, oh, I must. must yeah, have I don't put there. a lot of thought into like, I just try to have entertaining guests. But like, it's not mm-hmm. like I do look at like who hasn't been on lately or whatever. You had Seely on because he won a heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I hadn't Oops. talked to Seely in a while, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, Seely's a good guy. He hasn't been on. This so. sounds minorly lame, just from my own entertainment aspect. But when I saw the tweet as I was leaving my house to drive up here, of who I was like, yes. Yeah, so that's what I do, do people. I give you people entertainment. All right, that's what I do. Um, Free entertainment. Yeah. So RV best interview of the night. Oh, by far. Right. More yeah. RV. Oh, shit, Don't wait asshole. so long. Right. Right. You know what we need to get on is Roxon soon. But I was kind of waiting. Has he ever till done a show? Oh, yeah, he's done a bunch, but not no. th- nothing this year because I've been waiting for him to win. I should just be like, hey, oh. bro, you ain't winning. Can we just get you on? Trust me, he's been waiting too. Um, uh, Zach Osborne hasn't been on in a while either. So. He's got his own podcast. Yeah, he's got his I own podcast. Shifting on. gears, everybody. Um, okay, uh, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. BTOsports.com. You can get some e-bike stuff on there. Or bicycling, not bike stuff. Hey, by the way, don't be an asshole about this. Okay. But be honest, but don't be an asshole. How was my kit? It's okay. You're not one of those bicycle snobs? I t- I mean, I'm like here on the match. I mean, you had... I'm too fat on. for a skin-tight yeah. top. No, it was fine. It was Nobody just wants to see that. I say okay just because it was plain. It's black and white, but you had flight. You had like matching kit, so I'm good. Okay. But it's fine with the, with the tight shorts and the loose jersey. We're fine. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine. All right. Fly racing. The stuff you're wearing cycling today. Race tech, suspension, and engines. 
This guy right here, Rob, Paul. Checkers. Checkers. I just, I mean, I can point. Oh, the camera's not on. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, Vortex Racing. Sprockets at Factory Yamaha Team Runs. Roost MX. You really need to rework your graphics deal for those uh, Ramit graphics. Never. And what about the merch they sell? I don't get a chunk of that either. I mean, I've brought that up the last three times I'm on the show. You're slacking. I need a lawyer. I need, like, Jackie Childs. So. I mean, are all your deals just on napkins That's like this? Is this what your deal? Is this what you sign checkers? Is it just on this? Wait, I'm supposed to sign something? I'm supposed to pay him? Oh, that what? sounds about right. You don't hear that noise in the headphones? What the hell is this? You have an iPod? Yeah. Holy crap. An OG iPod. That Holy thing's crap. fat, too. Dude, so... It's not even the skinny little one. Hey, do, you know how, do you know how fucking cool... That's what she said. Do you know how fucking cool... <laughs> when that thing came out... <laughs> That thing was amazing hey, when it came out. You know what's funny to think is the original iPhone was like about this size. I saw a photo of the other day and it was, yeah. my mind was blown. Vertex Pistons. Stock in a KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, TM, Gas Gas? X-Brand goggles. Can't wait to see Rich's new goggle. EVS Sports. Great under protectors. Missions. I don't hear anything. You don't hear like a like a I hear little sound in the headphones, like a little. It sounds like a washing machine running, like a fan or a like, no. It's like a little clicking, clicking, like a. Maybe it's just my headphones. I'll, I'll switch oh. them out. That that yeah. Yeah, what is that? You guys hear it? Yeah. I'm so I'm not crazy. I just wanted to make yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The new house that haunted. damn cat again. Uh, it could be. It could be something on the. Uh, this is great radio. Okay. There it is. Now I can't get rid. Now I can't get rid. Now I can't stop. <laughs> Just going. ignore it. Move You're on. Welcome. We're almost there. We're almost there. Mission Starcross Five. Randy Richardson, please bring me a pizza. Oh no! If you do not follow Randy Richardson on Instagram, you are missing you, out you in are. life. I agree. FMIP two two two. Down. If you don't have Instagram, download it just to follow him. It hey, how much fucking work does he put into his stories? Dude, though, some like, of bro. his skits. He showed me one where he did a like a pano where he started on one side and as his kid swiped over, he ran around to the other side of him so he could point at himself. Because like a pano, yeah, you yeah, start yeah, wide, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he ran back around his kid to the other side so he could be like pointing at himself. Uh, firepower, batteries, and chains. Uh, ben LeMay uses them. Maxima USA. Trevor Reese kicks my butt on a bicycle and yours. Oh, he was good. Uh, Pro filter. Uh, same exact answer. Trevor Reese still kicks your butt on a bicycle and mine. I just remember how, how confident he was when we were talking that's about, saying, hey, yeah. man, we're on e-bikes. He's like, yep. Yeah, And that's saying not cocky. I mean, he's no, just no, like, no, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no. Like, just call and him. and I'm like, this. hey, so we're going to go like hour and a half. He's like, yeah, warm up ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I could have thrown anything at him. Hey, we're gonna climb Everest. Okay. Um, uh, FMF. Uh, I think you have one on your YZ four fifteen or garage blue. Crew. I do. Yeah. Uh, Atlas neck brace. We had RV on tonight, and it was totally worth it. Works connection. Easy pull clutch lever. Guts racing. Lightweight seat foam. Andy's awesome. Get data. <laughs> I like reading Dan Truman's emails after the industry idiot updates. Yeah, yeah. Uh, OGO Power Sports. Oh, you could probably ride an OGO gear bag down Everest and it would survive. Eagle Grit. Daniel Blair uh, has a really good journalist working for him at the races. WUSA. Uh, I just got to, I need to hit up for some fresh wheels for my Cowie. LA Honda World. I wouldn't mind joining Ridgeline Life. Oh, it's fantastic. You'll never go back. 
Motorcycle yeah, the ridge line looked good with that intense taser in it. Yes, it did. Motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Yoshimura guys were super stoked the other day. They were their your industry job of the week, and they said they got a bunch of really good response for it. Yosh was never my industry Wasn't job it? of the week. I thought it was like a couple weeks ago when I was on the show or something. Yosh? Yeah. I thought they said they were the one or something that came up or something they brought it up to me. No, I don't that. know. Maybe they were. Remember that? It does sound vaguely familiar. I thought it was like three or four weeks ago on the show. Hold on. <laughs> oh, we're going to look for <laughs> proof now. I'm not really sure. I tune out a lot of what you say, so. I didn't realize I would do too happens. I would, too. For you. This only happens when I'm on, I think. This usually goes a lot smoother. I'm trying to be creative here and not use the same answers everybody freaking uses, and look what I've done. You're a fucking dick. I, I already called myself a dick like three times on today's show. Tuned up, bro! You're going to get him ranting before. I'm just going to play end. random drops yeah, where while is Steve uh, rant? does this. You told him to use the one earlier. And then you were going to fire him up at break. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that. What about I, don't, I don't see it, but it's possible that I just grabbed any job on there. You know? Redonkulous. I don't know. Uh, anyways, Some okay, so where were we at? Here. Oh, um, ride engineering. Oh, I had one for that. Um, don't say Don't say it. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to say that. Uh, Moto Concepts team uses their linkages. Yes. Uh, among other things. Uh, and intense bicycles, even though you're a specialized guy. Specialized guy, but I like e-bikes, and I like brands that support the sport. They definitely do that. Um, Dunge, there's a possibility Dunge comes up to mountain bike with me. Old Dunger. I, I know the Dunger. Wait, wait. I know so, he didn't. He acted like on the show last week that yeah. he knew nothing about it, but apparently he does. So I want to ask right now, you're doing this whole thing that you, and you threw Kiefer in it, I guess, without asking him, is yeah. the whole people get to mountain bike with you if they right. buy one. I don't want to mountain bike with anybody. That's the number one thing I want to say. Yeah, I know. So you're up there with your headphones in. You don't give a... That was the only time I was like, eh, you know, I talk a lot. I'm not going to talk right now because he has his headphones in. He does not give a crap what I say right now. No, I don't want to talk. Oh, that's what I was saying. But, okay, so, yeah, we. I said if you use the code. Now, they've sold, i uh, say, four or five tasers with the code since we started. So, so are we doing a big group meetup but, ride? But I have yet to have anybody say, hey, I want to come to, you know... And I, by the way, when I threw Kiefer in that, I, he didn't. I didn't ask him. I know. I, saw I just did it. I'm just like, yeah, Kiefer and I are going to ride with you because Kiefer don't care. He'll be like, hey, let's go for sandwiches, buddy. Let's go ride. So, like, like I'm not doing that. But, I got something to add to your thing. If Davalos beats Amar in your little bet, and you have to come all the way down to the PC shop, me, you, me, Don, and A Ray are going to take you up Skyline while you're down there. You're going to bring your bike. Uh okay. I mean, I got an e-bike, so I'm not scared of anything. Like it's an gnarly climb, right? That's just a fire road. It's just it's oh. right there next to the shop, and we all do it. Yeah, uh, but coming down is pretty gnarly. Uh, if you go down the fire road, it's easy, but then Troy Lee has a trail down that's got some wooden bridges built into it and some jumps. That's pretty fun. You can't, that's one thing about an e-bike. Jumping is not fun on an e-bike. Very it is heavy. fine. No, they're heavy. Feels like a dirt bike. Okay. Um, yeah, so nobody's taking me up on that offer, but they have sold some bikes, so that's cool. Appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, they're for like, thanks for the discount. I don't want to ride with you. Yeah, yeah, really, right? Is that why you threw that in? Because you knew nobody would take you up on it? It sounds like you're being like super kind and nice, but at the same time, he's like, nobody's going to say anything yes to this. Well, we just had that one guy on the trail that wanted to ride with me, and I just blew him off. See, that this I was going to bring this up earlier. We're talking about Cole Seeley being so engaged with his fans and being so nice to him, and how and we were like, yeah, you can use social media. I was going to be like, yeah, you know, you could answer people's questions or take photos yeah, with them. I do or, that. 
According to Kiefer, I mean, it sounds like Kiefer's always twisting your arm. No, I do that. I just, I don't want to go for dinner with you. The guy who, like, I get hit up with like, hey, let's go for dinner. You know what I mean? I don't want to go to dinner with you. What if you're weird? What if the conversation okay. gets weird? I don't want to do that. Hey, Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. I don't want to go to dinner with you. I think it was San Diego Supercross. This is funny. I go to walk into the Cowie tent and somebody yells and stops me. Just some random guy like, hey, Michael. So I spin around and he looks at me and goes, can, can you grab Steve Mathis for me? He's in there. I want a picture with him. Yeah, well, that's fine. I like, <laughs> like all these people. Never met the guy, but he recognized right. me enough to right. ask me to ask you no, to no, drag no. you. No, no, no. The best, the best of this one, and I got a witness. It's Wygant. Wygant is a witness. Uh, a guy at the Geico truck pulled Larocco aside and said, "Can you go get that guy? I want to get a photo with that guy." He didn't know who Mike Larocco was. He just who was he asking for a photo with? For me. <laughs> Larocco comes over and goes. Larocco comes over and goes. You're not going to believe this, but that guy wants to meet you. And I'm like, yes, yes. And like Stifler, like Stifler. And, uh, and Wygant's just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wygant's like losing his mind. So it was pretty funny. That was the best one ever. I so. can't remember Wygant has a kid. I, I remember he's got one kid. And like I said, the stats were done, and he's never showed his other one anywhere on social media. So, Okay, uh, Chris, thank you for coming in. Appreciate it. Um, thanks for the support Race Tech has given us over the years. Privateer Island podcast, Racer X show, Pulp Mech show. Uh, I'm really that's that's you, you've been stoked. So any sports Kiefer, any sports me. There you go. Pretty well rounded, right? You're like got a great group. You're like suspension Jesus for all of us janky moto moto guys. <laughs> so media guys. Um, thank Paul Feed. Yeah, thank Paul Feed. Absolutely, he signs the checks. Yeah. Yeah, he well, is kind of like suspension. He has Jesus. to be stoked. He's got that vibe. He has to be stoked with what you've been doing with the marketing department. Uh, you've been there three years, four years. Ooh, I'm F- coming longer? up on seven soon. Oh yeah, I guess because we talked about it. Yeah. So he has to be stoked with what you've been done done for the com- company. I sure hope so. Okay. Um, I I don't hear negatives, so that's good. Yeah. How much do you talk to him? How often do you? Uh, it depends. Lately, not not all that much. Just it depends on what he has going on and what we're working on. Right. And I'm actually grinding out a new website right now. Um, so he's kind of leaving me alone to okay. do that because it's like 14 years overdue. Right. Uh, That's been a process. Oh, imagine that. It's been a trust oh. process. It's been a challenge. Oh, a website. Whoa, what are you looking at? Being delayed. Hey, oh. hey I heard that you're grinding, huh. really trusting the process. Oh, grinding boy. through it. No. Feel, feel comfort in knowing that it's not just me. Yeah, but you're actually a web designer, developer, person, and I'm definitely not. Is he, though? Not. Is he? I mean, we did have to have drop weeks come back again in fantasy just... this year. It is hurting me. You're welcome. Someone someone in our text said, hey, we should do this next year. And I'm just like, no changes. I made a suggestion. That was I got such a quick response on that. You're like, no. No, no changes. changes. All your great ideas at me, they're not, no not touching anything. changes. Outside of Parabinos killing himself and no longer being an expert pick. <laughs> outside of that. We may have to replace his avatar with, with like a one of the cat that came in. <laughs> earlier. So could do like a face with the, right. the X eyes right, on it. Right, right. Um uh, so yeah, thank you. Uh Race Tech Pulp nineteen is the code. Call there, mention pulp, write in, mention pulp. Uh also another cool thing that Michael knows about too is your website's really, really handy. If you want to go in there, punch in your bike, punch in what what, what they've got, what they offer for it, spring rates. Okay. T- really cool website. You know what's one of the first answers I use is I try to remember what the stock spring rates are on current bikes when we're doing shootouts right. and production. I remember it for a couple of years at a time and then it does eventually slip my mind. One of the most common DMs I get is like, hey, what spring rate should I run on this? I'm like, what's, you know, first thing I'll ask, I'm like, 
Worth asking me what stock. I'm like, uh, click on race tech site, look what stock is, and then get back to me, and I'll give you a recommendation because I ain't looking that up. Right. So <laughs> yeah, much, it's on there though. <laughs> pretty much every dealership I think uses that as well. Yeah. Um, around yeah. the very very the handy website. There, there's two resources I use at least weekly. That to look up spring rates, and I use Racer RacerX's Vault to look up results when yeah. I'm trying to prove somebody wrong. <laughs> yeah, the Vault the Vault is definitely pretty 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 big. Um, what's so, going to happen with our 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 new bike spec stuff? Are you still going to be able to bring bikes by? Yeah, I think I brought one by there. Uh, I brought a Suzuki by there. That was technically a vital bike. I think I'm bringing others. Michael's been our, our hookup to spec new bikes and stuff for for Just a little while. Leave them. And uh, get some dyno numbers right, and all that right, stuff on right. them. Well, call He's up been Guy a B. Pretty good, pretty good partner. Call up Guy Dino B. Day. He'll bring it on Andrew's, down. Andrew's... No. Um, Andrew has been uh, really good at not pinching tires anymore when we do dynos. That's good. That's a lot of work for you guys to dyno I all those bikes. Dynoing, weighing them dry, and weighing them full of fuel. That takes a whole day. Yeah. Between Pulling you and Kiefer, I think we'll be we'll be okay. You'll be good. I'm trying to track that sound. It's a microphone thing. It. It's. Have you turned somebody's mic off? Whose was that? That was Michael Lindsay's. Hmm. Yes. Mm. It, wasn't me. Hmm. it is nope, you. No. It's your no, mic. No, I can still hear it. No. It's not there. It's gone. If your mic is off, I don't hear it. Yeah. My, your mic is off. It's gone. Something. No. I heard you hear the voices in your head. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's gone. <laughs> Watch. Listen. Listen, everybody. Listen. Oh. I hear it. No, there, there it is. is. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Nothing like doing uh, sound <laughs> checks live on the air. <laughs> listen, I don't <laughs> say this listen, show. Who gives a shit? It's five this hours. This is very. <laughs> hey, by now people have clicked. They're like, yeah, this go, shit's go, janky. fucking listen to four four seven if you don't like it. All right. <laughs> um, okay, everybody. Rick. Uh, Rick. Rick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, thanks for stopping by, Chris. Yeah. Thank you for all the support. Really appreciate it. Uh, Racetech.com been a big part of our show. Uh, Michael Lindsay, thank you, man. Another thank good you. job sitting in the co-host chair. Um, uh, 512testing.com. Easiest way to find it. Right. Hit my social media, right. whatever. Yep, go there. People check it out. We've uh, we've already got your subscriptions up, so we're really, uh, thankful for that. Uh, Swizzcore, Moser, thank you, Pookie. Uh, thank you. Uh, Marks, thanks thanks for coming by. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye, yeah, I mean, see you I just, next week, maybe. No, see, I was going to get into them, but it's it's time to go. But I was <laughs> uh, then I stopped. I just said, you we know. still need a race tech rant, so I was waiting for you to unload. No, it. we did. We, I'm sorry, Chris. There's no rant. Take it off my check. I, I, I mean, I feel like we talked a lot about race tech, right? Uh, I, I mean, we came to the conclusion I don't write you checks anymore. Actually, uh, yeah, that just got rough a few thing. minutes ago. Yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I could get mad about something if you want. How about him fucking showing up at five fifty four? How about no, that? Five fifty six. How about that? That was my race tech round. <laughs> yeah, five fifty six. Right uh, there, we go. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. We thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. Next week, Alex Ray and Randy Richardson in studio Ooh, so that should be fantastic combo. Uh, I'm Steve Mathis uh, for Chris for Michael Lindsay for Travis Marks thanks for listening see you next week everybody hey Ray Sketchy I'm sick and tired of fucking hearing about James Stewart there's something I want to get off my chest and it's about that summer when you went away to community college I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine and I did it I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, 
that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.